West West Show. Hey yo, welcome to episode 202, 202 of the Back of the 135 podcast proudly brought to you by the west west network check out our other podcasts we have the lovely ladies of the 135 playlist linda pani and sin dropping a new episode this week of the topic of popular songs meant for other artists or popular songs meant for another artist that's the 135 playlist podcast also dropping is the new eotc empty out the clip podcast with myself and letty holding it down while some of the boys are away Eric's on holiday. Avi's working night shift. So, me and Lady Jam, episode 101, I think it is. Yeah, 101. We have the fair book of the week, a food review, a memory lane. We talk about the All Blacks beating South Africa, Chris Luxon buying the Tesla, a death at the prisons. And we have a segment on Halva by Brotherhood Greed. Remember that old school song? So, go check, check that out. Also, we are dropping another Late Returns film review episode this week. We talk about Siona's winning. So check that out when it drops Tuesday. I'll drop that on Tuesday. So check out all our podcasts and also check out our content on our website, www.westwestnet.com. All right. Coming up, I had the pleasure of chatting to a West Auckland power couple who have completed what many of us would only dream of doing, and that is to drop everything pack up the kids and pack up the suitcases and head off on a round-the-world trip with no long-term planning. <laughs> now now they are back in West Auckland and it was cool for me to have a long chat with them about what their experiences were and how their trip has changed the way they think about the world and about living and the kids growing up. They call themselves the Poly Asia New Zealand. They're on Facebook, go check it out. So give a warm welcome. To Amy and Bill, I'll invite you. Welcome, Bill, Amy, to the Back on 135 podcast, guys. Good to have you here. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, for, thank, thanks, thanks for, for inviting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's all good. I'll just move it closer. Oh, yeah, you want to move it closer? Yeah. Oh, you want me to move forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sweet as. Man. So, Polynesian, is it Poly-Asian Travels? Is yeah. that is that Poly-Asian. the name of your... Yeah. And that's because you're Asian. Yep. And you're Tuvaluan. Yep. And, man, you, you guys went on an overseas trip. For how many years? So a total of um, three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, just backpacking. In one stint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in one mm. stint. And then we did a six-month stint just last Recently. year. Recently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, yeah. So we've been back home three months, I think, now. From oh, our yeah, six yeah. months of experience, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's well documented, too, because you had the, your, your Facebook page and Instagram. 
So you guys did that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, kind of documented. Yeah. As much as I could, you know, I think uh, so many places we went, we didn't have internet. Mm. And so, and, and, and the other thing is while you're traveling, you just sort of realize that it's just, it doesn't become a priority to sort of document it. We try to do it as much as we can to keep our family and friends updated, but then yeah. it does it, like it d- does become about your journey. So there's so much that we just yeah. couldn't share mm. and don't share. Yeah. So. so Amy was she was trying to push me to get behind with the whole idea <laughs> of capturing, where I was I'm pre- I'm so present in 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 my sort of life that I just totally forget about recording. Or to me, it's not important whereas it is to a certain extent to keep memories but i'm so present mm. that i don't want to take away the the actual idea of just enjoying the moment yeah yeah it's funny you say that because mm. i remember these trips i've taken with the family and it depends what what device you use and what what social media platform you're on like for me the popular one is using your stories mm-hmm. and you, you you tend to use stories on everything you do when you when you're overseas and with me I remember when we went to holiday in um, Hawaii with the family we just use stories right but it's only that 24 hour it stays on the app Mm -hmm. for 24 hours and it disappears it's saved on your phone Yep. but you don't really look around your phone to find it no No. so all those like memories yeah Yeah, yeah. that's right exactly so so yeah so when we came back and we said okay Where's all the all the footage of our <laughs> and oh no, it's all gone now. Yeah. So, somewhere in there. Yeah. But now there's highlights, right? So you can actually save highlights and then yeah. put them into an actual highlighted story. So that that, that was pretty cool. Learned how to do that yeah. <laughs> halfway through our trip. Yeah. And I think for me, like that that kind of way is different because back in the days we used to just taking photos, they have a photo yep. album and all yep. the memories and the photos. Yeah, we we yep. have photo albums. I mean, Amy and I we've been together since we were sixteen, so we've done a bit of travelling during mm. our school holidays in New Zealand and before we actually started traveling overseas so yeah. yeah but it was always albums we have albums and then obviously we've moved on to facebook and whatnot mm. so yeah <laughs> yeah it's interesting because those those memories do just become um but do they become if you don't actually display it and if you don't because like like we've got so much footage but mm. we we never really look back at it we never look back at it unless we've created those videos and yeah. then like you know we the videos that we've placed on youtube and facebook I'll look back on those ones because it's easy mm, to watch. Yeah. But then because he's got so much, you know, uh, uh, little footages here, there, there. And I'm like, I don't want to go and click on every single one mm. of these just to watch. And there's too many. You know, and there's way, way too many. Too many. Yeah. And you, it, yeah. Yeah, it gets overwhelming and you just don't want to, don't even want to go there. And then, eh? Yeah, and then it, it, comes to, it comes back to me. It's like, oh, it's my memory mm. and that's it. I don't think of like posting or anything. Like even my video, she's like, oh, put it together and then make a video. And I say, yeah, I will do it. But then... I guess my journey is for me, and that's always the way I've looked at it. Mm. So it's yeah, conflicting at a time when you're trying to share, yeah. share things. Yeah, yeah. It seems like back in the days it was so simple with yep. the photo album yeah. and stuff because you're right with amount of with the devices we have now, and the, we got the cloud. We're gonna store stuff on, and everybody's got a camera. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a camera and it's on their phone, yeah. right? And yeah. you're just clicking away. Yeah. Then you gotta find out you got to think where you're going to store this information and you buy hard drives and you put them on there and mm-hmm. then they're there forever. Like they're You, you don't even go back because there's too back. many to look at. Yeah. Too many, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of then like 100%. going, oh, it's going back in the past too, eh? Mm. Like, you know, this whole, oh, I don't want to go back in the past. Like, what's what's happened's happened. Mm. It's just, you know, you just want to keep working towards the, the, yeah. the, the future and the present, so. You almost want to um, hire someone to just take the best ones and put them in the album. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And, and that's, I think, one thing that I think... Um, I would would have I'd recommend and I would <laughs> probably would have would, would, would like if anyone wants to travel I'd I'd say do that like just honestly as you go put it into like a 
you know, like a, you know how nowadays they have those video um, capturing places so you can just add your photos, add your videos, and then boom, it just hi- mm. puts it all into like a video format. That's what I like. <laughs> so then you can just have it all there, you know, yeah. rather than just and then pl- chuck it on YouTube. Otherwise, you just don't go back into mm. yeah. looking at lost, them. Lost memories. Yeah, only in here. So, how many hard drives have you guys taken up then? <coughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> too many. Too many, actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm, four? Uh, yeah, four, one terabyte and one two terabyte. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we lost footage too because some of our hard drives yeah, stopped corrupted. working, corrupted. And yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's why, and that's why it made sense when she was always telling me just upload it to Insta or Facebook, so that memory is kept there. And then you know, the, these are like a reminder that comes through. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, but I just never got to it. Mm. <laughs> because the other thing, because I had people on the podcast talk about um, documenting their memories, their family stuff. Like there's one guy that came on, and he was talking about um, his Facebook page is, is private. Because yeah. he doesn't have like too many people on as friends, yeah. like just the close friends. Because yeah. he's got like his family on there, and mm. it's like personal to him. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want don't, he doesn't want to have it out there. Yes, but yeah. he's 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 using Facebook, his Facebook page, like a digital photo photo album. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. everything's there. Yeah. yeah, so only his family and close friends can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yes. it. Yeah. Because yes. I thought about it, and I thought oh, that that makes sense because when we used to have photo albums when we were kids, like it's only for our family. Yeah, it's only for your It's family. not for everybody. Yep. No. Whoever no. walks through that door, exactly. it's an opportunity to look at your memories, right? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Real intimate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's 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 a hard one, but I think it's a real toss and turn and trying to balance out the whole how much of, of yourself do you share? Mm. Especially if you put like, you know, we created a page and then that page was a bit was public. Mm. And so we, we were thinking, oh, at first it was family and friends, and then I think it just grew bigger than what we thought it would be. Mm. And then we're like, Oh, okay. Um and then so that kind of did make us kind of not want not, not share so much personal yeah. stuff or not want because to share so much personal stuff because because yeah. we're uh, i mean i'm quite about i think we're both private people i like i think most people are in general yeah. right yeah, yeah but w- it was when we started traveling and then we started posting posting and then like more people started following it took away like my idea of we made polyasian so we could share our travels and inspire like family members and friends but yeah like then we, people started inviting us to stay with them while we were traveling from different parts of the world and I was like oh yeah and then it became it wasn't so private after that yeah 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 but the, I think what, what you guys were doing were, was is it something different you know it's mm. inspiring yeah. you know and yeah. I think yeah I, I think that because I, I like to think that because you guys have inspired me you know mm-hmm. your story cool. and I like to think that uh, there's hundreds of people out there that you have inspired that you don't even know mm. you know and yeah. and something like that is different like I understand the private stuff like family and that but mm. what you guys are doing like going to places around the world where no one sort of thinks about mm. yeah. and helping out the, the volunteering you guys are mm. doing even even your whole story about just leaving New Zealand just dropping everything selling everything up mm. and taking the kids out and just seeing the world because yeah. I like what you said in one of your videos how you said oh we're going to take the kids out of school to do the world <laughs> school <laughs> rather than you know yeah, yeah. and yeah, that is so true man yeah yeah because yeah. I mean that was the intention like so me and Amy, we always had it in the back of our, our heads that when the boys were 10, we were going to take them for like a, an overseas experience. And originally, I just wanted to travel from East Coast to West Coast of the United States. All right. And then it like that change, it grew from that idea mm. that we had and it just grew to what we ended up doing. Yeah. Yeah. So. The, 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 that's one of the things, you know, what, what he's mentioning is really important because the whole... Um, 
you know, you talk about dreams and having plans and, you know, we, we, you, you encourage people to have dreams. And um, we did have a dream 10 years ago when the boys were one. We are like, hey, let's go take the boys to a, you know, east to west coast, um, you know, road trip for three months. And we're mm-hmm. like, wow, that was like our grand overseas experience. You know, that, that was how big our small minds, I suppose, at the mm-hmm. time at the could time. think of, right? Because yeah. no, there was no internet back then. There was no kind of... Um, inspiration kind of thing that we could think of to even travel the world like that that mm. didn't even cross our mind yeah. and so that was the biggest kind of dream for us it was like the epic the ultimate yeah. kind of dream and then so 10 years later when the what nine years later when the boys were turning 10 it's, it was amazing how um, the synchronicities happened and you know with Nana passing away and myself like my, my health was also deteriorating I was kind of like getting stressed at work and stuff mm. and it kind of just worked out that we were needing a change yeah, and so time. when Nana passed away you yeah. know that was kind of like an opportunity oh, that yeah. kind of made us think yeah. so um blessing know, in disguise it was a yeah. blessing in disguise yeah so yeah. so it was because so my nan passed and obviously you know Polynesians big funerals everyone has a little spill you know and so I got up in front of the Tuvaluan church her congregation and I said some words about my nan but it was it was so sad because I couldn't speak my native tongue, or my, my nan, the lady that pretty much raised me. I couldn't say any words in her native tongue. And so that night after the family service, we went home, obviously, in bed, lying in bed. And I just told Amy that, you know, I'd wish I could speak. I, I, well, I was like, it was, I was so sad that I couldn't speak. And I said, man, I, I would have loved to be able to speak at my nana's funeral. And... He's like, I wish we could go to Tuvalu yeah, and yeah, learn, I can learn my culture and yeah. learn how to speak my language. And, and she turns I responded to me, with like, why don't we? Why don't we? Like, it was weird. It was yeah. spontaneous. Like, I didn't think I'd answer that. But I was yeah. like, why don't we? And then he was like, huh? What? I think he was yeah. like. Because at the, at the moment, I, my nana's passed away. We haven't, we haven't yet buried her. And she says, yeah, why don't we go to Tuvalu? And I was like. Oh, okay, let's bury my nana first and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, that, that's how the conversation started, at yeah. the, you know, to sort of make a change, to yeah. be like, oh, let's go. And then it evolved yeah. from not just Tuvalu, like the idea of, oh, let's just um, not just go to Tuvalu, but let's take the kids to, you know, Laos. where I'm from as well. Yeah. Mm. And then, it, then it, what, we had no plan. That was all our plan. Yeah, so Tuvalu and Laos, and we those were the two places that we were going to visit 100%. To yeah. sort of share like our cultural backgrounds with our kids, mm. and yeah, then from there just mm. evolved into volunteering and traveling to stuff. all these other countries. All the soul good stuff that we yeah. had. To yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at what point in that trip? Because obviously, initial trip was just to follow and announce. When did it start to think? You guys think maybe we should carry on go other places? Yeah. Well, I always um. Oh, so I'm a I'm a. Yeah. I, I love Barcelona. I, I see that in your videos, man. <laughs> yeah. and so, um, you even, like, even got the alternative strip. Um, strip. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> the yeah. yellow and red. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, so like when we decided to pack up and leave, you know, while we were saying our goodbyes to like work colleagues and family, like they were always, oh, where are you going to go? Oh, well, I know Tuvalu and Laos and Spain. I just want to go watch Barcelona play live. And so I thought in my head that this was going to happen. Oh, I just had this idea it was going to happen. Had no plan, no nothing, and it happened. But with the traveling, yeah, it just went from, we just went from one place to another to another. Mm. Then, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. No planning. I think, there was I, th- I think the fact that we had no plan definitely opened us up to mm. 
like as as the next month came, it was kind mm. of like, oh, what should we do now? And then, yeah. oh, let's keep going. And then, yeah, and oh, what, should, you know, and then so it, it was. We planned like maybe a month ahead, mm. and it was just like so. I I found out about volunteering. Um, oh, well, when we went to Tuvalu. We were on the small island of Nukalailai where there was only 80 people, the beautiful place that um, I still, you know, think of as the place that, you know, planted a seed in our soul. It was just a beautiful place, beautiful people. And we volunteered. That was our first volunteering. We went and actually taught um, English. <clears throat> and that was the that was uh, probably the first time that planted a seed in my in me thinking, hey, volunteering, this is mm. so cool. Like, mm. just giving our time and truly, like, and it was a real, it's, it's different to working for money. You know, when you're working for um, the purpose of truly wanting to help yeah. and you're not getting anything for it, it's such a different vibe. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was just, the it was reward, so good, you know. The and reward I'm, is different. You so know, good it's, vibe is what it's not, it's not a dollar figure. You know, usually when you give your time, it's always for a dollar figure. But when we're traveling and we were rich in time, not so much rich in dollar. Yeah, mm. And time is everything, right? So if you're rich in time, you can pretty much do whatever you want if mm. you decide to or choose to. And yeah. so that, that was it. We volunteered in Tuvalu and that planted a seed for Amy. So as we traveled, when we went to Laos, the first thing she looked up was volunteering. Not Options. A, yeah. Mm. And so she, yeah, we were volunteering in Laos and obviously teaching our kids about the Lao culture. But yeah, it was let's go find a, a local temple to see if there's like young novices that would like to learn English and see how we can help, you know, like see how we can help the community we that we're help. in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we can help them as well as they're helping us because we're learning about them. Mm. And that was a, that was the exchange was, you know, we really wanted to immerse and learn with them. Um, like in Fiji, I think that was another good oh, opportunity yes. when okay. we went in. Um, yeah. We donated books a, and stationery to a local school just, it was the resort we were staying. It was like half an hour down the road. We just asked the resort, "Is there like a local school?" And they say, "Jump on the bus. Thirty-five minutes that way is the local school." <laughs> but just donating our um, time, mm. like um, we went and stayed in a village for two weeks in mm. Fiji, and that was them giving us the experience yeah. of a village life. Like they took us farming, they took us fishing, mm. they took us all you know all the stuff that that they yeah. that they're just living every day. Mm. And to us, that was like such a cool, awesome experience. And then so we were, you know, so then for us, we like then teach them English while we're there and just give them like, um, you know, do some games and get the kids Mm -hmm. of the community together and just, you know, play some sports. And yeah, it was, it was, it was a real exchange. Yeah. And like introducing new things or new ways of thinking for, because, you know, when you go to a remote place like Tuvalu, like when we were there, especially in Nukulailai, like, they have they watch movies like i mean all over the world you see movies and the one of the shocking things that i found was they asked me hey man on the movie there's like people sleeping out on the street and for like young island kids that grow on an island to them it's what the it doesn't make sense they can't Mm -hmm. comprehend it and i say yeah there are people out there that are homeless and they're like what do you mean homeless it's like they don't have anywhere to go to like well, what about their family? Everyone has family because mm. obviously Polynesians, right? Everything is family. Mm. And you, you, try to, you try to explain to them like, nah, hardship is different in the Western world compared to this little community island that you live on. It's, mm. Life isn't like that. And yeah, you, you, you sort of try and educate them that life isn't fair because you have abundance of food, like perfect weather. You can't really complain when you're in a little island and the weather's perfect. But yeah, it was just educating them that they see us as Westerners coming in and they think we have the perfect lives, whereas these people in the villages, they're so rich in culture and mm. rich in life because 
they work together. Mm. Yeah. And it was like sharing that as well with them. And that's what we were getting out. It was like, fuck, man, everything's so community based in these little mm. in these little in these little hubs all over the place. Like when we went to all these different little villages, it just worked and it made sense, like the unity behind it. Mm. And so yeah, we went away with that, okay. We're gonna be we're gonna unite ourselves with every community we travel to. And so Amy just had this idea of let's go and if we're going to visit a place, let's go with a purpose and help the local community that we're in. So that's how the whole mm. volunteering came about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And and that conversation, that's a conversation I've had in the past before. Like, because I'm Samoan and when, when, I went, when I went to Samoa for a holiday and then I actually went over there to live and work there, like coming back, that had that same kind of experience, you know, like mm. the whole family, the village life and all mm. that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I've, I've been to Hawaii and I've seen the homeless over there. It's, it's really bad. Like yeah. people living on the on the streets, you know, mm. in, in, in tents, got got a whole street filled of people sleeping on the on, on the side, mm. which is really sad. But then, you know, I've, I've had conversations where you know, in the islands, mm. there's no such thing as homeless because everyone's got that's their land. Yeah, that, that's our land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have people. Yeah, they have people. You know, yeah. like that. That's probably why, and that's why you think they're confused about it. They. Yeah. And then, I think for me, if if I was in your shoes and I heard that story, I'll, I'll be like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I'll just come click. I'll just click. And yeah. Because like, yeah. I'm from New Zealand. Like, I yeah, was grew up in New Zealand. Zealand like, yeah. like, hearing that all our lives. Because, you know, sometimes I think as well when our parents, you know, they move from the islands to come to New Zealand for a better life. But I think, man, but the better life was back in the islands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you leave a tropical paradise? Like, yeah, yeah. It's come here. Yeah. And then, to a rat race. Yeah, to a Almost, rat race. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I like to think your whole trip is a whole. You, you guys can compare a rat race now to yeah. what you guys experience, yeah. and and know for yourself, and know for your children yeah. that man, nah, life is more than just yeah, nine you know, to five. Nine, nine to five. five. Yep. That rat race called a yep. thing, eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And when 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 I think about filling your cup, when you said Amy about going and going to experience life in other countries, mm. and you teaching the kids because you're a school teacher, are you? I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, no, I well, became she, a teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she studied. I became teaching English as a foreign mm. language, right? Mm. Yeah, knowing, yeah. so she prepped herself for the idea of going out there to serve. Yeah. So she went and did uh, what? What? What are those courses? English yeah. course. Yeah. English teaching course. English course. And mm. Yeah. Okay. Got certified, yeah. and then yep, cool. I can go teach English. Around <laughs> we can. The we can go yeah, teach yeah, our broken English <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's so cool, man. Because you're giving something to people that yeah. you know they've never experienced before. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. And teaching English is what well, one of the major things. Yes. That anyone can do for someone else. That doesn't absolutely in the Western world. Yeah, I think exactly. that, you know all the all these countries that don't have English as a first language. Far there's so much opportunity and mm-hmm. such a need out yeah. there that you know when when foreigners go to there go to them and you know they want you know they offer to teach English. Like mm. people are so grateful. Something so simple as that, you know, like we, we take it for granted that we can speak and speak English, but these people are like, oh my God, you know, I wish I could speak English. Because, right. yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, English is the universal language now, right? Mm. And so, and and that was the part that was conflicting with my nan's passing is because I had this idea that I don't need to speak to one. I, I grew up in New Zealand yeah. in Ranui. <laughs> Everyone around me, my whole community speaks English. And I, I truly believe that English was the universal language until that heartbreaking time when you realize, nah, man, your English is not your language. Your mother tongue is your language. And when I couldn't share that at my nana's funeral, that's when I realized I was like, okay, maybe I need to like 
reassess what I think mm. about the English language because <laughs> yeah but yeah I mean it's it's helped us as we've traveled mm. like you know you can travel the world with the English language so mm. yeah that's a blessing mm. yeah yeah, yeah it is you know yeah. and when I think about the things our school teachers are going through in New Zealand at the moment with all the strikes and mm. the low pay and all that yeah. and all that kind of stuff but but then when you hear about Amy talking about going teaching English overseas, like, and the way you guys did it, mm. like, th- to me, that'll be more appealing, like, what you can offer. Yeah. yeah. And the change you can make, you know, change when, you make. You're, exactly. when, when, you're, yeah. when you're there. I mean, not that the teachers here are not making awesome change, but no, nah, I think, um, I think it's just a different, um, a quieter kind of mm. vibe. Like, you know, here is, it, it's still that nine to five rat race, mm. right? When you're, when you're teaching sometimes too, you're also like, you can be really busy in this world but when you step away from your normality of life and then you go mm. do something different it it does make you a lot more present and it mm. makes you so much more um aware of of everything of of people of what's important of um yourself mm. you know yeah it's almost like a a thing people need to do eh? sometime in their life yeah to step definitely. out of the box and do something come back man you know go Get live outside on, your yeah, comfort zone yeah. live on yeah. the other side of town you know, like, I was so, <laughs> I'm so deeply rooted to Ranui that even, I mean, I lived in Henderson, but I'm still representing Ranui because, you know, that's that's all I know. And everywhere I went, you know, when people are, oh, where are you from? I said, I'm from Ranui. I haven't lived in Ranui since 1992, <laughs> but yeah. my family home is still there. My sister still lives on Ehrlich yeah. Drive. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so you just taking yourself out of Ranui. So like I grew up in Ranui and then I went to Henderson High School and the kids there were completely different. Mm. Like just in a a few suburbs away. Yeah, so that's a bit, you know, going to Bruce McLaren, growing up in Ranui, going to Bruce McLaren and majority of the kids were Caucasian and a few island boys. That was also different. Whereas in Ranui, majority were Maori and Polynesian and, you know, the uh, the minority were, were white. But yeah, so that was just moving to like somewhere like Bruce McLaren and Henderson High out of your norm of Ranui mm. is like a change at a young age. And so traveling around the world, man, it's even better. Just yeah. your brain just explodes, eh? Yeah. But, yeah. but move move away from home for a small amount of time. You'll be a better person for it. <laughs> yeah. This idea of traveling, traveling the world and uh, like the dream of it and the planning and like, you know, um, I think a lot of people ask us, so how did you guys do it all? Like, it's just, you know, like, how did you plan it? And it's, it's honestly, I think... Um, I believe in this whole, you know, that saying where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Like truly, it's served us so much. Like you, all you, you know, I think is just have the dream, have the will, and you mm. do find a way. Like it's, yeah, it, it's been yeah. true and tested and tried so many times. And mm. we're like, oh my gosh, all we need is a will. And um, yeah, that's a big thing I encourage. Yeah, well, well, when we were in the islands and they start talking about, you know, the canoes at the Polynesians, I was like, man, like, so... My people, originally, they, like, sailed across the ocean. It's easy for us. We just have to jump on a plane and just pilot, take me there. It's, yeah? So it's, it's real easy. Like, just the idea of just doing it is the thing people have to overcome. Mm. You procrastinate, what, right? Like, you mm. think, oh, but this and but that, and you think about your money, and you think about the, your, the things that you have, and you think about, you know, and all those things become obstacles. So mm. all you're doing is just creating obstacles for yourself. Mm. <laughs> Well, it's um, the same thing with Polynesians moving, like our parents, like grandparents moving from the islands right. to Australia or New Zealand. Mm. The same mentality, eh? Yep. Like, like, yeah, like, why well, would... See, they didn't stay. They obviously moved. 
to start a new life. Yeah. But it's that whole do do you actually want to start a new life somewhere? Yeah. Mm. And and so That's like it. yeah, with with the whole Polynesian thing, so I I think you know the whole privilege thing. Mm. I look at it as I had white privilege because I didn't sacrifice anything. I just grew up in New Zealand. My mum, my nan, my aunt, my uncle—they right. did all the hard work yeah. to get me here. All I have to do is play my part, yeah. and that's it. And so when you play your part, your brain sort of changes, and that's why you're able to have these amazing experiences when you know that the tools were already given to you from a young age because mm. they gave you the opportunity by coming to New Zealand. Mm. And yeah, and so that's how I—that's how I live my life now. Yeah. Like, man, I didn't do any hard work. At the beginning, my parents or my mom and my nan, they had to leave the small island with the idea of bettering my future or their kids' future, mm. right? So they, they left their comfort zone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. The same like Amy, like you want to share how your, your, your parents, her, her, her family journey here is far more extreme than me going from one tropical island to another tropical <laughs> island to a bigger island. <laughs> Oh, my one was just uh, uh, my my family came. So my grandfather was a in the army, and he was um, yeah that not like you know this is a time when the communist war was happening where Viet, like Viet, I think the communism was trying to take over, and my grandfather was um, in a place where he was like I don't want to go. I don't want to continue in the army and that sort of stuff. And he tried to get out, but he couldn't get out. And so because he tried to get out in his attempt. You know, he, he was defying the army's rules, I suppose. Um, they then wanted to um, execute, him. execute him and the family. And then that one night, uh, he had a friend that came to him and was like, "Hey, man, you better leave right now because you got your next. You're you're, you're going to be executed tonight." Um, oh, sorry. And um, that very night, he was like, "Oh shit, okay." So he packed up his stuff, packed everything, packed the family, packed. Well, I wasn't born yet. My mum, my mum was pregnant with my brother at the time. And um, they got a bamboo raft, um, chucked whatever they could on the bamboo raft. It was him, my dad, my mum, my grandma, and my uncle. And they jumped on a bamboo raft and paddled their way from Laos to Thailand across they, the they, Mekong River. They, didn't expect, they wow. got a bunch of bamboo. This is how it is. They got a bunch of bamboo, tied it together, put the grandma and the mum on top of the bamboo as a float. And then they swam beside it pushing it across the Mekong River yeah. from Laos to Thailand. Oh, wow. To, to seek refuge in this... Uh, it was, I, and I, they became homeless yeah. in Thailand for a while because obviously, you know, when you're in Thailand, you don't... You, it's a new place, right? And so you, it's not like, oh, someone's a refuge is opening their arms to, you know, to welcome you. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, uh, they were homeless in Thailand for... Um, Oh no, sorry. My mum was pregnant with me. My younger brother, my older brother, was 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 a baby, and so I was born in Thailand. You know, while they were homeless, and and um, yeah, it was it was a really really interesting time that they had. You know, being homeless. For eight, mm. I think they were homeless for about eight months before they then found refuge, um, and then became refugees in Thailand. And then we came over to New Zealand when I was three. So, um, yeah. Through sponsorship Through as sponsorship. refugees, yeah. Oh. So, like, so her, their journey to get here, when I talk about privilege, you know, they, their parents did all the hard work to mm. get them here. All we had to do is just live our best lives. Yeah. And that's, like I say, about my nan, my mum, my aunts and all that, you know, they did all the hard work. They had the two jobs mm. while I was growing up in the 90s. It wasn't me, so, yeah. Damn, that that is tough, eh? Like, the whole... So- yeah. Survival comes into it, but mm. the whole like, what if, mm. you know, what if the friend didn't come tell 
yeah. tell you guys, eh? Exactly. What if? There's so many what ifs, and it's almost like a thread in the needle yeah. that allows you to be here, sitting well, here today to talk about it. You know? yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. then that, that night, actually, while he was paddling through um, in the Mekong River, he looked back at the house, and the, 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 had, the, their house went up in flames. Yeah, oh, they, wow. they had and so the he house. was able to see mm. that. And I think it was for him, he was like, when he tells a story, it's really moving mm. because it was like, a, you know, he feels the emotion um, that come back to him all the time when he retells the story of just like that bittersweet feeling of far out like i survived and my family's here and i'm safe thank god but man look at what could have happened to me you know what if they didn't move any you know any earlier or if their friend didn't come yeah this is that's what would have happened they would have died yeah Yeah, so it's pretty cool yeah Yeah, Yeah. life's not fair so that's why you got to make the most of it with (laughs) the opportunity you're given right Mm -hmm. and so that's why i always try and remind our kids as well and i always have to remind myself i didn't do any hard work to get here, I just got the opportunity to live in New Zealand and have this beautiful life, and mm. I'll create this beautiful life I have, or Amy mm. and I that we've we've got. Make, it makes you think like other stories out there. Eh? Yeah, oh, yeah the struggles sure. people yeah. have. It'll like you, ne- you never even know. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah you know, like you never know. And what I mean when we travelled, I think we met so many different types of people mm. um, when we were volunteering in the in, in these villages that we went to in the homes, and I think that's. The stories of the people are what really impacted us most. Um, you know, we take away the stories and the lessons from these people. And I think those are the things that you can't, um, you know, you can't just sign up to a course to do and then mm. leave away feeling like, oh, my God, that was so life-changing. Mm. So that whole experience of getting to really, you know, hear their stories, get to know them. Oh, man. Because yeah, even s- sitting here and telling you about the millions of people we've come across in our journey, it's not it's not real enough until you're doing it yourself. Mm. Mm. Like it's real for us because we took we put ourselves out there to like ha- live in these like real out of it situations. Basic, yeah, basic lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, completely different. Like our kids, it was funny because we were like, "Oh, sweet, we're going traveling for how long, Dad? We're gonna stay in hotels here, Host- hotels? <laughs> nah, bro, I'm the mosquito nets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's just so enriching the experience we've had. Mm. It's life changing. Like now, I can't have a dull day because my life is so good. After seeing the world and seeing true hardship, because mm. we always talk about hardship and stuff, and hardship is different. But yeah, when you're traveling the world and you see, when you go from one hardship and one hardship and you see like the struggles that people really do, yeah, you start to really appreciate Aotearoa. Mm, yeah. Man, yeah, we live in a beautiful country. Our government is awesome, regardless of what the public say. Until you leave the motu and travel, you won't understand how lucky we have. Mm. Yeah. But travel in a way where you're actually living there. Yeah, where you're living. That's, yes. that's a Immersing. different experience to holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It is. It is. It wasn't yeah. a holiday. Like, we, a had holiday. To, we had to share that. This yeah. is a lifestyle. Yeah. This is a travel lifestyle that we were getting ourselves into. And um, so it wasn't about spending up large because um, I think mm. we had to change up that idea too you know because <laughs> and, and I think that's where people think too like you know when you travel you have to spend up large and that but it's like no well you know when you when mm. you live at home do you spend up large so you got to think you know it's, it's a lifestyle it's you got to live and um, when you're living and immersing in these countries with these people it's like well how are they surviving you surely you don't have to be the tourist and go to all the tourist restaurants and yeah. you know spend all your money at the at the at these expensive places and mm. you, you find out what are they doing let's do what they do and yeah. it's you know um yeah, when shop you, where they're shopping yeah. when you there's, so there's a difference though when you're traveling you can either travel as a tourist or travel as a traveler like an yeah. as explorer you know and so if you're exploring you're not going to 
the best looking building to take your photo, your Instagram photo, you're going into the little communities mm. and walking down the alleyways that, you know, people are selling stuff at the back of their house mm. or their homes, you know? So that's raw. The, love, yeah, it's raw. raw. You get the real experience. That's what traveling is about oh, yeah. for us. It's getting that real authentic flavor of what culture is. Mm-hmm. And we got it. And we were blessed because the idea of going to Tuvalu, it was a culture shock for me and my wife. But knowing that we had family there, it sort of, the transition was real easy because it was a comfort of, oh, this is family. This is completely different to back home out west. But, you know, it's, this is, we have, we have the luxury of having family. And so that sort of set us for the next next travel like oh man we can live and immerse ourselves in the locals it's it's easy humans are humans right all they need is food in their belly a place to sleep mm. and someone to talk to and you yeah. know so that mindset we took on as we traveled mm-hmm. so it was so easy for us to adjust that's the that's the strategy eh? think about it like what you said roof over your head food in your stomach mm. the s- simplest Simple. thing of surviving you yeah. know yeah. people getting killed up with all the consumerism yep. yes. you need the latest thing, yeah. thing you yeah. need the fastest car or the biggest house or you know all the devices or the <laughs> you know all that stuff yeah. they don't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> all the stuff that don't matter yeah exactly the the yeah. but so for some reason it doesn't matter to a lot of people you know mm. i think it's the because of the society that you live in right it's yeah a, it's a system yes. that we're sort of living in in the western world yeah yeah but, yeah. but when yeah. you step away from when you that, step away and it's, it might sound crazy but i'm living to die so this is what <laughs> living to die i'm living to die every same. day i'm living to die <laughs> Because we, know, I know one hundred percent, all of us are gonna die, mm. and if you know that, then you're just gonna live. What are you gonna do about it, then? Yeah, well, yeah. you can't, you can't, you you know what's gonna happen. So I just, what are you doing? I'm living to die, because mm. that's all we're doing, man. Because once we stop living, we're dead, and so yeah, if you if you look at it that way, then you 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 just enjoy life and all the surroundings. I know what you're saying, eh? Because mm. I'm four, I'm almost forty four, but there's. Guys that I grew up with that have passed away already. Mm. Mm. There's two guys that are real close to me that have uh, through sickness, oh. and um, just the, the revelation of man, I'm not 20 anymore, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Life is short, and yeah. when I think about them, my good friends who have passed, well, what did they do in their lives, you know? Yeah. And man, if they knew they were gonna go, yeah, what would they have done different? Yeah. Mm. Would they have quit their jobs and just go live, go live life? Yeah. And then I think about what if I was going tomorrow's not promised to anyone, right? Mm. What am I doing? Yeah. So all these things are happening yeah. in my head. Yeah. And I'm just trying to and that's why I'm happy you guys coming with your story because this is part of the whole mm. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Trying to figure out yeah. what to do in this life, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. The experiences it's, it's, and Absolutely. It's a it's a toss between trying to balance out ambition with with purpose almost like that that's what i really discovered in the journey because mm. when we made this decision to stop it, it felt like a you know in travel it felt like you know um how i explain it is like the universe slaps you in the face or god slaps you in the face and mm. he's like hey wake up from this <laughs> matrix that we're living in mm. and um so so all i was living for was i was because i was very ambitious i was like you know kb three houses by 30 four houses by 40 you know you're living to acquire assets material mm. wealth and then it came to a point where it was like you know like i said the universe slaps us in the face and reminds us like what really is important about life mm. And um, and that's why we were kind of we were so drawn to the idea of soul goodness. Like I think like that part of our life was probably not put at the forefront of what we do because in the everyday nine to five kind of you know normality of life, it 
you are just working to build up material assets, right? Like acquire stuff. acquire the in, in the physical world that we live in. That's all we're doing. We're just, oh, yep, I want this. Oh, yeah, mm. I want it there. I want this. You always want, want, want. Mm. And so, and you're always building, 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 which is not a bad thing, but it's trying to balance that out. Mm. So um, we, we were kind of like, okay, let's just stop with ambition. Let's just, you know, the whole trying to acquire all these material assets, like we were on our fourth house. How many houses do you need? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, okay, well, what, yeah, well, why? Well, why do we need all this stuff? It's crazy because that's all we were doing. We were thinking, okay, we brought one house. Sweet, let's buy another house. We got equity, let's buy another house. And people around and also, us don't have a home. I'm thinking, what? that's mad. Well, well, I think, you know, when I think about that, why we did that, yeah. Okay. We are very lucky. It was a goal that we set when we were like in 20. Uh, yeah. that I, I, I was like, you know, I want to have, have financial stability. And I think that's what everyone wants, right? Like financial stability for our kids, for ourselves. Uh, retire early so all, i had that we all want it for me that was a goal we don't that, like we don't like to admit it but that's what we're working mm. for right yeah right like mm. that, that i must admit there was a goal that we had because it was one of those things that you kind of grow up in society and think that that's what the norm is right mm. like you just want to um it's just want 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 and so i was like yep that's what we're going to work for and then um we yeah we, we worked to when we did that because obviously the intention the goal was set the plan was set um and that was all good and stuff you know i don't regret that at all but when a you know, when, when I say that moment when the universe hit me, um, slaps me in my face and it's like, well, why are you doing all this? Like, why are you acquiring all these assets? Why are you working so hard? Because, you know, at the same time, I think my health was deteriorating and I was trying mm. to brush that aside too. I like stress and stuff with work. And then, um, and, and then it kind of was like, oh, well, you know, I tried to justify myself going, well, you know, I'm building financial security for our future, for our kids. And, um, you know, it was, it was kind of those internal conversations you have with yourself, like, oh, well, you know, do you not believe that your kids are going to be able to build their wealth themselves, look after themselves kind of thing? And and because um, when is enough enough? You mm. know, when does what you have become enough? Mm. And um, it was such a, yeah, it was such a revelation for me. I think personally that it was kind of like, yeah, far out. Like, what? why are we such, um, why are we working to build such material wealth when there's so much more? other stuff that we, we, we should be building, the, 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 the soul goodness, the purpose, you know, finding mm. our purpose and really living to that. And, um, yeah, that, that was that was my thing, yeah, I think, uh, my biggest um, mm. learning insights during the journey yeah. for myself. Yeah. Because you are right, because there is a kind of a, a plan, because everyone else has done it, because you look and you see what people do. Yes. Go to school, university, graduate, get a good job, get a wife, buy a house. kids, buy a house. Be a grandparent, and yep. you know yeah. that's the pathway. That's, that's the life. That that's the life. blueprint of yeah. what you think. Yeah, life that's is. right. Mm. But it's it's like you said, the acquiring of assets, acquiring of stuff for your kids to have a better future, right? Mm. When does that stop? Yes, because you might get, you, you might not know. Yeah, it will never stop if you keep hitting that track, because you, yeah. you think you, could, you just want to give, 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 right? Yeah. But yeah, it was. It's time that you need to give. Not you can't. Like Amy, it was one thing she was saying, you know, I want to leave a legacy, this whole idea of legacy. Mm. And it took her a long time to understand what legacy was. Because for me, legacy is living, you know, being present. That's when I say when I'm living to die, it's because I'm living. I couldn't care less about anything else. Mm. I don't have what legacy. When you're buried, 20 minutes later, the people mm. at your funeral are talking about football the next, <laughs> the, for next week. Why are you worried about this idea of legacy? Mm. Legacy is when you're living. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Mm. Well, what do you want to be buried with? Like, 
$100,000 in your bank mm. account. You yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. we, well, we were, this idea, of course, like every good parent, my mum brought me here to give me the opportunity to be better, right? Mm. To have a bit, oh, well, to them, to have material things that they don't really ha- they they didn't have back in the islands mm. and so we sort of just the naturally idea was oh let's just get some houses leave something for our kids but if we're good parents we're going to teach them and educate them to do it themselves to do it themselves <laughs> why should we have to do this mm. we've mm. just given them the opportunity of life it's up to them to live their lives mm. yeah so that yeah. was the that was the driving force behind it really yeah. take our kids away the idea of I used to drop our kids off to school every morning to a complete stranger to spend six hours and educate them. To me, that was like nuts. And then Amy would pick them up after daycare. And I was thinking one night, we were like, why do we drop our kids off to a school for a complete stranger? We don't even have a connection with a teacher. But they're teaching them every day, like how many hours? Shouldn't we be doing that? Mm. And so again, the idea of, man, why don't we do it? Let's take our kids and teach them. Mm. And just, so that was it. Cause there, were, there has been a boost of homeschooling, mm. if, especially yes. since COVID. Yep. Yeah, like there's a lot of school. You know, schools couldn't have kids around, and then parents got fed up, and oh, now we'll just teach them home. Yeah, and then they're stuck to it. Yeah, now there's been a big. I'm thinking there's a lot more kids doing homeschooling than ever before. Like an uproar. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. 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 I mean, the more the more you can. I mean, mm. like, I always tell Amy, my kids didn't choose to be here. We chose. We decided to have our kids. The, our kids are just here because we decided. Mm. So we got to make the most of it, right? We, we, we planted them on this earth. We should spend all our time in educating them and what we think is right. Mm. And then by the time they're mature enough to make their own decisions in the world, then they're off on their own journey. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like, man, we got to take our kids away from society, from the brainwashing that we probably thought that was, <laughs> that's not good for them, man. We got to show them different cultures. There is no right or wrong. Mm. It's just different, that's and right. that's and that's what it is. Mm. Everyone's different. I'm different. You're different. Her different. She's different. Our opinions are different. We're husband and wife, but she's very different to me. Don't get me mm. wrong. But yeah, the opinions. Eh, our opinions are are so different, and we can come to an agreement or a disagreement. Mm. But that's just opinions, and that's that was our outlook on like the education system of like, we should take our kids and educate them ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because. That's, that's interesting what you're saying because I think what you're talking about is you're going against what's happening in society now in terms of like political correctness, PC mm. culture and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, yeah. like mm. th- there's been an explosion of it in the last few, maybe three, four, five years, you mm. know, and it just confuses everybody. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I can't even it keep up It makes you question. Like- Man, even the people asking all these questions or questioning it are yeah. confused. Yeah. Yeah. This so is that's the, part this, of the process. Though. Yeah, that's part of the process. But mm. they're confusing themselves with the idea, mm. I think. Yeah. It's the idea that they're confusing themselves with because it's so different. Like, I, like, to me, don't break anything that's not broken, yeah. but don't just come up with new things to break because mm. I think that's what's wrong with society now. And everyone's taking things too personal now mm. that it's an attack. Like, I'm not out there trying to offend anyone. If you're offended by what I say, it's on you. I'm just speaking what's true to me right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and some people can't accept the fact that their truth is not someone else's truth but the, uh, yeah like you said that that's coming from a place where we grew up in yeah like that, that's what society was before eh? right yeah like we never had these kind of issues nah. mm. these kind of things before when we were kids and yeah. we turned out fine yeah <laughs> now there's all these things introduced now mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's sort of like you guys want to go back to the 
Nah, we'll figure that out. Let's go back to the 90s, baby. <laughs> back to the basics. Back what to the basics. What we call back to the basics. Exactly. Mm. Food but, in your tummy, place to sleep, someone to talk to. Exactly. And I'm, I'm, always, I'm always on the standpoint of when it comes to PC and the world we live in today, mm. like when it comes to all that kind of stuff, I'm always like, you don't have to be like, you don't, wanna, you don't have to shout this all out. Like, all you gotta do is look after yourself because yep. if you can't look after yourself then you can't look after your family because yep. that's the second thing on your list look mm. after your family yep. you know and then after your family look after your friends yep. and then after your friends look after the community mm. yep. doing that priority not straight to the community really? no. and you haven't even done your family your, yourself yeah. and your friends and you're going straight to the, yeah. the politics yeah. and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff you know do the home first like like I mean Amy used to think I was quite selfish and a lot of people used to think I was quite selfish but now I just love myself to the point that I'm the most important person in this world because it's me, right? If you love yourself enough to understand who you are and put yourself above everyone else, above your nan, above your mum, above your wife, above your kids, this might sound crazy. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't put yourself first, then you're always going to be last because you're putting someone else in front of you. Mm. It's, it's that idea of, you know, if you can't look after yourself, how are you going to look you after, ain't gonna look after exactly. everyone else, right? So. Yeah. Um, what Bill's bringing up is that whole, and, and it can be, it can sound quite egotistic and selfish at first, mm. and that's what I thought of him. I was like, ah, oh, Harry, you're <laughs> this guy, putting, this your, guy? You know, putting yourself first, because I think we are, um, you know, society does bring up the idea of, you know, like be humble and just put other, you know, put others first before mm. you, kind of thing, right? That, that whole teaching mm. that you know, put others' needs before yourself. Mm. But actually, um, yeah, where's Bill? But Bill, you know, kind of came around and was like, you know, oh, nah, nah. Why would you put other people, other people's needs before you when you, if you're gonna look at, how are you gonna look after other people if you can't look after yourself? Yeah, that, that's and exactly that makes right. total sense because it really, it, you know, you know the whole mind. Can I say mind fuck? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it, it, it f's with your mind because it, it, at first you're like, bro, you're so selfish. Like, what do you mean you're going to put yourself first before mm. everyone else? Because um, for me, you know, as a mother, I was like, I put my kids first and then, you know, and then other things. But that mentality, and I think most, most mothers and parents probably do this, right? You put your kids first and then and, and then it becomes kids and then, and then maybe yourself and mm. then, or maybe kids and you, or your husband and yourself or whatever it might be. But you are not at the first. And that, um, yes, yeah, so, so, you know, Bill really shifted my yeah. <laughs> mindset and idea of the whole, no, you need to put yourself first, like um, in, in all aspects of life. You know, look after your health, look after your mental, you know, everything, right? Like you've got to serve yourself and then you can serve others. And it mm. was really, it, it's, it's quite empowering if you really do take that on and you're like, actually, you know, right, it doesn't mean that I don't love anyone any less it's just that yeah i'm loving myself enough to put me first mm. and and take time out for me and you know do the things i love and then that that then becomes an inspiration to your children yourself because then you want them to put themselves first as well you know it just becomes exactly. a ripple effect almost. Yeah. yeah because yeah you're putting your kids first by putting yourself first exactly. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah it doesn't sound yeah. right but it is it's yeah. right it makes sense. it's yeah. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's right. It's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because right. I've always, yeah, man, I'm, I'm number one before everyone in line, mm. because I got to look after me, and that's all. Like, yeah, people don't get it. Like, if people actually thought about it, stopped and said, "Hang on, who's the most <laughs> important person?" Um, yeah, me. Mm. It's me. Me, 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 me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so important. You got to put yourself first. Because I reckon if every single person in this world had that attitude, mm. then you wouldn't have 
it's worrying about anything because everybody will be looked after. Yeah, yeah. You know? Everybody's yeah. families will be looked after. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's the whole that, that's the whole there's concept. idea around it, right? Yeah, it's a concept. Con- yeah, concept it, yeah. of it. Hey, look after yourself first before. It's not about just looking after yourself. It's about looking after yourself first so you can. So you know, because so if you're you good, then others. everyone around you mm. is good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's all happy. Everyone's yeah, happy. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. happy. Exactly. Everyone's yeah. happy. It's like they're saying a happy wife, happy life. If, as long as you are happy. Yeah, I was actually. Right? Uh, yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as you are happy. If, first, as long as I'm happy, yeah. mate, she's all good. <laughs> yes, all right. Oh, yeah. We know a lot yeah. of people who are like happy, happy wife, happy life, but mm. they're not happy. Like, yeah, truly, yeah, you know? Truly. Like, mm. Yeah, just giving, just giving, giving. Give, give, give. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, yeah, you got to look after yourself. Eh? Like, and I learned this at a really young age the whole taking me first. Mm. So, like, all Polynesian kids. In the 90s, grew up overhiding or getting whacked, right? <laughs> and so our rule in our home was come home at five. Mm. If you're not home at five, you're getting a smack. And it was my nana that was doing all the discipline. <laughs> so at five o'clock, my siblings, my sisters, will be going home from the park, Starling Park. Yeah. They're like, hurry up, Bill. You know what's coming, five o'clock. <laughs> and I'll be like, nah, nah, I'm going to say, you're going to get a hiding. Nah. So every day, this was the thing. And so I'd come home. My nan would ask me, what time is it? Oh, yeah, I'm like, hey, go get the... Go get the salu. Uh, yeah, okay. And then whack, 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 you know? And then that'll be done. And But to me, I was thinking, if I come home after like five minutes past five or six o'clock, the hiding is going to be the same. <laughs> I'm willing to stay on the playground for an extra, uh, extra hour and to still get the hiding. To be happy, to be me. Yeah. Like <laughs> the idea of why do I have to go home at five when I'm happy? Mm. And then, to, and then in my head, I was like, my sisters were like, come on, man, you know you're going to get a hiding. Man, I'd rather spend another hour and just get a hiding yeah. because the hiding's, the pain's going to go. And my nana will always say, I'm doing this because I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the hands, whack, whack. And, and yeah, so this, I, from a young age, I realized, man, man I just got to do stuff to make me happy regardless mm. of mm. the outcome. Like I, I knew I was going to get a hiding, but I'm, after the hiding... My nan's going to go tell me to go have a shower and come and eat dinner. Mm. Was, that wasn't going to change, but I just wanted that extra hour, that extra 30 minutes of yeah. playing at Starling Park. <laughs> he was serving his needs. So yeah. I was serving my needs. And so that's all I've done mm. throughout my life is just serve my needs. What do I need? Oh, I just mm. need to do this to keep me happy. Mm. It does sound, it sounds crazy. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Like, and, what, you're not thinking yeah. of other people? Like, you, you wonder if um, like, that kind of attitude... People will either go one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a bad person. Yeah, you can be a bad person or a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> use it. Use that powerful yeah. good or evil. Yeah, way, yeah. That kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Like when I'm saying, like, <coughs> love yourself. Like, do things that make you happy. Because if you're happy and you're doing things that you're, you know, for yourself that makes you happy, you're a happy person. Happy mm. people equal good people, right? Because that's what it is. Like, if you look after yourself and you're there just purposely to make yourself happy, then that's. There's no burden on anyone because you're looking after yourself, mm. and then that and in a will relationship translate. Likewise, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it, like, well, I don't need him to make me happy. I'm doing things to make me happy, mm. and therefore, you know, you, so then you don't become dependent on each other yeah. to make each other happy, but you're you're supplementing yeah. it by sharing the happiness together mm. and, and your joys and you know all, all that stuff that comes with a relationship, right? But if you look after yourself, if both people in a relationship are looking after themselves first. Then the, the, and, and you're truly happy, then far. You, the, the circle you live in. You're going to be happy, right? You're just happy you're people. Just gonna, yeah, if I'm happy, happy on my own and she's happy on, our, on her own, and when we come together, yeah. that yeah. force 
happiness gets, gets <laughs> stronger. You know? Yeah. Like when you know, like Captain Planet. Well, that yeah. was our powers yeah, combined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just it, 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 it makes sense. If you're happy in your skin and whatever you do, and then you meet someone and that's practicing keeping themselves your happy. Mm. When you're together, man, life is happy. Mm. And to travel, like I don't know, my people always tell me, man, how were you able to travel with your kids and your wife for two years, just seeing them every day, every day? Because we're happy people. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want? Like, because a mm. lot of people, like a lot of my mates, going to work is like an escape from home. Mm. Almost, you know, the whole having kids and the wife and stuff. Some of my f- friends think that, man, mental mental health for them is going to work. Like yeah. they say, how do, how like are you? The last to... thing I want to do is get stuck in a <coughs> yeah. I'm like with the family. Yes. Yeah. So do the mind. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I always, I we always discuss. You know, we chose to have kids, not the kids chose us. Mm-hmm. We chose. So we, our choosing should be to be together and stay happy, and that's it. It's mm. simple, man. Don't we don't have to complicate it. Mm. We loved each other. We made kids, created beautiful gifts. And so that's a, it's just a circle of compassion and love. Mm. And, and I don't want to say it's like that 24-7 because it's obviously like a family, you know, you're going to have we're your... We're humans, man, we're humans. You've got to have your <laughs> yeah. different opinions and yeah. all that sort of stuff, right? So, you know, I just want to I just want to add to that, that, you know, although we, you know, we travelled with each other three years, 24-7, it wasn't mm. like daisies and rosies mm. every single day. Mm. But that was the beautiful, the beautiful thing about it because it was the challenges that you then overcome mm-hmm. about yourself because, you know, when you do have conflict... You come to realize, like, hang on, why am I feeling like this is an issue? Yeah. And then, and, and then you reflect on yourself, and mm. you're like, actually, you know, and then you, there, there, there's so much re- realizations come out of it about, you know, whether you're trying to control another person, or you think that someone else should be doing something for whatever reason. But mm. then it's like, you know, so it's about really coming out and sharing mm. and being mm. open and honest communication with each, each other to the point that we were kind of like, mm. now we just. It's not taking it personally when the other person is yeah. sharing their opinions, yeah. and yeah, so now we can just tell each other anything and all that. Anything. Oh, true. I think that journey you guys had, talking about that subject, mm. it's different because you guys are outside the box, yep. living in different environments all the time. Mm. Yeah. So your challenges you speak of, you're doing the challenges together. Yes. And because you're in a different environment, a different country, yep. you just have you have to in yeah. a survival it's kinda yeah. like survival styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no comfort zone. You're forced, to, like, yeah, you're yeah. forced yeah. to do it. And like, you can't to... and it's not like you can like have a comfort zone, like go yeah. back home. Yeah. You can't. You gotta make do. Make do where you're at. But mm. you won't make do unless you do it in, you gotta sort as a team. Out. Yeah, you yeah. As a family. Team, you gotta you know? sort out your, yeah. your shit you know? together and yeah, everything. When when you hear stories about people saying, Oh man, how can you do that? You see your wife all the time, like twenty four hours, I go to work and you know. Yeah, that is the rat race. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. the rat race. That's what happens in the rat race. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know why? Because <laughs> you come home all busy, yeah. got the kids, you're frustrated, mm. stressed. Yeah. It's all that rat race stuff. Yeah. That's that's the that's a factor in mm. the unhappiness. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then, yeah. Yeah, then mm. you don't get that time and space to really talk about what the issues are, right? Because then mm. you just... Gotta get dinner made. Just gotta get dinner made. Get dinner made. Get, you know, <laughs> routines. Made. Get the yeah. kids to school. Get the homework done. Get go to bed. Schools like a babysitter because yeah. you don't have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the issues. Busy work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the issues, right. like the issues, never get uncovered and never get talked yeah, about. And then so that's why there's, mm. I think, yeah. um, we're, we're, we're very lucky because because we've been together since we were sixteen. So we're we're yeah. Our relationship is is lucky because we've grown together, right? So. That's one thing. So we've had always been able to communicate with each other because 
you know, from teenagers you grow up and you learn but, to communicate. But when but going on this travel, you truly learn about communication because mm. you have no other person <laughs> yeah. but your but your lovely wife. And you right? can't just you know go. I'm gonna go sleep in another room because you don't have any other rooms. You sleep oh yeah, in. go go to you the know, bus stop. Some places <laughs> will be like yeah, we're, 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 some places we're all we're, we're all sleeping in one room, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like most places we're sleeping in one room <laughs> <laughs> under one mosquito net. <laughs> Deal with your shit together, <laughs> and you gotta, yeah. Otherwise, it just yeah. it just becomes um, and, and yeah, we, unhealthy. Yeah, it's unhealthy, and like you just have to understand that the person isn't trying to hurt you. Mm. That's all you, you know. People take people take things too serious. <laughs> like even while we were traveling, like because I'm pretty laid back, a bit too laid back. <laughs> I've got that Polynesian under the coconut <laughs> laid back. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, that having that could be sort of like annoying to a point when you're traveling because it's like okay well we don't have a place to go to after this do you want to help me no nah, bro it'll be sweet just book the tickets and we'll just we'll sleep at the airport and then we'll figure it out yeah and and so like my outlook when we were traveling was that i had zero expectation of the places we went because i was thinking man if we need to sleep we'll just sleep anyway mm. But as a mum, she's like, sleep anywhere with kids. I was like, yeah, we'll sleep at the airport. I was like, for one night? How many nights you want to sleep at the airport? One night, we'll sort it out. But yeah, it was, but that was the whole learning mm. together, right? Like just going and like knowing that we had each other mm. and everything will be fine. Mm. And it didn't matter the situation we were in, we were going to be fine because we were together. We were, you know, we were mm. solid. Yeah, <laughs> solid. Yeah. That, that, is, that is really mm. good, the, mm. uh, what you just said. Because when I think about my life, where I'm going, my journey and that, sometimes you do have to, like, things will be okay, you know. Because if, if, if you have a partner and you've got kids, like, and there's thing, factors around you, environment, work, um, it might be church, it might be mm. outside family stuff, or just dramas. Mm. Like, and then we, sometimes people get so stressed they don't realize the family, your family. Yeah. That's, that's your life support. That's it. That's that's the your partner. That's the one where if if there's shit happening, sometimes you gotta cut it out and just be with your partner because yeah. everything's gonna be working itself out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think because of the rat race, talk about rat race again, <laughs> people um miss that. Yeah. They miss it. Yeah. They they miss that um sort of that safety net. Yeah, that disconnect be- of that. Yeah. yeah. Because they're still f- they're st- still focused on the rat race will get them. Mm. If you want, if you beat the rat race, you're gonna get far in life. Yeah, yeah. But that's mm. that might not be the case, you know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys proved that. Yeah. Like, you know, when I think about um, Balangis, how they have this culture of having doing going their own OE, yep. their overseas mm. experience, it's like a Kiwi thing, eh? Yep. Like Polynesians, we don't have that. Yeah. We don't have their culture. Go to your cousin over in <laughs> South Auckland for the school holidays. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh the best one, my nana, right? Oh nana, can we? I will never forget this because it was it was on. I was like, Nana, the school holidays, can we go to Rainbow Zen? You know what my nana said? Yeah, you can go Rainbow Zen in the room. <laughs> I was like, Hey, Rainbow Zen in the room. Oh that's the classic. That's the classic. <laughs> Yeah, you want to go swimming, go swim in the room. <laughs> want to go downtown? Yeah, go downtown in the room. <laughs> Dad, can we go to the movies? I'm doing some videotapes in the, yeah. tape the program last week. Yeah. Go watch that. <laughs> but yeah, now, yeah, it's like, you know that it's, it's so true. Like the whole culture, like 
our families don't really want us to like explore and expand. Mm. We want to mm. keep them safe. Keep them safe. Keep them mm. together. That's not how people grow, mm. right? And as Polynesians, I, I know this. I see it. Like you're so family orientated to a point where it's a burden. And so, like the like the whole OE thing, that's so important because, man, that's when you are yourself discovering yourself as mm. a young adult. It's very important because mm. I know this with Polynesians is mm. you just follow the steps that like your nana or your mum say. Oh, yeah, do this for the family, come to church, and that's it. That's the circle. Mm. And then you go to work, provide for your family, come back to the family, and continue the circle. There's mm. nothing. I mean, I know family's everything, but that's not everything. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. yeah, and that and we weren't as Polynesians. I don't think we will ever. Well, I don't want to say this, but unless we're willing to expand our community and ideas and, and the ideas, because Balangi, their culture, if we take the good from it, like am- amazing how much growth and the same. Like my my mate Rog, he was saying the the problem with white culture, and he's only and he's speaking from like the point of a death. They're all the families are like, hurry up, let's just get them buried. Mm. There's no mourning, there's no family support yeah. in Balangi culture. Whereas yeah. in island culture, you mourn together. You know, mm. you have that support system. He was saying that's one thing that um, that Balangis could take from Polynesians because he was saying, man, you like you took a whole week off when someone dies because yeah. yeah, man, because it's family, man. That's like yeah. my uncle and my aunt. You know, we have to support each other. And he was like, man, I wish I had that sort of support mm. when my nan died. I was like, really? Because, yeah, man, we just, like, buried her, had tea, and mm. that was it. Everyone just go back living their own lives. Mm. So and then it becomes traumatic. It becomes and, something and that they didn't grieve. They, they don't grieve. Yeah. Grieve, yeah. You know, yeah. Whereas, uh, as a, like, culturally, we grieve together as a family. Mm. But then we do everything so much as a family that we don't split mm. and go on our own endeavors and, like, search for things that are, like, sole purpose. And that's why our brethren leave in law is only, like, one day or two days, five days or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Even yeah. so, like, the Balinese know this, like, when it comes to funerals for them, it's the immediate family. Mm. But for mm. us, it's like, no, extended. Community. Uncles, aunties, yep. cousins, first cousins, you know? Cousins. We need a week for all of them. <laughs> first, first cousins, pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, no but work. but mm. it's, it's, I heard you said before, like, we take a little bit of their culture with us. And mm. the OE one is a good one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That overseas experience. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I was talking to another friend of mine last week and he's all into the whole Polynesian empowerment thing yep. and trying to fight the white power and you know <laughs> we have to bring ourselves up and you know that kind of stuff but which I agree with but he's like he he, he told me something that he said something like um, you know with, with colonization like the Balangis came to this country took what they wanted out of the indigenous culture here yep. and just forgot about the ones they didn't want yep but some of these cultures, some some of these things, would be would solve a lot of problems in the Western mm-hmm. world. Yep. <laughs> but because they didn't recognize it, it mm. they said, "No, we don't want to do that." We don't. Want, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the yeah. same. It's the same with us, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing the Balangi culture, right? We don't want to take any of that because we think we're losing our identity as Polynesians. Mm. No, man, we're just enhancing it in this modern day. Yeah. Right. This day and age, we got to live for this day and age, mm. not. But that has to be reciprocal. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't yeah. care about what we no, have they, to offer. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they, <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They only like the big athletes that we yeah. have to offer. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but if but if we can if we can embrace someone's culture to improve our culture, then mm. and if like so, this is what I this is how I look at it. 
if if you're willing to speak to me and I'm willing to speak to you, it's up to you to take my words and it's up to me to take your words, right? Mm. You might be able to educate me in an hour and I might not be ed- able to educate you in an hour, but at least I'm going away with knowledge. Right. Right? And mm. so if, if knowledge is power and you can take knowledge from one culture and adapt it to your own to, to uplift you, mm. then why not? You don't, like the, the idea of someone else is, uh, adapting your culture because it should go two ways mm. no because not everyone is the same and that's the whole thing like that's how i look at it if you can take someone's culture to enrich your culture then do it and if they're not willing to take your culture then it's a loss for them or a miss but as long as you can take some knowledge out of it to uplift your people then i think that's the mentality we should have not the not the idea that oh they don't want to take any of our culture mm. you know because that doesn't serve us it doesn't serve like if someone's not willing to take it's your words they don't have to take your words. Don't mm. be offended by the idea that mm. they're not willing to accept your culture. Mm. Yeah, this is the, the I, this is how I look at it. Mm. Yeah, because otherwise it's just back and forth, back and forth. Because yeah. you know, living in in Auckland, like this is a melting pot for Polynesia, right? Mm. There's so many cultures here. Yep. Indian culture, Asian culture, you know, mm. Pacific Island, European, yep. and how how does it all gel? You know mm. how what what does the word Kiwi look like in a few years now? Yeah. Are we are we all going to be pure kiwis in a sense where all our cultures are going to merge into one, into one. Yeah. what is that going to look like mm. you know what i mean mm. yeah. like i feel like now yeah. still separated yeah because you've got different ethnicities living in different yeah. parts of auckland mm. like yeah. you know north shore you know who lives there south auckland yeah. we know majority yeah. lives there yeah. east north yeah. south you know or west i think we don't think of west auckland it's a mixture it's a good mix there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a good and I think and I think all places have We gotta got, celebrate have, that yeah. diversity. Yeah, we gotta yeah. that's that's what it is. Like Auckland mm. is heading that way. It's diverse, right? There mm. is no like I always tell people when we were travelling, like when they were saying, Man, you're not afraid of going you th- feel like you have the right to travel. I was like, Man, remove all the water on earth, you have one landmass. And we're all connected. Mm. Right? So I just that's how I looked at it. While I was travelling I'm a citizen of Earth, hmm. right? I have the right to be in every because if if there was a massive drought and there was no more water in the ocean, it's it's still just one Earth, right? Hmm. One land, and that's how I looked at, it. and that's how I adapted this mentality of mine of what culture is. Hmm. Culture, like our culture, is our home. That's where our culture starts. Not the people that have raised me; they're a part of that, and not the color of my skin. Not the music I listen to. It's just what I've created for myself. That's mm. my culture. I'm, I'm, of course, I'm Polynesian, but that's, I mean, you can see I'm Polynesian. Mm. I don't need to express it. I am Polynesian. How I live my life in society is how I live my life in society and how I grow with society and the surroundings. It's just, it's, we have to grow with society. We, we can't change it. You have to embrace it. You take the good and the bad, don't be offended by it, but that's just the way it is, mm. right? Like all of us now, like like my kids, they don't speak to Walloon, they don't speak Glass, they speak English because they're Kiwis, like you were saying, melting pot, right? We're Polynesian, or we're Polyasians because my wife's Asian and I'm Polynesian and my kids are Kiwi, right? That's the that's the sort of environment. They know they're Tuvaluan and Laos because we took them out to show them what their culture was. But yeah, again, again living in New Zealand, they're Kiwis, they might be sort of confused of what culture is for them as a Laosian or a Tuvaluan, mm. but it's up to us to really. Is that you, babe? No. Is that me? Sorry, sorry, brother. <laughs> but it's up. It's up to me and my wife to like educate them on culture, right? Yeah. And 
there's like my my son Ronaldo, his like friends are Indian, Samoan, Balangi, Maldives. So they're all unified. They might not have like a cultural identity because it's young Kiwis. But I mean, as long as they're in a culture, in an environment, right? An environment that makes them good people and happy. Mm. That's all I want. I couldn't, I couldn't care less now about them speaking to Walun. Like now, even though after I've traveled, mm. because I'm just thinking of the, of the culture and society they're growing up with. They and, know and what they experience and what they experience around right? the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for me, for me, more than anything, is the culture of mankind. Yeah, yeah. that's well, it. The oneness of the it. The oneness of it. I think I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> There's a book I read um, last year called Sapiens. Have you heard of it? Oh yes. I, I don't. Have, have I read? can't read. She can. I don't. Read. <laughs> oh, get the audio book then. <laughs> <Just> listen to <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, 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 read. Right, yeah. But it talks about. Um, it's a. You've read it, eh? I haven't read it. I've heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a, along the lines of what you'd say, because mm. he's a he's a historian and he talks about the human race from the beginning. It's, it's a scientific version of it from the beginning to now. Yeah. But he, he comes from a perspective. He likes he talks about the human history like he's an alien looking in space, looking down on Earth and seeing what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. And seeing, mm. man, how stupid are we to do this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. These people are dumb. Like, why are they yeah. doing this? And he looks at it that kind of perspective. But He's not religious, he's an atheist guy. Oh, yeah. But he talks in the end, it sort of talks about he talks about the human the human the human side of the whole thing. Yeah. Like forget about culture, mm. forget about flags. Yes. Flags mm. are just the material, forget about culture. Just understand why it happens. Mm. Just understand why culture exists because how people have migrated around yes. the world and separated and why the Europeans came up first because they and there's more of them and mm. technology made them the superior yep. kind of people and allowed them to go around the world and 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 sort of like um uh colonize everywhere mm. you know because only because their technology was far more superior, superior than anyone yeah. else yep. mm. you know because everyone else was um like on their own yeah yeah like the aborigines isolated. in australia isolated yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we just dealt with what we dealt yeah almost like we, what you were saying yeah like the whole um everyone's just so used like if you think back then right like everyone's just doing culture everyone's just doing themselves and mm. the white people even nowadays are, are the travelers like the the, mm. the ones that go on the oe and then they actually expand from doing that and they actually gain more knowledge than say the people who are stuck in their cultural ways and their you know the, the the ways that they're used to so from that you know you you take that on as a, actually you know maybe expansion is probably how we we actually going to we should be or, should be evolving here mm. evolution man Ev evolution yeah. is mm. like explorers were the reason why there was evolution mm. because they were the ones willing to travel and seek beyond yeah. what in their community is and that's what i mean by the the whole idea of community yeah community is and and culture like i said i'm gonna say it again it's your family right that's mm. the culture you that's that's like that is culture whatever you create with your wife mm. and your kids that's the culture that's where it's cemented mm. the ideas and then from there they go they branch out to the community right? right and then they and then they absorb whatever they choose to absorb but the community is the home for me i mean the the culture is the home mm -hmm. for me now as a kiwi like when i go back to i didn't do any hard work to get here i just had to live here and explore mm. and take in what i wanted and i was just a young polynesian kid in ranui just exploring <laughs> and then i met my beautiful wife at high school and we both continued to explore because, again, her, her parents were explorers. They would swim across the river and now ended up here and were still exploring. And that's 
my idea of culture is the home, create the culture, and then adapt yourself or form yourself into the community and how you fit and relate because that's the beauty about humans. We can adapt to anything mm. or any situation that we're willing to adapt to and put yourself. Would you call that like a subculture? Yeah, or yeah. the culture you create yeah, at, yeah, as a home? As a home. Because, I mean, like, home is the most important place, right? Mm. And whatever culture you build in your home is the culture you're going to grow up with and you're going to choose. So I choose I choose to raise my kids open-minded to to mm. all things, right? There's no right or wrong. Things are just different. And that's what I choose to believe. And I think it's, I think if most people look at it like that, you'll be more accepting of everything and, and anyone. And your opinions, you'll realize that your opinions don't really matter. It only matters to you, no one else. Mm. And so just, just be able to accept everyone. That's the, yeah, because this whole, because my sister always talks, because my sister's a school teacher <laughs> in Ranui, and she's always talking about building up young Polynesian Māori kids in Ranui. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's so true. But we get to a certain point, like, you can't feed the baby with a spoon their whole life. They have to explore, mm. right? Stop looking at it that, because I, I always say I have white privilege because I didn't do any work. I just had to live here. And then I chose the situation I wanted to mm. put myself into, right? And that has nothing to do with being Polynesian. That's just me being Pacific, oh, being a kid in Ranui growing up in my society. And then, oh, my family are picking fruit here, but these dudes aren't picking fruit. Oh, I'm going to leave the fruit. And I'm, I'm not going to pick fruit when I'm an adult. Because as a kid, you just think that's culture because it's embedded in you. Oh, we come here and we just pick fruit and we clean toilets. But I don't want to do that. I want to do what everyone else is doing over there. So mm. you just change your mm. mindset and go over there. Mm. Remove the culture of the idea that you have to pick fruit. I have, like, I mean, I know people that grew up in the 90s with me. After high school, they were still picking fruit, what their mum and dads were doing. And they were doing the sacrifice to give us the opportunity. That's the culture. If you don't take, change the culture at home, it's going to just repeat itself. Mm. And that's what I mean by the culture at home. Telling your kids there's more than just picking fruit, cleaning toilets and stuff. And I'm not saying that's because that's how I got here. My mum picked fruit, cleaned toilets and gave me the opportunity. But that whole cultural thing, mm. yeah, it starts at the home and you have to branch out. Leave the, your community, otherwise you won't grow. You know, when I think about what you're saying, like when I think about what's going on with, um, with diversity in society and how, especially um, Pacific Islanders in Auckland, and how they're misrepresented, but they're trying to represent them now yep. in TV, film, and film yeah, yeah. with schools, and there's funding and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, I'm thinking the way you see it, we don't need it because it's not. No, it's, you, it's something that. Yeah, see, I'm Samoan. Mm. I'm proud of being Samoan, but because yep. uh, it's hard to explain, but. <laughs> I grew up a fair skin, so yep. I wasn't recognized yeah. as being yeah. Samoan yeah, yeah, yeah. at school, yeah. you know? And I went to Samoan church. My parents didn't speak to us in Samoan. Mm. They speak to us in English. Yeah. They only spoke to each other in Samoan. Yeah, yeah. Because from my parents' point of view, we're growing up in New Zealand, we need to go to school and yep. be the whole um, Western world yeah, yeah. kind of way. Adapt so, to your society, Yeah, adapt right? to society, and that's yeah. their thing. Yeah. Now I feel with what's going on in society, with the empowerment of Pacific Islanders and mm. living in Auckland, that's the wrong way of doing it. Yeah. They want us to 
embrace our culture in a way where it needs to be showcased mm. to allow. But then, okay, but I, I was never. It's not. I am. I am part of it, but yeah. I feel like I'm not. Mm. So I can. There's, there's more to you than just being someone. You know, yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. what it is. And I, I, someone I, is just a part of you. Mm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it is. And I feel like I don't need to be included in no. all the the stuff they're trying to push. No. Like mm. the diversity kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel like I can do things on my own. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's and, why you got to look after yourself, man. And so and so when I think about okay, say I got this podcast right, and I yeah. need and and I need to do some funding, right? Mm. So I go to the Pacific Island funding thing, and they mm-hmm. give me some money to do this because I'm a Pacific Islander. Yeah. That's the only reason why I get the funding. Yes. But if I'm not talking about Pacific Island stuff, they're not going to give me any funding. funding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am Pacific Islander. Yeah. So what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. You yes. know, it's a system. <laughs> You're falling into a system. And this that is in place, and, and this is what I mean by um, bro, I'm Polynesian. You're Polynesian. <laughs> we know we're Polynesian. Mm. We don't need to. Who who like who are we promoting, mm. but ourselves, as Polynesians? We don't need like me. I'm not a, you know, this whole grant thing because I'm Polynesian. You can do this. Nah, man. I'm, I can work and earn my own. I mean, don't get me wrong. Grants are good, but I don't think it's like, it's it's sort of like a, a polluted mindset, in a way, to use culture to get further. Mm. Wow. Because mm. uh, I I truly do. Because I'm so diverse in my thought. Mm. Man, I'm Polynesian, yeah, but that's who I am. What I am in society is who I choose to be. When I walk yes. in through the door, yes. I'm Polynesian when you look at me. Yes. I'm Polynesian. I don't, I, there's no hiding that. Yes, that's a good way of explaining it. Hey, it's, it's tricky because it's kind of hard too because I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, what am I doing in this this Pacific Island space yeah. and living in Auckland? Am I just... Because like I said before, in 10 years, 50 years from now, mm. we're going to be Kiwis, right? Yeah. Our kids... What what is that gonna look like? Yeah. Mm. Is the whole diversity thing gonna still happen when, when when, the Pacifica, that's yeah. the word they invented yeah. yep. for, mm. for New Zealand born islanders. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be far removed in fifty years time from the actual islands. Yeah, mm. the Samoans and Samoa, the Tongans and Tonga, the the Tuvalans and Tuvalu, yeah. will be different to what? us in yeah. our, our next generation. Yeah, yeah. So so what's the answer then? Mm. What is the answer, right? It's going back to the, the, the basics. We're all humans. And, all, and, and, and exactly. Not, not to attach exactly. ourselves to yeah. an identity. Yeah. Exactly. I think we can get really lost with attaching, yeah. trying yeah. to think that we're uh, you know, attaching ourselves to a specific identity. When, when if, yeah, again, if you just go back to the basics of we're all human, like we're every single human. one of us, and actually what does that me as a human want to do in this life? What do I, what, what, what yeah, what does living in this world mean to me? Right. It, yeah, you're right, and it's what system we choose to live in. Mm. Yep, like the Western world system, yeah. and what we want to do with it, mm. adapt to it, or yeah. go with the flow with that. Yeah. Or what is the first actually trying to do? Change it? Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. what is it actually trying to do? Like, yeah, I I I, I get the misrepresentation, but what's mm. the end goal? Yeah. Really, to actually actually use the system, like be part mm. of the system? Yeah, because is it. Are they saying that the system's not making us a part of it? Is that what they're saying? We're trying to be part of the system? Yeah. Or we're trying to change the system? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, to me that doesn't make, like, I'm, and I only speak for myself, no one else. Mm. and Or, like, you know, just my surroundings. But, like, yeah, I've never, ever gone promoting saying I'm Polynesian until our, when we were traveling here. Because that was the only way to, for people to identify me. Oh, so where are you from? I'm from Tuvalu, a small island. That's when I started actually. But when I'm in New Zealand, I'm just a Kiwi. Mm. I'm a Kiwi kid. 
yeah, I'm Tuvaluan, but I mean, I don't go to a Tuvaluan church. Majority of my friends are Palangi, Samoan, Tongan. Like, if I was to think about it, the only time I spend time with Tuvaluans is when there's a birthday party or a funeral. <laughs> So you're you're comfortable in your identity, man. Because I, know? yeah, we should mm. all be comfortable mm. in our identity. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter. And, nah. and, and I feel like people are offended with Both, what, what, yeah. they, what people yeah. identify with. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. why? Why should you be? The own, yeah, the identity that you have is you. The name, yeah. the the name and the date of birth that you're given. That's your identity. Nothing else. Everything mm. else is is a construct of what you want mm. in society. Right. You just you take what you want. I mean. I love Barcelona. I'm not. Even, I'm not. I'm not from <laughs> Catalonia. I have. I wear these shirts all the time. I have it tattooed. That's my culture. Football mm. culture. That's <laughs> my. You know. I've adapted that. How'd you get As into my, that anyway? How'd just, you get into, into uh, football? Um, well, no, rug- in, 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 you into rugby or anything? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I played rugby. And, <laughs> I, I played rugby when I was a kid. But my older brother always played football, and it's actually funny because Tuvalu, our national sport, is soccer or football. It's mm. football, and so like. <laughs> When I got to high school, my brother was playing it, and then I thought, oh, yeah, jam it. And I, just, I think it's I, – I just love it. I just love football. And it's, it's funny because rugby players will never be able to understand what passion is about mm-hmm. sport. We, we think we know about passion, but unless you follow a football team and you wear a shirt every day and you tattoo it on your ink, <laughs> then you don't know anything about passion when it comes to a sport. Football, footballers and their fans – Yo, it's it's fanatical. That's yeah. what true passion is. Yeah, about sport. <laughs> He's a fan. I can I can question He's any leaguey, any any rugby league player, rugby player <laughs> about passion. <laughs> Where's Messi gone now? He's gone now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he's um. I think it's a done deal. I think he's gonna go play in in America for Miami. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, because he's he's finished up with um, PSG, but <laughs> but rem- like and again, like people always question me. Oh, Messi's gone. He is just a player. Mm. A, it's the club. I don't. I don't walk around with Messi on my on my chest. Though I walk around with the club, and that's the thing. Like again, with legacies, right? When you people, we're all gonna die. Players, <laughs> people, all of us. We are all gonna die at the end of the day. The same with a football player. One football player comes and they go. Mm. It ends, but the journey of the club goes on. The love of the sport goes on, and that's all I look at today. Eh? People are just. We're here. We do our. We do our bit during our time. And when our time's over, it's over. It's someone else's turn. Yeah. I, I used to work with a, with a guy from Spain. He's um, he's Catalonian. Oh, he's from Catalonia. And that's the first time I understood the whole Catalonian versus Spain thing. Spain, Because yeah, yeah. they were a different country yeah. back in the yeah, days, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spain yeah. took over them and yeah. made them part yeah, yeah, of Spain. Yeah, but they're not part of <coughs> no, no, originally, no, they, yeah. No, no, no. They're Catalon- yeah, Catalonian. And they want to be uh, their own country. They're still yeah. fighting yeah, to they're be their own country. Yeah. Yeah. When we were, so when we were in Spain, mm. there was a big protest in Barcelona. Oh, so you were there? Because he was telling us about at work. Because he was following it on the yeah. internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he sort of educated me about what's going on, mm. the politics and all of that. Mm. So that's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's a big Barcelona fan. Yeah, yeah. He's got um, season tickets that, oh, yeah. that you've got to wait. In. It's like, if, if, <coughs> if he gives them away, he's yep. got a seat that's there. Yep. But he's living here now. Yeah. But it's still... But he, he, he cannot he, give them away. No, nah, because you can't get it back. You can't get it back. It'll be a long waiting list. Oh, yeah. oh, it's like... um, yeah, yeah. So like, so this is when I talk about passion, right? <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about passion for sports. So you can wait up to a hundred years Damn. for season tickets what? at football clubs. Yeah. So he's giving it to his um his brother. But his brother will be using. Yeah. yeah, but you never if but you get man. if you get a seat, you will never let go because it will just pass on from generation to generation. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's like a hundred. You could wait up to a hundred <laughs> years. I've heard. I'm sure some of them are even longer. Eh? That, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but that's 
that's what passion in sports is, mm. eh? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, so you, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he told me that because he's Catalonian. Mm. He's really um, it was so interesting because he hates he hates um Madrid Madrid because yeah. that's their enemy. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Barcelona, yeah, yeah. Barcelona Madrid. And Madrid. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they have a match, man, yeah, they're yeah. all up there. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so yeah during this during during this travel um. I was I was able to it's El Clasico so we I got to watch Madrid and Barca play. Oh, yeah, it was like the dream come true. We got the stadium. Yeah, at the stadium oh. at Barca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in, in the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could I could go on and on about mm. football. Yeah. Eh? Just so were you a fan before you went to Spain? Or yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah been a, uh, yeah. I, so I named my our kids. Oh well, we because so Amy. Amy also played football at high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that's, that was where the love attraction was. Is it, uh, do you support the club too? <laughs> oh, you not as to... much as he is. He oh, really yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only one day a year we'll wear, I'll wear, I'll wear that shirt and that's on his birthday. Yeah. Mm. But apart from that, I'm yeah. like... So yeah, so for my <laughs> birthday, they like you. decorate the living room and everything, put yeah. all my shirts out yeah. all over the place. But yeah, yeah. No, I love, I love it. I mean, mm. like, it's no different to someone supporting the Blues or the Warriors, which we're just a bit more fanatical. Like... It's funny because, you know, when rugby players complain about, oh, man, when the World Cup is, like, in the north, northern hemisphere and you have to wake up mm. at, like, crazy hours, yeah, I do that weekend. You week do every time. Every year? Yeah. Every Every Sunday or Monday, mm. I'll, I'll be yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm. yeah. I mean, if it's your passion, eh? like mm. anything, eh? like anything, if it's your passion, you'll, you'll be willing to sacrifice a bit of sleep mm. or whatever, right? A, a passion, I mean, because... If it's a passion, it's in, there's no sacrifice, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, so that's mm. how I, that's how I look at it. Yeah, <laughs> so most people that support Barcelona are from uh, Catalonians. Yeah. When it comes to the World Cup, they lost because they don't support Spain. Yeah, Who yeah. do you support in the World Cup? So in the World Cup, I mean, so I've always supported Brazil. Brazil was mm. like probably the the team that made me fall in love with football. Just watching them play when I was a kid, mm. and um, yeah. So I named my son Ronaldo after the. R9 from Brazil and my other son is named Zidane after a French footballer yeah the headbutt guy yeah the headbutt guy yeah the headbutt guy yeah yeah and yeah so they so but my kids don't play football but that was the names that they were blessed with you know mm. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was lucky enough to be yeah, able to give to them yeah yeah but yeah so um yeah so I support obviously um Brazil because that was my first passion mm. when it came to a team and that's how I started supporting Barcelona all oh, right. Because of the bus. Ronaldinho the, was. Yeah, oh, no. Because so Ronaldo moved from PSV in Holland to Barcelona, and heaps of like Brazilian stars like Romario, Rivaldo, they all played in Barcelona mm. and had this beautiful style of football. Mm. And so that's, yeah, that's what I love. Eh? I love the. <laughs> I love the uh, it's, it's, it's actually Dutch a uh, Dutch style playing of football total oh. football it was introduced to Barcelona and so that's a, that's the thing <laughs> I don't want to bore you with footy talking <laughs> no it's right I'm, I'm, I'm a sports fanatic yeah 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 I, I gotta get into more um, Dalingi stuff because right. that's that's the top uh, league in Europe eh? is it yeah oh I mean so so all like this morning I woke up to watch the, uh, I woke up and watch um the Champions League final mm. was Man City, so the winners of um, England, and then the Italian, the Syria. They were it was two teams. They were playing Champions League final today, and yeah, Man City won. <laughs> so Pep Guardiola, who is originally from Barcelona, mm. he played there and coached there. Yeah, so he won the treble. So he won the league in England, the FA Cup, and then the Champions League. Mm. So yeah, so they won the treble <laughs> this morning. 
and they're not even and I'm, and they're not even Barcelona. We just as footballers, you always like tend to watch finals because it's, yeah. it's the biggest thing, eh? like especially in European <laughs> soccer or club footy. Mm. You know, we were talking about the whole um, identity stuff. Yeah. Like, what this this trip you guys had when you guys? How did that trip like sort of? Uh, reinforce your ideas on on how to live life or how the way you guys live life like before you guys went on the trip it was just a trip yeah. mm. and then afterwards what, what was the biggest learnings you came mm. with back with in regards to how you're going to live your life now no. okay. and what you guys learned um, do you want the bro answer or do you want more of an intelligent answer we'll get the bro answer then we'll I mean, see what I mean, so, yeah yeah <laughs> And then we get the correct, no. correct so, answer after that. Yeah, um, so I don't know. Like I've always been one. Like so. So when growing up, I was raised Baha'i. My mum's mm. Baha'i. That's why my name's Nabil. It's Arabic. Mm. Yeah. And so like, um, what I got out of the faith was everyone is one. You know, we're all mankind. We're all one, right? We're all citizens of Mother Earth, planet, right? So that was me, the, the culture that my mum installed in me when I was young, that I belonged here with everyone. So everyone, I looked at everyone. Like my mum, some of the best advice, and I could chosen my character, she always told me, man, greet a stranger like a friend. So if, you greet, if you're willing to greet anyone like a friend with joy, compassion and stuff, life's pretty sweet. So that culture was already installed and me so when we traveled i just the acceptance of everyone and anything that came to me that was already an idea i had mm. in my head before we went traveling regardless of religion regardless, regardless of culture yeah. regardless because, of yeah because my mum just installed the idea that we're all one mm. and that's definitely probably principles from the baha'i faith that she that she adapted into her life and then passed on to me and stuff so yeah i mean that's that that's how i look at life now mm. i belong and the and the willing to travel and explore is just to know my people just expand my community mm. or you know your whanau or whatever it is eh? like that's the idea of identity it's not here it's my identity is who i am as i travel mm. when people see Wherever me that's are. that's who i am because you're gaining knowledge because i'm gaining, you're gaining new ways of how to live yeah. or new ideas new ideas right yeah. so yeah. you're coming from a human's standpoint yeah, yeah. Human's I, and i'll always and i'll always go to that because at the end of the day if you remove culture, we're just humans, right? Exactly. Mm. And this is what that book I told you guys about, Sapiens, is all about. Mm. Really, the underlying thing about this whole book is we are humans and this mm. is our history. Mm. Yeah. And we can learn from our history because obviously there's ups and downs. Mm. You know, there, there's death and yeah. there's wars and yeah, there's wars. stuff that's crazy. And yeah. it's over because of an idea. Mm. And it's it might be a stupid idea, <clears throat> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But with the, the social construct you talk about, you know, that... A lot of it is that what we believe to be something of value, but mm. really it's not. Like yeah. you, you take away all the layers out. You, yeah. It's like an onion. Take all the layers off, and inside it's living a happy life. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Living a happy life. And yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. Without annoying people or yeah, yeah, being yeah. an asshole or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> being a dick or you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. putting other people down. Yeah. Or, and what, what, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. Like, yeah. Minding your own business, truly yeah. just yeah. Yeah. doing yeah. your thing, like, right? Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't like yeah. You know, life would be so much easier if people aren't offended by other people mm. and minding your own business. Mm. Like, just because you have an opinion on the matter, right? 
Yeah, if you if if it, if you feel like it needs to be said, and it's gonna and if it's gonna make change in a positive way, yeah, then have your say by mm. all means, right? But if you're just speaking your opinion just because you have a voice and you think that you have the right to say it, but it's not gonna add any value, then why? Mm. That's how I look at it. I mean, when I speak, like sometimes as parents, like Amy, she, she gives feedback on my boys because. Obviously, as a mother, you're trying to help. Sometimes I just, as a as a as a guy, they will ask me a question. If I can answer it, I'll answer it honestly. And if they don't like the response or how I've answered it, they they brush it off because it's just my opinion. And that's and that's what we've sort of told our boys: hey, don't be offended by anyone because if people aren't trying to offend you, they're not. And if you're willing, if you're asking a question and you're offended by it, <clears throat> then it's on you. It's mm. not on the person that's giving you the information. It's how you've perceived it. Mm. And yeah, so I always just go back to the, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm trying to be good to me, be happy. And that's it. That's my culture. That's what I choose to mm. to have. Right, And it always goes back to the culture that we've created at home. Mm. Yeah, and after traveling, it just, it was just like a, it was clear <laughs> to me that I'm a member, I'm, I'm a citizen of this, of this planet. And I've been able to adapt myself and, 40 something countries and i felt good in the presence of others mm. and that's because of the willing to accept them not not with the idea that like you imagine you go to a place where people are still eating with like ha their hands out of one dish right to us it seems like bro why are we first of all where's the fork and where are the plates why are we all just mixing them right if, if you think about it like if you go there and but if you're not offended and you're willing to just say, bro, life's just different and mm. this is how they do it here, mm. and you, put yourself, you, right. you remove that judgment yeah. and mm. then, you, then you learn. Mm. Because if you, if you, judge, if you go mm. in judging someone in the, off the mark, like, oh, then you don't get to experience, you don't get to actually immerse and you don't mm. learn. Yeah. Mm. Like that, that, that colonization um, Thingy, mm -hmm. you go, nah, that's not your door. This is the better way. This is the better way. Don't use your hands, use a fork. Yeah. Yeah. Use a plate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, man, I just I just think, like, we, we should learn off kids, eh? Because kids can adapt to anything, mm. right? Us adults, we're not willing to adapt anymore, right? Mm. We're set in our ways and we think this is how it is. Yes. That's actually, uh, 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 I read a study about that. Mm. So the, the reason why you kids go for the driver's license young. Because when you're that age, you're not scared of anything. Mm. You have no opinions on what's what's yeah. wrong or right. Right, wrong or right. Yeah, yeah. wrong or right. And yeah. you're not, there's no fear. Mm. So you just jump in head first. Because that's the proclivity of kids. Mm. They jump in head first, not knowing the, the dangers or anything. Because they're like, there's no fear. Mm. If you put an like, old person in the car to the driver's seat, they'll be scared yeah, as, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, all, the, all those crazy thoughts running through their head, mm. right? Of like, yeah. oh, shit, you know, this is new. This yeah, is that's right. And mm. it's sort of like the beginning of, of things when 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 you because it was, it was a TED talk and there was a guy talking about how um, schools have it wrong. Schools put on the priority maths, science, English, and those subjects, mm. but they should be putting the arts in the same level mm. as that mm. because he he gave examples on on what what kids say. Primary school, school kids say they say the darndest things. Mm -hmm. I think there's a TV program. Steve, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But they say the darndest things because. They've, there's no judgment. Yes. Yeah. There's yep. no right or wrong. There's mm. no um, racism. There's nothing. Yep. Yep. And so that idea, that their ideas come from 
come from a place where there's no influence. Yeah. Yeah. And and who says that it's a That's good right. idea or not? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we because adults when they're teaching the kids, the adults are stuck in the ways. Yes. Yeah. And mm. they're teaching kids the ways. Yeah, yeah. the ways. Yeah. But what they're saying yeah. is, is not part of the way. Yeah, they yeah. say no, nah, that's wrong. It's yeah. not. Yeah. But who is you to say that? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. That's so correct. And that was the whole thing around this TED talk. Like education systems should change. Mm. It shouldn't be the cycle. No. It should. Because all these creative things come from the arts. Yeah. Mm, mm. So that's where we should put that on top. So, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, new ideas, new yeah. things. Because mm. you know? that's where, I mean, like when a kid's, when, when, when a kid's born, right, <clears throat> they're just constantly playing with different colors, right? That's mm. art. When you give them a pen, what are they doing? They're not writing their name, they're drawing, right? That's yeah. art. That's where everything comes from, right? Yeah. It's art. Creativity. That, creativity. Creativity is yeah, art, yeah. right? It's from a young age. You know, when you start stacking stuff, you're stacking it because it's art. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's it. I've, never, I've never been good at school anyway. Mm. So I didn't, like, so I always tell my boys, oh, man, school's overrated. Because mm. if you're willing to put in the work and achieve the goals you want, mm. there's no education system that can help you but yourself. Mm. And that drive. When, when, when I think about the arts piece, I think it's that um, really getting, teaching kids to get to know themselves. Um, as well as learning from our kids. Mm. Because, you know, again, when you're, um, you know, sci- like psychologists say, you know, kids between zero to, zero to seven years old, they're really at their prime of, because they're brain developing, that's why they don't care about what other people think is because they're truly just, they're, they're like, it's like them, they're at the most conscious. Like mm, the, the, yeah. they're so conscious, they're yes. just so aware, they're present, they're just yeah. truly just being themselves. And, and that's and where then, the creativity is mm. Yeah, more that's powerful. where the creativity is powerful. Mm. And then what happens is after, afterwards, we put them in a system where we tell them, hey, this is what you should <laughs> yeah. be doing. And then we take that creativity <laughs> yes. away from yeah. them. It's yes. like not really empowering them to get to know themselves, to mm. be themselves. And then they try to fall into that system of, oh, okay, what am I trying to, you know, and then they mm. forget about actually that piece of oh, who they are and what their what their creativity and what their passions were because they're trying to fit into the system. Yes, and that's and that's probably what you guys did, taking your kids out of the system mm. and traveling the world because yeah. in a way, you're, you're sort of um, nurturing that creativity in them. That's what learning it was. by themselves, learning what life is like in the world with people less fortunate. Absolutely. Like going, traveling, seeing these different creatures, um, places seeing these different cultures yeah. learning from that you, no one can teach that no at any school at yeah, any yeah. school yeah. you know and, and you're learning together so it's not about exactly culture. i'm gonna go le- teach yeah. you this it's mm. about like we i think the best part is you realize like far they are teaching us so mm. much more than what we thought we could teach them yeah, yeah. you know even though we were the <laughs> teachers we're like yeah. we're learning so much from yeah. them just allowing them to be themselves and allowing them mm. to explore and question and query and all that stuff like you know it was really is, that was really enriching for for me. It was really just like um, empowering them to truly um, get to know themselves seek. and get to and, and seek. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, again, that if you don't ask, you won't find out. Mm. You know, you don't mm. get the questions. So getting them to just explore and question and yes, empowering that element of them when you're it, it, that comes naturally when you're traveling together in a new place, a new environment. That 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 I think is a really um, really re- 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 really it's a, it's something that you don't get at school mm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was your educated um answer to my last question my, educated <laughs> answer, my intelligent answer we heard the bros we had the bros vision 
We heard the bro's vision. Mm. Now that's. Oh, I wouldn't say intelligent. It's my opinion. My opinion <laughs> yeah. is, is, is um. So let's correct them. Correct them. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me is yeah. I definitely agree that oneness is is, is a beautiful thing, and I I learned a lot from him with the whole you know let's man is all one like truly truly and holy like you if you just make that the foundation then everything we do sort of builds on that the essence of you know treating everyone equally and um you know loving everyone and all that stuff but for me I think the journey before we went we left like I think was a whole as a mother as a typical mother in a society where you're just really focused on your kids and you're just wanting to wanting the best for them you don't realize that a lot of your um the culture that we're creating is this um, cotton wool kind of thing there where we're trying to protect our kids from truly just expanding because we're trying to, we think that, you know, we're trying to protect them from um, the, the the bads or the evils of the world. So then we try to um, nurture them in that way, but actually not allowing them to go out and take risks and do things that you know, that we probably think, oh my God, as a mother, you fear that, right? And so mm. for me, I think it was about really letting go of my own um, perceptions of what a mother, a caring mother was, which is you worry. You're, you're a warrior, yeah? Like you, if you don't worry about your kid, then it's almost like you don't care about your kid. But I realized like, you know, that, that whole, we need to be a warrior. Like, you know, like we gotta be the warrior, like cheering them on and, you know, teach them to be the warrior in the field rather than, worrying all the time so I must admit that as a mother you know and and I'm being a bit vulnerable here is that you naturally worry about people you know your children first and foremost um but that wasn't actually serving them and 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 I saw that what that was doing um you know to them and 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 I think going out into the world I really naturally learned how to let go of that and really just let them like for example when we were uh, volunteering all the places that we went right it was the places that you'd go to as a mother you'd be like I was worrying I was like oh my god we're taking them to these you know a place where um there's sometimes no toilet facility like the toilet facilities are you know like just a He's, it's, it's a hole in the ground <laughs> and it goes into a holding tank. Yeah, you know, as a mother, you worry about all that stuff and, and you think, sometimes you think, oh, what food are they going to eat? What, you know, like, um, are they going to be protected? Are they going to be, oh, you know, like this person could 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 be dangerous? Or, you know, all that, all those typical stuff as a mother you worry about. But actually, those worries don't do anything. And it's just like really encouraging them to, again, you know, like, like Bill's philosophy of, you know, treating a stranger like a friend and not being scared of people. Mm. Um and and that um, yeah that, that that natural I don't know I don't know I don't I, I there's an element that I can't explain but um, yeah yeah just I think that um, letting love with detachment is mm. probably the best way I could explain it like love your child but don't attach them to to yourself and feeling like you have to um, protect them all the time like. Mm push them like like let them go let them try let them explore like you know we'll do things where they'll be like climbing up rocks and jumping off and uh, you know as a mother again you know you're like <laughs> oh my god you know look at he's gonna oh, hurt yeah. themselves or whatever but then it's like letting go of that and letting them mm. learn letting them fail letting them do all those things because that is going to empower them to truly um grow and get to know themselves and mm expand and yeah i think as a mother if you're kind of like no nah, don't do that don't do that because you're gonna h- get hurt or don't do that because you're gonna get this it, it really restricts their growth yeah. so um now coming back i think um you know i'm, I'm all about empowering others to really empower mm. their kids um yeah to 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 be their best as we got we as mothers we gotta let go mm. we gotta love them with detachment <coughs> and i think yeah. that's the best 
Because yeah. I, th- I feel like you saying that you, your your point of view, you got a different point of view now. Like mm. I know I understand the challenge of being a mother and you know kids worrying and all that. Mm. But I feel like like you know when that is probably the norm. There's a say, there's a term called helicopter parenting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, and hover. you know, <laughs> and yeah. But your kids experience far probably worse than what any kid Most, over here would yeah. experience. Uh, it's like nothing. Like oh, you guys worried about that? I can, I can I like to think you talk to other mums here that live live here and think worried about their kids. Oh no. Yeah. What was that all? What about the kids <laughs> catching the train into town? Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know, thing, it's yeah. like, oh, that's nothing. Like, just let them go and let them, yeah. you know, yeah. I get it, though, because internet, because now everyone's exposed Gosh, to news yeah. and that, yeah. and see your kidnapping and stuff yeah. around the world, and they're thinking it's here. Yes. But, you know, but it's probably the same amount of danger we had when we were kids. We were yeah. walking everywhere when yeah. we were young. Yeah. Walking everywhere. Exactly. Catching no trains and mm, jumping in people's vans. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like. <clears throat> Like, you know what's so funny, eh? Because you know how they try to educate you, don't jump into strangers' cars. But you know, like, in Ranui, if someone, hey, do you, where are you guys going? Oh, just going up to the shops of Swanson. Oh, do you want to ride? Oh, yeah, yeah, just jump in, eh? Yeah. But this was back in the 90s, so things were slightly different, eh? Like, early 90s, like, 91, 92. Yeah. <laughs> but now you... Yeah. you it's about educating that? them to mm. be self-equipped, yeah. to yeah. be able to make yeah. the right decisions mm. at, the, at, the, at, the, at the right timing, you know? Mm. It's, it's um, really... Um, I think that's what it's about is truly knowing that you, we, we're not always going to be there for them mm. and really knowing that what are you going to do about it and how do we then change ourselves to then um, teach them better or you know guide them better so then they can all it's all about them and being able to answer and do things all yeah. for themselves mm. without you yeah question mm. question I, I like you know the uh, in po- uh, oh, well in Polynesian culture the whole questioning your parents type thing you know, you listen, eh? All you do is you listen even though your mm. parent is wrong, right? Mm. There's a lot of that. We grow up with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've 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 told I've had that a word with my kids. Um, so like even my mum now and my nan, to me, there was a point in time that they can no longer teach me. Yeah, I can respect them because they're my elders, but they can't teach me. Like soon as a parent, <laughs> when my boys in five years' time they, it's it's impossible for me to educate them. Because they've grown up in a time that I do not understand. Mm. I cannot comprehend, right? So we have to let go of the idea that we're always going to be teaching our kids because it's going to be the opposite. Mm. Mm. As you get older, these like I, I'm saying in the next five years, I don't think I could be able to teach my kids. I could tell them how it was to be a dad, raising a family and that. But the surrounding in society, I couldn't teach them. I couldn't educate them about. I could only educate them about my time from my childhood and stuff mm. and how times have changed. But I won't be able to teach them because I'm not growing. I'm not going to be moving with the society that they're growing because mm. I'm going to be stagnant mm. in my age. Mm. Mm. I think. I think even with how different society is now, it's still the un- underlying um, ver- uh, values of being a father and, yeah. and growing up. Mm. Like those still remain. Those are, those will always remain. Always remain. Mm. You know, and it's trying to filter that mm. that out. You know, like we talked before about um, peeling away the onion yeah, onion layers. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. with technology now and internet and yeah. social media yeah the onion's gone way bigger yeah 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 you know but the but the fundamental things are still yeah, still, still yeah. there yeah you know still work and it's just trying to let's <coughs> try to f- figure it out figure yeah. it out with all these layers yeah you know because this conversation for my kids telling them this it's more of a reminder for me it's mm. uh, even though i might say yeah i'm teaching telling my kids that you know there's a pin but it's really for me to cement the idea in myself that i have to detach my ego from being the father or the head of the family, this idea that I'll always have the answers. 
it's more it's more cementing it on me even though i'm having a conversation with my kids like you know in, in the next five years you know these the only thing i can do is still love you as a father mm. and give you guidance as a father but beyond that you're on your own and 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 saying that to them it's really cementing back to me that you are going to be old and you are going to be reliant and so when these people try to when your kids try to speak to you at a certain time in your age don't be old and grumpy and say nah you don't know anything yeah. that's like that's what i'm truly trying to cement in my head right to let go of the idea that no nah, i'm your dad mm. yeah because you listen to me yeah. yeah you listen to me because that's in in polynesian culture and i think in most cultures in all cultures i still think that's that's the that's that's a big thing eh? is the mm. idea that the elders have the say and you just listen mm. hierarchy hierarchy the hierarchy yeah. system right? mm. i mean i know of with me and my family, I mean, when I was growing up, it was my dad. He was the, off, he was the highest, yes. you know. Yeah. Whatever you say, it goes. Yes. Yeah, whatever you say. And even in my adult years, like my dad, when he was here, he's passed away. But when he was here, like, still, I still had that. Yes. Yeah. Like, look, that, look, that I'm lower yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I even just, though I'm adult. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But he never enforced anything yeah. at his old age. Yeah. Yeah. But I still understood. Because that's respect. That's yeah. Respect. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's respect. And that's I right. think there's, there's a difference of respect versus being able to um, speak your voice mm-hmm. and actually um, say, yeah, yeah, you know, that. Because right now, our kids challenge us. Because when, when we're in conversation with them and we're in deep conversation, so we have similar setup like we don't have a podcast but every every day after dinner <laughs> we 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 have to share our day our, what what do you call them man? the glads <laughs> the glads yeah. right so, yeah. so glad stands for you know share something that you're grateful for something you learned something you achieved um and something you're delighted mm. about and then so we just have a conversation we're around cool. that and yeah. then we um what we challenge it so we're, we're sort of what we really encourage and, and sometimes our topics go into like all sorts of yeah, random conversations yeah. on, on opinions and stuff. And then like we really encourage them that, remember, what we say is not right. If you guys think what we're saying is not right, um, challenge us. Yeah. Um, especially when we, you know, share about um, an idea that we think things should be like this. We should, or should implement be like something or implement in, our, or whatever. in our home. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So we always encourage them, challenge us. Don't just think, don't just listen yes sir no no yeah. ma'am you know kind of thing so that's mm. the, one of the biggest mm. encouragements that we're trying to do with our kids is yeah. um it's so it's not about you know arguing with us but you know challenge like question it because that's the best thing that's you how you do, get right because that, that's how you get your identity of your opinions right your own opinions, mm. is, yeah. is question like you like there is no right or one answer yeah right so like what me and like what mom, me and mum might speak about like our boys always like now they're like real confident because they know that they're not being disrespectful and they're like not just listening because they're like man they're teenagers now right they have their opinions they share so like now it's it's awesome because we start talking about religion and 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 god and all this and then they question oh what is it going to do for me what is it all this so Mm -hmm. this is like and i think being a young polynesian kid there was never this there was only a real narrow sort of way of thinking Mm. and it was like you listen because this is right and this is how we've always done it so you imagine if you and that's what i mean about culture right? it always comes from the home so if you change the culture in the home it's better for the people in the home mm. so when they branch out you know the i want my kids to be able to question anyone and everyone yeah not just because they've been smart it's the idea of just wanting to know their answer, searching for their answer, and that's where the empowerment comes from. Yeah, mm. the the questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this, and all this has come about because of our traveling, because we've understood the idea that everything is different, mm. and as we've grown with time and society, 
everything's always changing. Yeah? Mm. The evolution of man, it's constantly changing. So this idea of making sure that your kids can question anything and feel like they have the right to question everything because it is their right to question, mm. that's what we want to sort of enforce in our kids. Especially the topic of religion, which is a really deep topic. Because mm. you think about it, the, your travels, you've exposed your kids to all different kinds of religions, yes. you know? Yeah. We prayed everywhere. And the, mosque and every, everywhere. You exactly. Can think of. Mm. And it's yeah. like, for a kid to... No one there. Okay, so what? Which is the right one, did? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah. obvious question for every kid. Mm. Yeah, and you know? yeah, and then when you grow up, you just don't question that yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. if you're yeah. Christian, if you're Catholic, you know that's it. That's it. There's go not, with you it. can't even if you're Mormon. Not, yeah, that's yeah. it. You yeah. can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And then it's a that that cycle is not broken, right? The mm. idea of thinking outside of the square or mm. thinking for yourself, because mm. everyone's already done the thinking for you. And then you're just going to follow and not question. So that's mm. that's where me and my wife are with our kids. Do you, do you think that's going to be lost, that kind of thinking? The, having an opinion? Because this day and age, man, you can't even have an opinion. People, yeah. people just shut uh, you down yeah, and yeah. cancel um, you. And <laughs> yeah, I, I think as humans, uh, yeah, I guess as humans, it's, nat- <laughs> it's, a natural, it's a natural right to have an opinion. Mm. Right? You can't really shut it down. But, like, but I, mean, now, I know, I know but there's now, censoring I know, of what you can... Yeah, exactly. And yeah. now people are scared to have their opinion. Mm. Have their opinion. Yeah. You know? and, and what that's doing is actually encloses you, right? Yeah. So you're not free to even... Like, that, that's, that, that, that probably really induces probably mental health. Because if you're someone who's not expressing freely, mm. the opposite of expression is obviously mm. depression. depression. I see this right. all the time. And I'm like, you know... So express yourself, like, whether... It's right or wrong. Like, be, be, f- have the freedom and have the courage and the confidence to just say what you want to say, mm. you know. And I think, I, I mean, if, 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 if society is going down the way where you feel like, you know, you're not able to express your opinion, man, it's, it's, it's probably a scary, sh- it's going to be scary be where time. that ends because, you know, you're not going to be truly free. Those are one of the reasons why we start wanted to have this podcast mm. to have an open forum. Open, like, you can say whatever yeah, yeah. you want. Mm. We, we, yeah, yeah. We're not going to judge anything no. people yeah. say. I've had controversial people on this podcast, people that a lot of people don't agree with. Mm. Oh, but yeah. just the opportunity for them to just speak yeah. and make up their own mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like because this is a long form conversation, and you get more out of a long form conversation than you do in radio mm. and TV. Yeah, because sure. you only get sound bites and you only yeah. get one yeah. five minutes of. Yeah, yeah. But if you have a long conversation, yeah. people are interested in how how. There's people's thinking. Yeah, what what, what you think? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's more important. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Why you think that? Yeah. yeah. And for me, talking to people, for me, it's like, why do you think that way? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I might not agree with you, mm. but I just want to at least know why Curious you got yeah, you curi- got to that point, so I can yeah. understand. Oh, that's why that's, you think that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I understand. I don't agree with it. Maybe mm. I can say why I don't agree with it, yeah. and then it's like, okay, you can take anything. You can yeah. take that if you want or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But at least I understand. Yeah. And maybe I've given you something that I think why yeah. I don't agree with you. Yeah. But you go and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. You do good. you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? And that and that's what I mean by like. Like I, it took Amy a very long time to realize that uh, I wasn't trying to offend her, mm. and like mm. when when I'd speak, right? I, I just I would speak because it's me. I'm just speaking. I have the right to speak, and and what I was what I used to say would to, and like I'm sure it goes for everyone. Eh? Like when she realized that, like Bill isn't trying to offend me. I'm just being offended, and then she questions herself: Why am I being offended by these mm. words? Why mm. when he's not like I'm. I'm not out there to hurt her. 
It was never my intention of when I go when I see people is always to greet them like a friend. But when we're sharing an opinion or a topic, mm. that's just what it is to me, right? And like I said before, I can learn something from you in an hour, and you can learn something, and it's up to you to take away, and it's yeah. up to me to take away. And that's all it is. It's just my opinion, and yeah, it, people like over time realize that I I'm just open. I'm so safe <laughs> in my own skin. I feel safe that I can speak my mind mm. because it's my mind right i have the right to speak my mind and i'm not trying to offend anyone and he's so true to his mind and like and, and i think that's where it was and, was you know yeah. since, so sometimes if i would have a conflicting idea or like a different idea or an opinion then i would like try to say my thing my mm. piece and then he would just still not nah, this is my piece you but know this and, is, and yeah. this is a typical i suppose relationship mm. right that, that when you're trying to share different opinions and come together and it's interesting because um the, the the you know the whole who's right who's wrong because then you, otherwise you keep battling with each other but and then and then one person can go away with away from the um, argue you know they could call an argument go away from it feeling offended or mm. defensive or and, and all that sort of stuff so that that was a revelation for our relationship sure. actually when we were able to have conversations and arguments with each other not well, not, well, 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 not an argument we, just we sharing different opinions, yeah, opinions right to mm. the point where we're like hey you know i'm not going to be offended by what you yeah. say and i'm, gonna, just, I'm not going to take it personally but okay i'm going to really hear you out for why you think the way you think yeah. and then i'm going to um take that and then and, 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 and try to understand your point of view mm. and then likewise you understand my point of view and then you come and share and then you come and be like oh okay oh that's why you think like that yeah well yeah. oh, because and then it always comes down to yeah. lack of communication lack or misunderstanding, of misunderstanding yeah that's right each yeah, other, yeah. Right? most of the so, time yeah mm. or even not not caring yeah like you got your one narrow vision of yeah it's my way or the highway yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you just yes. can't budge yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and I think if you if if the way things are going with the cancel culture and all that kind yeah. of stuff, not having to voice your opinions because you feel like you're alone, that's what happens. Mm. The, that's that's the end result. People mm. are not gonna say anything, so yeah. people that think they're right are gonna think, oh no, that is yeah. the way because I don't mm. hear any other yeah. <laughs> like counter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it must be right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's no answer. Mm. Yeah. So the mm. cause it's all about solving. Because I always believe <coughs> when it comes to having conversation and having opinions, there's a problem to be solved yeah. always. Mm. Mm. Mm always yeah there's a problem and yeah. we got to solve it yeah and and everybody's got their own way of of how things should be mm. but it's and there's no right or wrong like you said yeah. there's never no right or wrong but there's only better ways of yeah. doing it yeah and which is the better way of doing it and yeah. are you are you the type of person to actually adopt that way mm. if you think it's better mm. or if you understand why it's better mm. and let's can, can we solve the problem yeah not mm. not like not nah, your way is wrong yeah, i'm yeah. the right way yeah. that's how we exactly. do it and that's it yeah, yeah. No, we can't work like that. Yeah, no. it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't we can't work like that. Yeah, and, and like that's always like you know going back with cultures and stuff, like adapting different cultures. You just take the good. If you if you continue like Amy always used to say, if you're just taking good, like if if, if you think life is shit, just start looking and taking good. Don't don't try fix the problem. Like I always think, don't try and fix the problem. Just take the good, because eventually you get enough goodness mm. that there is no longer a, a problem. problem. Yeah, you know yeah. that's how I. I don't know if it's right, but this is just how <laughs> I look at. It. And Amy's like, no, nah, you know, there's certain <laughs> ways. But I was like, man, nah, man, if you just purely focus on positive, positive mm. stuff, and you're just absorbing positive and taking good, taking good, I'm sure that's fucking a lot better than look trying to look for the good, look for the look good in everything. In everything. I think you know when we tr when we travelled um, to the places that we did go, the you know the, the, the really undeveloped places. 
underdeveloped places, um, you know, we really did have like, so his mentality, like sometimes, you know, we'll just be, um, we might just be, I don't know, sleeping in a shack. Or not a shack, but like it was, bamboo, it was a bamboo, bamboo, hut bamboo kind of hut kind of thing, right? And water was <laughs> dripping down and I'm like, oh my God, like we need to, we need to move. And he's like, hey, nan, yeah, we just move here. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so the water's dripping here and he'll be like, yeah, we'll just move here. <laughs> that kind of thing. And, and, and so he's always like, nah, we can like, don't make it a big deal. Like we can always, mm. um, like, like it's not as, you know, if, if we get off, if I stop worrying about the fact that water's, water's even dripping down mm. and just, you know, move to a place where water's not, as opposed to thinking, oh my God, we got to completely uplift and go somewhere else. Mm. Um, so that, that, that whole mind shift was like such a mm. real, like, yeah, let's look for the good in yeah. everything. Cause yeah, the, the place, and, and then when we did, it was like, oh, this place is beautiful. You know, we're in a bamboo hut. Um, which actually is, was really cool and to experience fun. that and it was fun and it was different and it was, um, the, the, God, beautiful nature everywhere. We had monkeys in the, you know, um, going through the jungle, you know, where we were staying in Malaysia and it was just See like, all the yeah. positivity? So all those positives the, yeah. from the, you know, because so I could have narrowed it down and just looked at the fact that oh, we're staying in this hut and it's leaking. But There's actually, no windows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just look for the positive. It took mm. the problem away. Yeah, yeah. And I think mm. that what you said, that is cool because... Earlier on this podcast, we talked about, you know, look after yourself, mm. then your family, then your friends, then mm. the community. Mm. Don't jump straight to the community. Yeah. <laughs> and because when you do that, sometimes if you do yourself, your family first, the problem will go away. Yeah. It's no longer mm. there. You know? Yeah. Because everything else is good. Exactly. And if every single person did that, yep. then those problems, you think it is a problem or you invented a problem that now yeah. is like <laughs> trying, yeah. To, yeah. trying to change things. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it wasn't a problem in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I don't think there's... <laughs> the problem like, is always in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't think there's in ever a problem if you truly look after yourself. Mm. Because mm. you'll be able to go through life just knowing that every, like, everything is in seconds, right? And from one second to the other, it's gone. Like, if you stop and think about it, and as long as you're good, like, all these problems, like, I mean, yeah, I mean... It's, it's stupid when I say, like, oh, forget about the problems because, you know, and just get the good because there are some things like wars and stuff, right? Mm. If we base it on history, we know about war and history. It's no good, but we're continuously doing it, right? This mm. is just this, but this is the greed of men, right? That's, but yeah, I just, I just always think everything just, it's, it's very small portions mm. that we have, and it's up to us to, like, okay, that portion is done. There's no point going back there. Just keep looking for the next good thing. Yeah, and then eventually your problems are gone. Mm. If you're just looking for the good, always just look for the good. Eh? Absorb mm. the good. I don't know, it might be whack day, but it's worked for me. And in my mindset, that's how I, I try to look at the world. I don't try and like, oh, fuck, there's a problem on it. Because then the problem becomes an opportunity when you're actually looking for the good yeah. mm. in everything, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Everything is a positive if you're willing to take the positivity mm. out of it, right? Mm. I recently had this conflict of an argument I had in my head because um, it was Anzac Day not longer mm. and, you know, respect for all the veterans and all that because mm. it's war, you mm. know. And I always, I was wondering about, well, one of my favorite movies of all time is is, is The Godfather. Mm. And there's a scene at the end of Godfather 2 when, when they say, when they talk about um, World War 2. And... It, and Michael, I don't know if you know the movie, but Michael joins the army and the family's angry at him for joining the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because the thing is, they're angry at him because, hey, the army's not your blood. Why, why are you yeah. fighting for them for? Yeah. You know, and that's, to me, that's real powerful. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a question I had. Mm. Yeah, true. Why are we in the army fighting yeah, yeah, wars? Yeah. We don't even know the, the 
the, re- mm. the, the politicians be- yeah. that are sending us to war. Yeah, the reasons behind it, right? You know, yeah. why are we going to kill ourselves? And why is it an honor yeah. to, to die for uh, what? Yeah, and then the families just lost their son. Mm. Like, and then they come with the flag and give the flag, the flag and, and, you know, and that's your honor, as the honor for what? For you just lost the son. Yeah. Mm. How's that? Like, I, see, I, that's, see, that's a question. Mm. But I'm too scared to, you know, figure uh, it out because yeah. of the, you know, when Anzac Day comes along, it's real, yeah. got to be respectful to yeah. the, the men that went to the war and come mm. back and see that's disrespectful if you yeah. have that idea that war was wrong yeah. and why did you go to war yeah. because when you read about how Vietnam War happened mm. and the African American soldiers went to the war and I think North Vietnam they did the whole campaign that how what hey mm. you're African American they don't even like you in your own country, country. Mm. Yeah, why are you fighting why, why for you fighting the white for man yeah. when they don't you, they, yeah. you don't even yeah. have you a can't home. get on the bus <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, can't even get on the bus and you're here fighting a white man's war yeah exactly yeah. Exactly, and that's what they were doing, mm. and it, that makes total sense. Mm. And then you know, when Muhammad Ali got in trouble, or those yeah. athletes got in trouble because they they yeah. got drafted into the war, but they didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they got in trouble. I think uh, Muhammad Ali got got some jail time, yeah, or something. Yeah, got jail time for it. Yeah, yeah. He, and it's and it's right, man. Like but he I, said the same kind of things. Why are we fighting someone else's this country's war when they don't even allow us yeah. to yeah. Exactly. do stuff? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, it's funny you mentioned the Anzac and stuff because if you ask majority of new zealanders know what anzac like for me what anzac was was the test between the kiwis and the kangaroos bro <laughs> no straight up like yeah, for yeah. me that's what it was the yeah. anzac test yeah. like my my grandfather or great 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 they never went to this war mm. i i have no i don't know anyone that went to this anzac war and i work with a lot of old old wider people like yeah and you know they talk about the like, medals that their grandfathers had and stuff mm. and i can't relate because it's not well. Yeah, they they went to a war, but it's has nothing to do. It had nothing to do with me, so I don't understand mm. what you're going through. Like the whole honoring them going to the the dawn services. Mm. I mean, I did it as a kid yeah. because you know when you grow up in a society that's saying, oh yeah, you know we got to respect these people. They went to war for us, but like now I've never been to a dawn service since I was a kid. Mm. Yeah, because I don't have a connection to that war, and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. That's the thing. It's okay. To think yeah. how I'm thinking Absolutely. Because I'm thinking yeah. Okay if I shout this If I do a post On social media I'm going to get so much hate You know yeah. <laughs> you know, because but Otherwise you're being false mm. To who you are to who you, like yeah. that's, And like I just or said it now Openly to you right yeah. Anzac for me Was a test between The Kiwis and the yeah, Kangaroos yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's it was, all It was a rugby league match It was a r- <laughs> rugby league match <laughs> yeah, thoughts, yeah. Right and that's like So that's what I've taken out of it uh. It's the it's the union Of the two countries That went to war The Anzac test mm. And that's it So that's all I know Is New Zealanders And Australians Went to a war and that's it. And how we celebrate that time was mm. between, you know, clash of the titans between the Kiwis and yeah. the kangaroos, man. And that's how I try to, and that's how I look at it. Yeah, we're honouring them by the unity of the two countries that went to war. Mm. Mm. Anzac test. And that's how, and that's how I choose to, to view it. <laughs> because I have no attachment to the men that died or went to war. I just have the attachment of the culture that we've created with the Anzac test mm. of rugby league. Yeah. And that's all it talks to what you're talking what you mean, how you live your life mm. with, with what you teach try to teach your kids and how you live as a family. Like the culture you bring to yourselves yeah. in your household. Yeah. Is priority or more important than yeah. yeah, sure, we get we got our own cultures. We yeah. we get we take and I mean we, we're born of it mm. and we get what's good and all that, but the real the real living is how you live in your house, in your home. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's where it's at. 
I feel like everyone should know this. Everyone should be doing the same thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, you like, I mean, if if, if they pe- want to, if, yeah, yeah, if people yeah. if people are willing to like have a better life, just mm. take time out and question yourself on how, like, everyone wants to be happy, obviously, right? Mm. And it's very simple to be happy because happiness is a choice. We choose to be happy. We choose to be mad. Us, so we always say, man, happiness is a choice. So we choose to be happy. It's as simple as that. Mm. Find what makes you happy and grow from that. Expand that. There's, there's books about happiness and stuff I've seen on internet and stuff. There's one guy, I don't know if you know him, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He talks about happiness, but he also talks about happiness in a way where, yeah, it's good to be happy, but understand that life is not always happy. No. Yes. And that's the, that's the most important thing. Like there's deaths. Yeah. You mm. know, there's deaths in your yeah. family. There's tragedy. Yeah. And you know, there's ups and downs. Yeah. You got to understand that. Yeah. Otherwise, that's, you know. Yeah. That's a natural occurrence, yeah. right? S- sadness will always, because we're, I mean, we're, those are the two things that we definitely know when it comes to feelings. We know how to be happy and we know how to be sad. I just choose to take more of the happy than the mm. sad because the sad doesn't serve. Mm. Right. And so we know naturally we're going to, like from my, from a young age, when you're not allowed to go to the park, that's sadness. We understand sadness. <laughs> I'm willing to take the happiness and I'll take the sadness from the hiding after. But that's by choice, mm. right? And we all know this. We choose We choose things that we're willing to take. Oh, man, I'll take a hiding every day for another hour at the park because that's my happiness, <laughs> yeah? yeah? And, and with sadness, and with sadness, it's, it's normal, man. The world isn't, the world is cruel. Like, mm. I've seen it firsthand as we traveled. Man, it's, it seems so unjust to go to these places and seeing people live like this. Mm. But when you detach yourself from the idea that Man, they should be living like us. No, man, that's that's where it's that's where it's pure because that's their life. That's all they know. You can't really change anything. The only thing that I'm willing to do is give my time to help these people when I'm there. But I'm not here to enforce my opinions and my lifestyle of Western mm. culture that I've grown up. It's that whole idea of acceptance that shit's just different. Yeah. And and you do learn sadness when you're going and you think it's unjust that man these kids don't have like food and stuff like everyone back home mm. but that's life it ain't fair i always tell my kids that remember man <laughs> but life you still ain't have fear, a choice but you have even a choice you to might, be happy. Yeah, and, yeah. and i think that's what we saw like even in these places that we thought oh man you know we'll feel sorry for these kids but they're, they're the most happiest people ever because they're just mm. in their space they're happy they're um, sand yeah yeah you, you know and they might not have the things that the luxuries that our kids have but they don't need that, you know, and, and they're truly happy within mm. that, themselves. And maybe they might have a bit of shelter. Um, and sometimes I mean, they might be, you know, like their, their shelter might be leaking or have problems or they might not have a proper bed to sleep in and they might feel sad for the moment. But at the end of the day, they choose, you can see that they're choosing when they wake up. They're not going to, you know, they're not complaining about, complaining about the fact that their bed is wet or whatever. They just choose to be happy, mm. right? They, so it's... Yeah, they're it getting was, on with life. Yeah, getting, right? get on with life. And, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, so when we were in Myanmar, we went to build a little two-meter by two-meter shack and it was me, an uh, Israeli guy, a French kid, and my boys. I took my boys, come, we're going to build this shack for a family of four to live in. Two meters by two meters. Mm. That was one of our things that we did at volunteering and my boys thought it was fun because we were making a hut. Mm. And then... When you, when you give them the lesson, so this is someone's home, and then you show them all the other huts, this is where people live, and then they're like, oh, wow. And then all my kids were wanting to make sure was, oh, we make sure it's safe. 
I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We're going to make sure it's safe and it's dirty and stuff. Yeah, but that's when, when they realize that we're not just making a hut, but it's a hut for people to live in. You know, even at a young age, they realize like, oh man, wow, okay, we better make, we better do a good job if someone's going to live in here. It's like, yeah, those sort of lessons, eh? They're like, mm. <laughs> life is hard, but yeah, and, and it might sound arrogant because the whole idea of speaking about, we've traveled to these places, but we're attached from the hardship, mm. but you have to. Otherwise, you're going to dwell. You're detached from the hardship. Yeah, 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 you're, you're detached from it because otherwise you're going to dwell on the things that you've seen and you'll, you'll, you'll get depressed otherwise. Mm. Because life isn't fair, and like when you're saying, you know, sadness and happiness, you're like, that's those are those are elements that we know that we carry. Mm. We just choose to be happy mm. more than anything, yeah. Because sadness is normal. Yeah, you know, when you must have read, you know, when you must have green the green light at the traffic. Oh, I could have been there, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, it's that we, you know, we we we, we choose to we know, just, believe where your focus goes, energy flows, right? Yeah. You've, heard, you've heard that oh. saying. I've heard of that, but yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, where your focus goes, energy, yeah. energy yeah. flows. So if you're going to focus on any, you know, your problems, the sadness, the, you know, um, pro- issues in your life, then obviously you're going to feel sad and unhappy and, you know, all those negative feelings that come with all the problems that, that you're thinking of. Mm. Or if you focus on the good things, the being happy, the joy, the, you know, the fact that we're, we've got fresh air to breathe, the, you know, the Living simple things, um, the fact that you're living, <laughs> the fact that you're, water to drink um all those things we take for granted like you you will you will naturally you will automatically be happy because you're focusing on that right mm. so it's just again just that whole mental shift that whole training training your brain to truly just focus on the good and you it's always it always yeah. goes back to you you've mm. got to look after you no <laughs> one else no one else can look after you you just got to look after yourself mm. 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 And that's all it is but yeah and like Looking after myself, putting me first, is choosing to be happy, and that's it. Mm. There's no, there's no, there's, uh, yeah, there's no other reason why you wouldn't choose to be happy, right? When you have a choice. Mm. I, I think one one thing that we got, uh, no, we got so many things from the traveling, but another thing was the simplicity of living, of life. Like I think living in this rat race nine to five, we live in such a complex and complicated. We overcomplicate so many things. That when we went traveling and when we, you know, we didn't have things, we didn't have a house, we didn't have bills to pay, you know, you, you naturally, your mind just starts to um, let go of all those, the, those natural complexities of life that life brings. And then you start to realize the simple ways to live and mm. simple ways to be happy. Is that what you guys brought back when you came back? Yeah, like now definitely. It's not about all oh, the you're stuff on, you used brother. to. <laughs> Ken, yeah, that is definitely. it. Definitely. It's yeah. all about being simple yeah. and yeah. We, living in simplicity. Yeah. Obviously, we still have you know um, ambitions and things that we want to do in goals. our lives and goals. Mm. But it's still re- remembering to go, to be more, to be simple. Like, you know, and, and mm. sometimes we question ourselves and we'll challenge each other. Like, hey, you're getting a bit too complex here and you're getting... You know, mm. you're getting wrapped in this complexities <laughs> of life again. Let's let's just step back and, mm. and go back to basics. Let's go mm. take it like let's go simplify this. Because I'm interested in this because I experienced that too. Because like I mentioned, I went to work in Samoa and lived mm. there. When I went over there, right, I had to get. It took me about a month to get used to the slowness, slow pace. Because <laughs> I'm 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 this yeah. mood. I'm New Zealand mood. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it was almost like I was working too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was like that guy. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? And I couldn't understand why I was like, yeah. it took me ages to set myself up like bank account, 
and all that because it's slow over there it's, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like everyone's relaxed like, yeah. so, island time oh, door tomorrow uh, island time is real yeah. <laughs> island time is real it's it's real time so I've got a crash course in island time for real yeah. you know and it took me ages to adapt to the slow pace so when I did that you know it was so cool you know, I loved it yeah. I do. I was doing the same work but I, the difference is I loved it because the environment you know family yeah. and all that kind of stuff slow pace and I loved it when I came back, I had to adjust again. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I was still in my, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Like, you know, like, yeah. why can't I just go to the beach every time I can? You know, and blah, blah, blah. Have a cocktail and lunchtime. And, you know, but man, just trying to get back into work mode again, like New Zealand mode. Yeah. It was hard. It was harder than my transition to island time mm-hmm. and going back into doing New Zealand time. It took me ages. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then when I did finally catch up, I was like, man, why am I actually doing this? I'm like, yeah. I want to go back and, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's that kind of feeling. And yeah. for you guys coming back, I'm wondering if it's like the same sort of thing. Like, It's the same thing. Nothing, nothing's changed. Like, so so when when you're saying, so I have a, so before we were in traveling, I was dropping my kids off. So that was the priority. So it goes back to the home. My family was more important than my job. Mm. And so before I went traveling, my kids were always first. Oh no! So I went from starting at seven thirty to starting at nine thirty, and I told our boss, I was like, "Oh yeah, bro, from like next week when my kids go to school, I'm gonna start at nine thirty. It's up to you to accept it or not, yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah. And, and and if you're a good enough worker, and if you add value to a company, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay." So they'll let you in. Yeah. They'll let you. And so, <clears throat> so because I'm because I'm true to myself. If they had said no, I would have just find I would have just found another way, and so like the whole adjustment, I was already living a life that I made choices for myself, and so when coming back from traveling, the idea of like starting work and doing all this, it was always back on my on my terms and time, and so like I'm still we're very still rich in time. We mm. still have the idea that we're rich in time. We can, we do the things that we want to do and not chase. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because yeah. Because that's what I didn't learn when I came back. Because mm. I instead of because me, I was trying to adjust back to the rat race. Yeah, yeah. When I really should have molded. Yeah. What, what you learned. What you, I yeah, learned. Yeah, you but, just you know? molded into the society. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, me. Like, if I tell you I'm going to be there at nine, it's up to you. You can be there at seven. Yeah. But I've told you I'm going to be there at nine. Because the job's not a safety net anymore. Because <laughs> the job's not your safety net anymore, right? Because mm. it's, yeah, yeah, the job's a job. but the job's a job. But you you're confident in your skills yeah, yeah what yeah. you can offer yeah, yeah that's yeah. more important that, that's yeah. the different mindset yes. yeah you can't travel the world for three and a half years man with, <laughs> without you know without getting clarity of what okay this is how i'm gonna live my life man <laughs> and this is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that, that that's good that's good yeah. and yeah i'd I wish I were on the clock and molded my... No, but... But you're doing it now, right? You're doing it now. Yeah, well, I learned, you're adju- yeah, well, you're that, that's the thing, because doing this podcast has allowed me to understand I, I love something else. Yeah. You know, I'm not all about my nine to five. Yeah. I, this is a passion now, you know? And yeah, yeah. I love talking to different people. I love getting knowledge and learning what other people are doing. And, you know, just talking to you guys, you know, it's been awesome. And mm. I, lo- I love it. And I'm, I'm, every time I walk away... If, every time a guest walks away from this podcast... Like you guys will, man. I'm just hungry for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you guys traveling and learning. You you guys are hungry for, it. Yeah. hungry all the time. Yeah. Want to gain that knowledge again, yeah. right? Want yeah. meet new people. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's a human thing to expansion. have. It's expansion. It's, it's natural for yourself. us as humans. Mm-hmm. We exactly. need interaction. That's why I said, man, all you need is food, <laughs> a place to sleep, and someone to talk to. 
Exactly. That's all we that's need. That's all you need. That's all that's, we really that, need. Yeah, that's all, we, that's <laughs> yeah. all anyone needs. Mm. Yeah. You know? Food, sleep, and talk. Yeah. Yeah, and say. Yeah. So, how, how long have you guys been back now? So, we came, We so we got back first in 2020, September, right around September. Yeah. We got back 20, yeah, 2020, and then we were here because of COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then last year in October, we went for six months. We went away for six months. But yeah, we we have to stop, not stop traveling, but because our kids are at high school. Mm. Yeah, so we just did India and Vietnam and a couple of places just for six months, mm. just last year till April this year, I think. Yeah. So you're just going to work on when the kids probably leave school and then travel again? We are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, we were wanting, because we're good parents. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked our kids <laughs> last year. So do you want to go for a, away for a year? What a year, year. Okay, we'll compromise. Six months. Do you really want to do school? <laughs> do you really want to need school, guys? Do you really need school? Come on, man. It's overrated. I told you it's overrated. The world, the world is a free school. Yeah, it's know? a free school, man. That's yeah. the best lessons but in yeah, life, man. Yeah. No, yeah. So our boys actually um, really enjoy, enjoy school, school. And mm. they want to do the schooling thing, which yeah. um, to us, we're like, oh, my God, really? Like That's because they haven't been doing know? it for the last yeah. year. Yeah, and exactly. And that's <laughs> yeah. it, right? Like, it's that it's it's interesting thing where, um, you know, kids or people want things that they don't have or mm. want to experience things that they haven't mm. experienced. Mm. And to them, they hadn't experienced high school and they, they, they were well, enjoying it. Yeah, they hadn't experienced and school. So, yep. <laughs> school for all. Three years, three, three and, and a half, half years. years, yeah. And so they wanted to experience that. So, you know, I think we had to um, be like, oh, okay, then, okay, if that's what you guys want, you mm. know, um, if you really want that, then, okay, we had to, as you know, as good give parents, them hey, that. you got to go. As good parents. As good parents, <laughs> you know. What, they, <laughs> yeah, what is a good parent, eh? Hey? <laughs> no, no, no. So, but, so we, yeah. can, we couldn't be selfish and go, nah, yeah. we're going to take you traveling again, because I think mm. that's what we did in 2017 when we first left, was we just made that decision, we're going to travel, and they, travel. they were happy to come with us, yeah. but we never questioned oh do you want to whereas now in high school the last time we traveled we're like hey do you guys want, want to, to travel, travel? Like, yeah. please yeah and then, then they were like okay okay, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah because like amy and i we've realized that our kids are leased to us so we we get the opportunity to have kids but they're only leased to us for a certain amount of years and for us and it goes back to this idea of like why are we giving our kids for to strangers to educate when we're only when we're very limited in the time we get to mm-hmm. spend with our kids, and so that was tr- truly it. We we love our kids to death. That we just want to make the most of that time, and so that was the part of traveling, especially for Amy. You know, she 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 was the one that made me like me as a Polynesian growing up. Oh, my kids are always going to be there, right? Mm. Because Polynesians, that's how it is. It's like you're always going to be with your mum. You're always going to be with your nan. But then when Amy said, no, nah, no, nah, remember, the time with your kids as kids are limited. Mm. You're going to spend the rest of your life with them, but not as kids. Yeah, and when right. they're adults, they're no longer your kids. Like the first five years of kids, they like, mm. I think, I think, um, especially the fathers, because they're always at work. Yep. You yeah. know, it's, it's the mothers that are home, mm. always with the kids, but the, the father's just as important, you yep. know, and no, to be... To be there those years, one to five or one to seven, you know, one to six. Yeah. Like, you're right. Those are just short. That's a short span of their lives. And yeah. you got to be there as much as you can. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, look, yeah. looking back now, Amy and I, honestly, we thought, like, now, if we were to go back, we would have just taken them away at a younger age. Mm. Like, the time, like, yeah, three and a half years sounds like a lot of time, but it's not. It's mm. such a, it's like just a, a hairline, almost, like, you know, just a single... Mm. 
in yeah and like i almost i don't have regrets but it's like man i wish i had more time at that age mm. with them because as teenagers you know you want your space right you want yeah. your time and that's you what you don't want to spend mm. your time all the time with, with your, your family mm. so um yeah the, we wish oh not we wish but i suppose uh, the fact that we took them out when they were 10 was really good because at that stage they were still dependent on us they were still really um um, you know, wanting to be with us all the time. If um, I jump, you jump. Yeah, whereas know? now it's like, and you know. And, yeah, 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 you yeah. jump, yeah, you jump Which alone. <laughs> yeah, they, they were really adaptable. Mm. And whereas now mm. as teenagers are starting to correct, you know, get their own ideas and form their own opinions mm, and, and mm. want their own space and their own time. So that, that as teenagers, it's, it's a lot harder to travel with teens as mm. it is um, with As minors, with, with, right? With, when they, when they were more dependent on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so that's why, yeah, and and I love it because we've gotten them to this, we've we've gotten them to this stage where they are questioning and they know what mm. they want. Because as parents, that's what you want, right? As independent young men mm. or young young adults, yeah. Mm. So that's so yeah, that's the beauty of it. You know, that's the the love and hate relationship of a parent is you have these things and these like now I understand it's for a limited time for your kids, mm. and then they become adults because now they're sixteen, man, they're adults now. Mm. They are adults. They're not like your little bubs anymore. Well, we thought it'd be eighteen. We're like, oh, you know, we've got them to eighteen, 18. but actually, like no. at sixteen, we, they 16, truly are. Yeah. We can. We, we're already seeing that. Yeah, they are truly just forming into their own and just really not needing us yeah, anymore. You really know. Us, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, letting go of that. I, I went to a trip to. I went holiday. I visit my sister. She was living in New Caledonia, and I learned high schools there. Are funny because they start when the parents go to go to work. And they have two-hour lunch breaks, and the parents come pick up the kids, take them to lunch, mm-hmm. take them to school, and then school finishes when the work finishes, like five. So it's perfect, like it's yep. it's around the, the 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 working parents. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for them to yep. drop kids off, pick them up, go home. Yep, and that's perfect. Yeah, and I heard I learned that's a French thing. That's mm. what they do in France. Yeah, yeah, and I know in some in some places that yeah they adapted the the idea of like kids are at school when parents are at work mm. and then when they're at home the parent and the child should be home at the same time yeah, yeah they were doing that there was like in the netherlands they were trying that out and stuff because it was just a whole yeah i think i mean it's just society yeah. trying things out to make it work for mm. everyone but that's like going back to like the islands in tuvalu it was the same way like parents would come with mm. a, like a meal mm. for their kids and spend like their whole lunch time and then bugger off mm. and then after after school all the kids would walk or some parents would come and like everyone's together mm. you know like so it all it's all like yeah everyone goes to work and and school at the same time have lunch and but that's i guess on a little island it's very easy to do that right yeah it's, yeah that's just what they've always had right because a kid can't eat if a mum's not there or if a dad's not there right and so that's why it's always aligned together. Yeah, the kids will come home and eat, or the parent will go because that's how how it, mm. how it just works. Mm. I know there's now more focus on mental health in the workplace now. Like yeah, having, wellness having, day. Yeah, and, wellness. Yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like um, I work in the construction industry, and we've got a construction site where the the site office is like a proper office, and there's a there's a cafeteria, there's a coffee, there's a barbecue area. Mm. There's a, it's not like a you know you know your site office. It's not like that. It's a real building. They built a real wow. building just for the and there's desks. There's um workstations in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a full on thing. Like what side is this? 
Oh, I can't see. Oh, it's one of the. Yeah, man, but it's it's, it's different, eh? It's, yeah. But it's all to do with the mental health kind of stuff, like oh, wow. environment where you can go and yeah. feel you know, like you feel like uh, it's a yeah. uh, home. Like okay. you know, when I think about America and those um, uh, Silicon Valley, like Google, yeah, yeah. they have the like play yeah. areas, well, slide wellness areas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. they got slides oh, wow. and they got pool tables and <laughs> yeah, yeah, games yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know that kind of thing, eh? Yeah. Like going to work. And not thinking as work, work. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. helps you have, do work. Yeah, having mm. a German eh? not yeah. just whistling at the girls off the scaffold. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah, you know how you're talking about construction. Yeah, like um, that's the that's the thing about Kiwi men in construction. We're a little bit hearty. We're mm. too hearty. Like we've always they had the I'll oh, just get over it, bro. It'll be sweet. Yeah. And like when you're when you're a builder, you there are things that it's like people don't realize the mental toughness that you take as a construction worker getting up every night looking outside it's raining but mm. you're gonna go to work mm. like that whole and and i always thought that that was building stronger men because mm. i never let it affect me going to work every day like the idea of weather and like cold damp areas i just thought oh man it's good but yeah when i think back now it's like man it's like miserable times eh? but you just you just got on with it mm. and like i was thinking man if people just got on with it would it still be the like, would mental health be a, an issue or is, is that <laughs> hardship creating mental health? Because I always just thought when something's tough, you know what you got to do to accomplish the mm. toughness, right? And when you go past it, surely it's like enlightening. It's like it's so powerful when you go. Because there have been times I remember like going to work and it's like miserable weathers and stuff. And you're out there putting up weatherboards in the rain and stuff, but you get on with it and it's miserable. But I just always thought that, man, that just made me tougher. Mm. Whereas now, like, yeah, bro, you can't, you need two people to carry a ladder. There's all these safety laws. All and... the safety, I was like, so are we just getting soft or are we, are we, are we not as intelligent as we were like 10, 15 years ago or? Well, I, b- I believe it does two things, yeah. right? <laughs> these laws introduce um, more money to be made for yeah. these, um, oh, for sure, these safety man. companies. Safety companies are, yeah. Mate, we, like, what, the, so, uh, what's say seven years ago when we ha- had to start having, um, safety officers in our company and then I had to go do like safety audits and stuff because mm-hmm. I was part of the I was like health and safety committee I was like in my job I was like so we've we've just made up another role for mm. someone so we're just paying another person mm. to like come and do this job because I always just think Amy always laughs when I say mate it's common sense but yeah you're, you're not born with common sense mm. right and that's why you need health and safety officers right because everyone's different and people do yeah. stupid shit on the work site but that, that, that's is something that I, I think people should be conscious of the the cost of, of living, even the cost of, of a building here. You know, like the price is going to go up when they. I think they're going to change the law around the um, H one, the insulation. Oh the, yeah. The um, insulation values now it's going up again. True. So I think I think it's, it's double glazing now. We have to use now it's yeah, going to be triple yeah. glazing. It might be triple glazing. What? Because um, oh. the, the whole climate change. change. They say it's climate yeah. change. So now we got to up yeah. the oh, wow. up the insulation. So now we're talking about like the cost of building a house will be going up again, you know, and you know it's all about oh because of climate change, save the earth. Mm. But the cost of uh, normal people trying to you know (laughs) trying to survive. Okay, uh, what about putting another another jersey on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're a jumper, man. We're a jumper. We're a jumper. Yeah, yeah. But it's like see people don't people that don't understand they'll just get a big bill, you know. Yeah. 
inflation. Yeah. But you know, these are decisions yeah. made in yeah. government. Yeah. And government, yeah, government. That kind of stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. that affects everything, like the health, the safety thing. Like, mm. oh, we need to be more safe. Uh, yeah, we'll make another company that sells all the safety stuff. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah. you know, yeah, invent invent these new things. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. is it? But you got to weigh up yeah, the cost yeah. between mm. that or how much safety do you need? Yeah, because you know? yeah, when we got our first health and safety actual officer for our company, I was thinking, hang on, why don't you just get rid of this person and then the money that you used to, why don't you just pass it among all the workers and then every, that's like, okay, you're getting a pay rise because you're doing more safety stuff, mm. right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't pay someone, don't pay someone to come and do the job that they should be doing for themselves, yeah. like the whole yeah. health and safety. But like, you can get that money to, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's, the world we live in is crazy and that's what the reason why it's beautiful, mm. eh? Because it's crazy, it's Chaos. Mm. But that's coming back to how simple we guys want to make things now. Yep. You know, yep. like you've seen it, and mm. now you know yep. what to do in terms of like. Because you can have, live simply. Yeah, life is yeah. simple. Yeah, so enjoy enjoy life rather mm. than yeah than chasing that. Eh? Like there's something about that. Eh? Mm. And I think the working life is a big deal. Like you've 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 figured it out. You've come back to the work workplace in New Zealand and asked them, told them, oh, I want to under my terms. Yeah. So kids. Yeah. Like don't tell me nine to five. I want to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. This is my time. Yeah. Then. I know what I can do. I know what mm-hmm. I can offer. Yeah. If you don't want it, yeah. I can go somewhere else. You yeah. know. But that, see, that's the that's sort of like the the strength that um, <clears throat> people have. Then probably don't realize. Yeah. The every world, every have, yeah. every individual can think and act like me if you choose to. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. Like you can everyone, get what you want. You can get what you words. want if you yeah. if you really think. Okay, so the most valuable person to me is me, right? Mm. So that's where the value is. And it's up to you to treat yourself. Okay, am I valuable enough to like hang on my time? Wait, okay, I wanna, I'm gonna trade it for some money, right? And then so it's up to you to decide. Okay, I need to work ten hours or I need to work five hours. Like, what's the big difference? Mm. But all it comes down to is self value <laughs> of your life. Exactly. That's all you're living for, right? Is your life. Yeah. You're not really living for anything else but yourself mm. and your family. But yeah, so that's that's that to me. It's simple. You just either you got to choose it, or else you just follow the rest of the rats. And that's the hard thing. People mm. have mm. the choice, eh? Because yeah. you know, when I'm thinking about my own self, mm. and I think about okay, see, I got I got my job, right? Mm. But do I really need that whole pay? Do you? <laughs> hey. I'm doing this. I don't get paid for this, mm. you know. But I love it. Yeah. I need time to do this. I need more time yeah. to put into this than my nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. So. I need to take away some time into this. Yeah. But where can I take it away from? I can only take it away from my nine to five. Mm. So if that if if taking away time, decreasing my pay mm. to you know Do what you love. Yeah, do your passion. Do your passion. Yeah, that's right. Is mm. it worth it? Is it worth it? Because what am I what am I what I need more pay for? Mm. For the extra uh, Netflix or the yeah, yeah, yeah. or exactly. the extra um yeah. uh, new cell phone or new, yeah, exactly you know, it. all these little things that really don't matter when you're in Samoa. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was there, yeah. I didn't need any of this stuff. Yeah. yeah, or even here. But I think you just, we've created yeah. a culture to make you think that you mm. do need it, right? You because need it. then you become dependent on it. So I love how you're already questioning yourself like, man, do I really need to do this? Yeah. Or can I do this passion and, and spend, you know, half time mm. More time with that. More yeah. Time, yeah. yeah. So and and then you already started coming up with ideas of how you were going to be able how to do like, well, do we really it? need this mm. Netflix? Because yes, my income mm-hmm. might reduce at work but then that means that i'll just have to cut out all these other luxuries or, or complexities i call it as yeah. um, 
of things that you're going to need. And it might just be for a short time because your goal might then be to, you know, build up this, the, the, podcast what, the, pod, the passion, pod, the podcast and the, the passion in the podcast, mm. right? So that's, um, that, that, so, so I'm a I'm a financial life coach, um, oh, yeah. and so that's that, that's what I do is you know really helping people uncover the fact that we we we, um, we waste so much money on so un, so much unnecessary things that you can mm. actually save money and find <laughs> money without even having to get an extra job and mm. just by looking at your spending. So mm. if you just change the way you spend your money, um, you can actually yeah, you you, you, you I call it just even earn money. You make you're making money by by just saving reevaluating. It. Mm how you're currently living and where your money's going. So that's, um, that's, that's, that's you're already getting there. You're yeah. halfway there. You're, you're halfway there. Because you've already that. got the idea, right? Keep and and if you want to, like that. anything, if you want something to grow, you're going you're gonna to figure it out. Mm. And then you've already started figuring it out. Mm. Yeah, it's just mm. following through, keep, keep continuing to follow through with it, right? Mm. All the little adjustments that you, all those little portions that I say, you know, it's like removing all these little portions or getting over these little portions. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the trick too of people, because it's not only me, a lot of people think like me, I think, um, wanting to get out of their nine to five and mm. doing something meaningful, yeah. you know, like still want to pay the bills, but but do something meaningful mm. at the same time. But I think that's the that's the crossroads we get to and then it's like we don't want to turn. Mm. It's like we get to the crossroads, okay, we know what to do, mm. but why am I not doing it? <laughs> you know? oh, it's yeah. everything, eh? <laughs> Everybody's at their crossroad, man. Yeah. They and know what to do, do but they, do. But but they just... Don't do it. Yeah. It's, I just can't do it for yeah. some reason. But uh, don't be scared. You can. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like <laughs> it's it's like me and the word yes and no. <laughs> I am not afraid of people saying no to me. Mm. It's just it's like one of these smallest letter uh, words. It's got two letters, and people are afraid of it. I have no fear of saying someone saying no to me, but I will try and keep going forward and mm. say, oh yeah, until I probably get the answer I want. But if it's still no, then I just walk away or yeah, find someone else that will give me the answer that I'm looking for. Mm. And the same way when you get to that. Well, it's there. Mm. Take it. If it doesn't work, well, you find another avenue of getting it, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. It's all just a. What is it? Well, how would you say? Just your limiting sort of belief. Limiting beliefs. Yeah. It's your limiting beliefs. You're. You're. You know. So the reason why you're probably not doing. You. You know. A part of you knows you should be doing something, but you're not doing it. Well, it's because it, 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 the stem of it, the root of it, is because you do have limiting beliefs that's stopping you from actually pursuing whatever it is you're going for. Mm. So this is where the, um, yeah, as, as a coach, you know, we, we, we uncover this sort of stuff. And because I, I did a, um, I'm a certified NLP coach as well. So that's, that's getting into the brains and getting to the whole beliefs and ideas in yeah. your psych to actually go deep and make you real, like help, help people realize like, oh, far out. Okay, so it was my belief that maybe I thought I wasn't good enough to mm. go into this track and so that's why i didn't pursue it because this place was safe mm. and and so you're and because you've always been doing it all the time you're gonna be your brain's gonna think that this is the way the but safe, when, yeah. you, when you try something new your brain's automatically like oh my god this is what is this what? like mm. er, like turn back i don't yeah. know this and you're you know you're feeling anxious you start feeling nervous <coughs> feeling stressed and then you think okay maybe this isn't the way then you come back to the what's comfortable mm. So when you're pursuing something new, it's about getting your brain used to the whole idea of okay, what, what, the, the, attaching it to the purpose, the meaning, the 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 will behind why you're doing what you're mm. that, the, that the, piece. The bigger mm. goal, right? Because mm. you have a goal, you know it's there. It's just working towards it, right? Yeah. yeah. And there are those little speed bumps <laughs> that doubt, hey, that doubt sets yeah. in, hey, because that's all it is, hey, all it is, it's doubt. Yeah. 
Doubt. And so if you keep just doubting it, it just gets longer and longer. Mm. That, that dream that you're chasing is further and further away. Your journey is a bit long. Whereas if you just say, oh, no, nah, okay, let's try it. And if it doesn't work, okay, let's figure it out another way. <laughs> like when you're saying that, I'm in this space now, and you said it didn't start like this, but it's here now, right? Mm. So say, why isn't it going to be more than this? Right. Because you already know because you've proved it. Mm. You already had the idea. You started it. It wasn't like this, but now... We're all he- we've got headphones on and we've got mics. <laughs> it wasn't like this at the start, right? Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah. the progression of it. It's just that goal, and you just yeah, yeah, those little portions. Eh? Continuing getting... to put your focus on mm. this, and then it will naturally grow, right? Uh, you know, th- this is why I wanted you guys to talk to you guys because I don't know if you guys thought we're going to talk about your travels, but for me, it's more than that. Travels, mm. it's mm. what you guys learn and mm. how you guys bring it back to New Zealand and bring it yeah. back to the way you live. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like. For our people, especially um, blue collar workers, you know, even even working in in corporate, it's still the same. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. nine to five. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're still working under someone, mm-hmm. and someone you're working for someone that's you're working on their dream, mm-hmm. not your own dream. Exactly. You know, yep. you you just went to school and went to uni to learn about this profession that you should make it your own. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. be your own boss. Be your own you boss. Know? Yep. Like if you continue to work with someone, then that's their dream, your boss's dream, not your own like yeah. kind of thing. So there's that. With me trying to move to the next stage, it's like the work that you've put in that got you to this place. Mm-hmm. That's what you rely on. Yep. That's what you rely on because that's your confidence it's, that yeah, you can do it. Because mm-hmm. you've done, you put the hours into it. You yeah. put you put the work in. Yep. You know. So that's so that's your. If you doubt, then don't doubt because. Mm. Think about the work you did. Yeah, yeah. That's like I was saying. It didn't Think start like this, right? Yeah. You've, it's, you've you've yeah. you've yeah. gotten it to here now, right? Yeah. And you just keep going <laughs> in that direction. Right? You just keep. And if that them. motivates you, you know, the idea of, oh, I think of where I am, like, yeah, keep using that. Keep you, using that each time drive. you doubt yourself when you're trying something. You know, if adding further or expanding this this podcast business yeah. is that far out. You know, like, go back to, oh yeah, you know, this is just part of the process of change of new yeah. of. Mm. And I'm and I'm Blowing. sure and I'm sure there are moments where when you're thinking about this, you probably come and sit in here and you look around and the reminder that yeah I've got it here it can go more it can be bigger it can mm. it can Hard expand because that's yeah. the because that's what it is man the dream right as mm. you and it all goes back to you right like the whole looking after yourself mm. if you come back here and you just truly think deep in yourself and the things you want to achieve you achieve them mm. like yeah I never thought I'd go I'd. I always thought that I'd see Missy play in El Clasico. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know. And Amy was like, he, Bill had no idea how he was going to get there, mm. but it happened. Yeah. Because the idea was there. I didn't know how to work towards it. It just, mm. I knew that was the goal. And, and sometimes if you stress yourself too much of the how, how am I going to get mm. there? It, 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 you, you can overwhelm yourself mm. and then you won't get there because you're like, oh shit, that was hard. But if you just keep focusing on that, nah, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Because sometimes it's the doing, eh? Mm. It's the jumping in Ideas deep in. Because that's where the resilience comes from, eh? Because mm. we're survivors, yeah. right? We're survivors. Yeah. And we adapt to whatever life gives you. Yep. Yep. You know? And sometimes that adaption lets you figure it out. Mm. Like, see, if I quit my job and just did this, then I've got no choice but to... Make it happen. But and, to pay and, the bills, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I can't make that happen. So I've got to jump. i got to... Exactly. So all that energy... Jump. All that scared energy yeah. of, yeah. damn, I've got to pay the bills. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> 
bro. That's gonna take over, and you're gonna. There's no work. Yeah. There's no other choice now. Because then the next energy from fear of oh my god, I'm scared now. I'm scared because this is I have to pay the bills. Turns into courage of okay, what what do I need to do? Your focus goes into the whole the the how, right? And then that's how it naturally grows. Yeah, definitely. And I've heard these stories before. That story of someone doing that, like many times on this podcast, many people have come and sit in your chair, sit in the chair you're sitting in. And talked about their journeys mm-hmm. and they're they're dropping everything to do their passion and yeah. and just their just that um having no fear to do it but scared that the unknown. Mm. Yeah, yes. But sometimes yeah, the unknown can bring out the best of you. Yes, you know? yes. Mm. Embracing the unknown is yeah. what we all need to do more of. Yeah. And that's what you guys did when you went around the world. Yes, yeah, that's what you it know? taught us. Yeah, yeah is embrace <laughs> the unknown. It's yeah. it's amazing you actually bring that up because my friend was always asking me about the fear factor of mm. travelling and not knowing. Like because he was like, he was always thinking, man, how can you like take your family like to a complete different environment where you don't speak the language, you don't know anyone? How is that not, how are you not scared? I was like, well, I'm not taking my places, my family to places where I'm going to get hurt, right? That's not the intention. The intention mm. is just to go and enjoy. But yeah, he still couldn't go past the, the fear of not knowing anyone, not being mm. able to speak, not, and <laughs> rather than looking at the idea of, the human factor of life we're going and putting ourselves with other humans we all adapt taking mm. that risk taking the risk mm. not looking at the fear and when we remember what our ancestors and all the people that you know again came mm. colonized different countries that they went into the unknown they yeah. didn't know what was on the other side exactly. right? and, then they, and look at what they've achieved and, exactly. and, and, and evolved into yeah. so again it's yeah. bringing that mindset into yeah. what fear you're is just a doing. feeling mm. right mm. and we you choose to be happy or choose to be sad. Don't ever choose to have fear. Because mm. fear will just hide you away from the goals you're wanting to achieve, right? <laughs> yep, it so does. Mm. Yeah. Like, like it is, like, to me, like, I'm, I have a fear of heights, but it don't stop me from jumping off stuff and to, to swim. <laughs> <laughs> that concept, of, that concept yeah. of have a fear, but doing it anyway, even though mm. you're scared. Yeah. So then the more you do it, the more you're, that's you conquering your fear. Mm. You know, the whole, you know, we know that in order to overcome your fear, you just have to take the plunge or mm. do, do what it, whatever it was that it, scared you. It's just the feeling. So then when you're pushing through yeah. that and you're doing it and you're doing it, you just then realize, oh my God, this wasn't so bad after all. Mm. And then you, the yeah. next thing comes of the next step yeah. that, you know, it opens up to what next door, what, what, what's behind the next door. Yeah. And then you keep going and then, oh, this mm. is behind, you know, other, cause you don't know until you actually next take that step. Yeah. Right? Until you do it. Mm. Mm. And it always mm. comes back to like, I always just, yeah, we always talk while well, Amy always tries to explain to the boys about, you know, the emotions and feelings and stuff and how your brain works and stuff. Right. Mm. It's just a feeling and then a thought. That's all it is. And you can, and you can, twi- uh, you can choose to switch it off. Mm. Because it's just a thought and an idea and a feeling, so it's up to you, man. So either you either you leave it on, and you go through life with it, or else you switch it off and just try and and just give it a go. Mm. And because, the realization that we have that power to do that, mm. yeah. You know mm. that oh my god, yes, I am letting this. this I'm not fear. doing it because I'm truly letting the fear mm. take over me. And when you realize that, like, oh, shit, so what's the other end of this coin? Oh, you know, to just really go for it. Yeah. So what am I doing? Like, I know I should be going for it, but I'm, I'm, I'm scared. And then you, and then, and how am I going to get through this? Oh, just to just do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just like, then, okay, well then, so you talk yourself yeah. out yeah. of the logic. Because logic can, the, the logic side of things of, oh, you got to pay your bills, you got to do this, all that stuff can, can hold you back from the, mm. 
from the pursuing of the the, the, dream, the dream, dream that that scares you but then it's like far but yeah. that, that that on the other side of that when you actually go there it's um you you're 100% guaranteed when you do go there you're going to look back and go why did mm. i make that such a big deal mm. why was i so scared and, of and and yeah, and, and like i think majority of it like fear right fear always is the idea of not making it Fear failing. Right, fear failing, failing, yeah. And if you fail, like this is, and what I tell, we always tell our kids, if you fail at something, what's the lesson? (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there's a lesson from it. Just don't so do that thing again. Don't that do that, that again, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's a gift. It's Failing very, is a gift. Yeah, man. Like, like, oh. Yeah, you're, yeah you, you, like if, you, if you think about it, like when people talk about you, right, they don't pull out the things that you failed at. Mm. Mm. No one cares about what people failed at. Like, I don't, like, man, I got a lot of, I've failed in a lot of things, but it's not who I am. Those, those little failures and stuff, they're just thing of the past. It's like, um, like say athletes, right? Mm. It's mm. like the successful athletes. You yes. never see their failures. Yes. Mm. You only see them winning. When mm. they won, mm. yeah. You know, but, exactly. but you, then you never see the hard work they got them there. They got mm. them You there. know, and, and the the sweat, they yes. bur- the blood they bled for. Yeah, for it. Yeah. Can you guarantee know? they definitely you know? had those days mm. where they felt. Everyone has those days. Yeah. They had those Wake, you're telling me you love waking up at six in the morning, getting ready to go to work? You love that? Do you, do you really love that? No, it's not just, really. It's just something you. It's just something you do, right? Yeah. And everyone does it. Mm. So we know that we can overcome anything. We can do things. Humans can do any. We can do things that we don't even like doing, and majority of us will do it tomorrow morning. Right. So imagine doing something you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. Right. Because we. Because we can. Cause no, we, imagine do. Yeah. We, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Right. Because we do. We do things we don't want to do every day, mm. especially from Monday to Friday. I, I know majority of people. It's the whole um, consumerism may eh, trap, I guess. Yep. Eh? Like the whole paying bills and that. That's just a cycle that they want to keep us in. Yep. You know, it's a, so we can stay on that track. Mm. People that start businesses, they actually stepped out of that. Yep. Yep. But you, it depends how you do that. Because mm. you can also have a business and still be in that trap. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's trying but then to find a, that balance. Eh? Yeah. Balance. Mm. But I think a big, a big part of the secret is the... Um, just living your your absolute need. I'll, I'll not, take not it. Having, I'll take like, it. I'm closer to me because I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna eat some. Yeah, yeah. But you know, just not just having. What was I saying? The, having a need or something. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. like just having, just knowing what you actually need. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. Not you want, say. Mm. You need not want. It's mm. roof over your head, food, food. safety. Mm. You know, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Start with that. Start with that when because. You start with that, and then everything. Do you feel like you got you have abundance of yes. your, you know yes, you've yeah. got heaps of everything. Yes. You've got heaps of everything. <laughs> that's it. That's mm. it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And yeah. then you figure out, okay, I don't really need that. I don't really need this. Mm. Mm. I don't even need five bedrooms. I need just need three bedrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know <laughs> that kind of thing. You know. Exactly. Exactly, man. We oh. when we came back from traveling, eh? Mm. I went like extreme. Oh, we don't need this. We don't need this. We don't need hot water. <laughs> don't use the hot water. We're honest. Just boil the water. <laughs> We don't need TVs. Mm. We don't need like yeah. Seriously, we, we, we came back. We, so we, you should our house will cut See, I get, I get that. I get that. <laughs> like we, we realized like when while we were traveling, mm. we were wa- washing all our plates with cold water. There was mm. no hot water in yeah. the majority of the places. I was like, hang on, so we don't need hot water to like wash stuff. With. We can just use cold water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a lot of things that we like let go of. Like yeah. um, 
That was like in Samoa, we use cold water to wash dishes. But that's when I first found out, oh, you actually can wash mm. dishes with cold water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually can. chicken. What about my, she was yeah. shocked because my auntie took a chicken out of the fridge and just left it I'm out the in the sun. Mm. That's for tonight. Tonight, that's like six hours away. Let's go out dinner tonight. What? That's six hours away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, so what's happening now? Um, you guys going to wait till the kids grow up a bit and finish school and go back every time the Amer- you weren't gonna do the america's trip eh? route 66 east mm. to west mm. yeah we're- i want to ride a harley across <laughs> some of it so yeah mm. yeah we've it's, it's, i don't forget those route 66 anymore eh? it's mm. highway yeah. yeah so there's still that route but um majority of it is because they've built bigger highways mm. bypasses all the little towns mm. and stuff but you can still ride through it and drive through it mm. Yeah, I think there's definitely something we want to do. Um, but I think for us, it's more, Bill and I, we we, we love going places that's different. Right. Like, you know, so cultures, yeah. like, so South America is enticing to us. And, um, Are you guys didn't go there that's, that time? No, we didn't. Yeah. And just it's, more of Africa, yeah. I think. It's, so people might think that three and a half years is a long time. The world is a massive so place. Big. And mm. if you're really going to, like, indulge in culture, you're not going to do it in, like, a month. Uh, yeah. Even we we realized that staying a month in a country was not long enough. Mm. Mm. So like, so that's how we want, we we like to travel. We like to sit in a place mm. and immerse ourselves. One to three months, mm. I think, is a good. It's a good place for oh, a country. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Otherwise, you're otherwise you're just bypassing a lot of things, and you're just seeing like buildings, food, yeah. but not actually knowing the people. The people. The mm. Yeah. I like I like Spain how they do it with the. Cause they eat late there and there. The restaurants yep. open late, eh? Yep. Man, like eleven o'clock. They have siestas. It's dinner time, eh? Yeah, yep. eleven yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. When, so when we got to Spain, yeah. we got to Spain. Um, a per, uh, like so, our friend. We actually met them volunteering in Myanmar. Mm. He came to meet us, and I was like, "Oh man, our bus doesn't get into Barcelona till like ten o'clock. It's quite late." And he's like, "Oh no, that's fine." I was like, "Oh really?" Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting there, and then we went out for dinner, and like everyone was out eating. I was like. Oh, Javier, is this normal? He goes, yeah, yeah, we usually eat our dinner around 10 to 11. So we're out. I was like, oh, okay, so, because, yeah, Bill, that's why I said it's not a problem. It's perfect timing. You'll get here for dinner. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. And then they go home and siesta, like rest, and, you yeah, know, it's, it's good. But, yeah, that's like that, that's the cultural element that's mm. like that they've, that they've kept, right? And, I mean, when you live in Spain, that's, it's their culture. Mm. And that's but, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things we realized. Mm. Oh, sorry, did you no, no, go, go, go. One of the things we realized was that whole importance of adapt humans adapting. Mm. So you know how um, eating eating late. I don't know if you've heard, but you know a lot of scientists and doctors say you know try to eat before five or you know a few hours before you go to bed, bed. Right? Like mm. I think they, yeah, they try to say six, five, six, and then so you got time to digest and actually go. You can sleep mm. better. But people in Spain, like in they, Europe, they, as soon as oh. they eat or. They, 10, 10, 30, 11, then they just go to bed mm. and they can sleep and it's fine. They can sleep with no problems. <laughs> no problems. And, and so this idea that then, you know, mm. the Western will bring up of now nah, you got to, you got to eat a certain amount of hours, you got to drink, you know, eight, uh, eight cups a day, all those, all those rules that we supposedly put in, in place because we think that that's how you live. It's actually, we forget that as a human, back to basics again, as a human, we're adaptable creatures. Mm. So we just will, ad- our bodies will adapt to whatever it is that we yeah. feed ourselves over time and the environment and the, and the yeah. how you live, the, um, yeah, you know, with, with. Yeah. Especially with those fair diets that they come up with. They, yeah. they look at other countries, see what they do. Like, I think they looked at Italy because they, 
eat a lot of olive oil and um, pasta. You know how they say pasta too much carbohydrates mm. make yeah. you fat? Yeah. But they look at Italy, hey, this guy's have it every day and they're not. They're not, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. So they're like, oh, maybe that's the diet. And then they, and then they switch. Yes. Then they switch. And they say, that's you know? the way you yeah. Mean, yeah. But then, then they say, nah, it's too much carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Carbs here, but maybe it's because we're Kiwis different. Yeah. 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 Genetically, hey, yeah, how, yeah. A gene- I mean, genes take play a part in your mm. diet, right? Yeah. And if you're naturally a big person, like us Polynesians, mm. obviously we, like, this is the one thing that shocked me. When I went to Tuvalu, I was thinking, how have we gone so far? Everyone here can't climb coconut trees, can't climb. Everyone's overweight here. And everyone in Tuvalu was a little bit more healthier, right? And that was because of the environment they lived in. So we've taken our big muscular structure and we've come to Western culture. And so we've forgotten about the practices of back home. Mm. You know, we didn't drive around cars. Everyone was walking and stuff, mm. right? Mm. And But all we've done is we've indulged in the food that we can, that's we provided here. Mm. And like rather like back back home, like there was a lot of food and the food was yum and stuff. But yeah, we were, that was our diet and it suited our physique back home. And because we were doing like physical activity. Mm. So we haven't, so that's the problem. Eh? We've let go of that culture or like living in Samoa or in Tuvalu. And we've come to New Zealand and it's a whole different environment. Mm. And we haven't adapted ourselves quite well enough, you mm. know, like, and that's why these the health problems and stuff. Whereas like in Spain, when you go there, it's Spain, that's their culture. They eat and sleep, but all the other areas of their diet and their lifestyle suits. Mm. Whereas we've come from Polynesia and left our practices and just come in over and dodge. Oh, yeah, man, we can got supermarkets. But, oh. Whereas back home, you'd have to go to the plantation, dig up your food, go feed your pigs, go yeah. feed your chickens, climb, climb the, the coconut, coconut tree. tree, you know? And that's why when you go to the islands, they're all skinny. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to get to. I was like, why are they skinny? And we. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But even in Samoa, like you can actually tell because in Samoa, when you get up here in the, in the in town, you see a lot of big people. Yeah, yeah. And then when you go out to the, the, villages, the villages at the back, they're yeah. all skinny. Yeah. But and I've, I figured because it's more organic over there yeah. and they're doing the plantations yeah. and working the land and that. In town, it's more like, it's more westernized. Yeah, so yeah. it's more processed food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you, yeah. in, in, you're probably not going to do the plantation. Yeah. You're not walking as, around as, as, much, a, as too often, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna call a cab. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah, one, one thing when we went back to Tuvalu, and on the little island of Nukulalai, when you when you think of their diet, eh, it's not like like we go to a supermarket here. There's food on the shelves that can stay on the shelf and last a year, whereas in Nukulalai, if you wanted something, you climb a tree or you pull it up that's like there it's, it doesn't have all these chemicals yeah it's fresh, yeah, it's yeah. Like fresh you know it's a bit different yeah. whereas here everything gets to last on the shelf for a year or yeah. something and that's that can't be good for us eh? so <laughs> so yeah so that's like you know the whole environment right we've mm-hmm. taken we've removed ourselves from the island into this new environment and we've forgotten about our ways mm. and so and we haven't actually adapted ourselves well enough into the environment we're in yeah <laughs> so you know that Balangi culture we were talking about mm. you know adapt some of their traits eh? like yeah eat eat a right yes, amount of portion yeah. and maybe exercise <laughs> and you know that's because we love food as Polynesians but we love it too much eh? yeah that's a burden yeah it's a burden on our health system mm. yeah absolutely mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah I mean yeah the, the, the look of what 
what culture is going to be in New Zealand for young Polynesian people, you know, it's it's already changing, eh? Mm. Like these, I don't know, just just Kiwis, I guess. How how are the kids doing? Because they they're back from the trip, and um, how are they coping with school and the kids? And I know they love it because it's different. Mm. But how do you guys feel? Because you know, being from home school and now putting them into school with other kids. Yeah, I mean, there's an element where I I think it's. Because, you know, you, you feed off each other, right? especially as teenagers. You're always feeding off like there's a trend. Mm. You, like, because I remember like it was yesterday when I was a teenager. We just did things all together, even though it might not have been the best things to do. Because we just copycat from each other. And there are obviously certain habits that they're adapted from their surroundings. Because teenagers will be teenagers and we might not like it. But that's just something they've adapted. And like it's the whole... While we were, tra- <clears throat> while we were traveling... We didn't, there wasn't any emphasis on like trends or anything, right? It was just going with the flow. But yeah, now they're here and there's like a trend. This is a trend and that's a trend, but that's just natural. Cause I was like, both me and Amy were like, yeah, we had trends as well when you were kids. It's just, it's just a thing, right? We just got to let go of it mm. because we went through it. The same with the idea of like drugs and alcohol and stuff. So I don't, we don't really, we don't drink in anything, but our kids are going to go there at that stage where they're 16 and they'll be probably maybe wanting to have a sip of liquor and stuff but that's just that's just natural that's mm. that's going to happen organically anyway mm. yeah you can't control it mm. yeah yeah no, 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 yeah i think i think they're enjoying um, they're, they're yeah they're enjoying being back at school mm. um it's interesting just seeing that yeah the social influence that's mm. happening like, uh, yeah, i think we can yeah. definitely observe that yeah um <laughs> yeah just the the, um, is that physical and social media, or yeah, 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 because yeah. you know, it goes hand in hand, mm. right? Because yeah. I mean, everything now is hand in hand. Like most, most things, especially with teenagers, yeah. like a trend. That's why when I say trend, like even the clothes that they wear, it's like it's imagery off their device, mm. and then their surroundings. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand. Everyone's looking at this. Like when I look at the photos that my kids are looking at, I just feel like it's no different to like how I was in the 90s it's just that mirror image I'm just creating that image of that trend yeah mm. and and I see it with them as well mm. but I think that's just normal so to me it's normal because it's the trend that's trending at the moment for teenagers right <laughs> like they don't really they these like to me the biggest difference is the hip-hop that they're listening to it's like pop right it's more poppy where it's not to me it's like oh yeah well, the, everything, right? Mm. Like it's, it's like the music they, yeah, the music they're uh-huh. listening to, yeah, the trends they're getting into. Like we don't, we're, yeah. we're thinking, huh? What the Why? Hell? What the? Different you know, right? It's, yeah. it's different. So <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. letting that go and realizing, like, like, oh yeah, okay, this is their time. Like, was, probably the music we listen to, our parents might have been like, what oh, yeah. is this? Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, I got a hiding for listening to when I brought the uh, uh, Tupac um, hit 'em up single. Listen to this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. for us, I think it's just learning to let go mm. of this is their stage mm. of um, growth and uh, as a teenager and just yeah. letting them go with the flow and letting them figure it out for mm. themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what you guys don't figure it out for yourself. So you, now you got to yeah. figure it out for yourself. Yeah, cause, mm. and that's what I mean. Like, you know, it's, it's no different to the mirror that I was like when I was listening to like Bone Thugs and, mm. and all that. I was just, I was wearing army pants. Why? Because Bone Thugs and Harmony were wearing <laughs> yeah, yeah. army pants. And that's what I'm saying. It's like no different. It's just the... The the music's what's ch- to me. I just think like the music's a little bit 
You know, you know, it's funny. Off. Like we 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 say to our kids, and we don't understand the music, but it's still hip hop, eh? Yeah, it's still it's the still same genre. Yeah, yeah it's still, but, it's, but it sounds different. To it's us. just different, yeah. <laughs> and and so and it's funny because when when I sing along to something that the boys are trending on TikTok, oh, dad, do you know this? I was like, yeah, because I'm still listening to hip hop. <laughs> it's still hip hop. It's just changed, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. Now we we we've. I mean, I was a teenager. I did things that my mum didn't obviously like. And my kids will do things that I don't like. Mm. And that's just the way of life. Like, mm. I've come to understand that. Mm. Mm. But yeah. No, they're awesome. They're, they're awesome boys. They're, 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 they're really they're, they're yeah. great in terms Sorry. of, um, yeah. They are lovely kids. <laughs> we, are, we are very, like. We're very lucky. It was, it was funny because I, when, when we were deciding to have kids, like, I always, I always used to tell me, man, I was such a naughty kid, man. I'm sure, like. They're going to be naughty. Payback. It's payback. It's payback. <laughs> and that's what I was saying, man. And then I got these two beautiful kids and I was like. Wow, what a blessing! So, like they cook, they so, clean. So it they wasn't payback. Really no, it us. wasn't payback. It, what 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 it, what it taught me was like the idea that um, because because I was so naughty as a, oh well, I wasn't so naughty. I was naughty as a kid. I always thought, man, my kids are gonna be naughty and it's gonna be a test on how I handle. It. But it was the opposite, right? Mm. It was the the compassion that I got. Like so, that's the good deed that God sort of, if you wanna, you know, good deed for me to like see my kids and like just appreciate it mm. yeah because they're nothing like me and they're not nothing like their mum. they're just their own unique little people but they're just real lovely i can't yeah i love i love them they're amazing <laughs> they've made me a, a better dad for sure a, a better person i should say not, mm. not so much a dad yeah probably be cool if maybe they finish school and they want to go in there we see it Oh, hey guys, you know, the funny thing I want to go. I want to go to my week. The funny thing is, we told them that that was one, almost one of our prerequisites of right. when they finish yes. school, we're actually going to send them on a OE for a year, for a year by themselves, um, and they have to figure out like we're going to give them a budget, and they're going to have to make that budget work for one year. Mm. Um, so we told them that, but um, right now, whether that's going to happen or not, not I don't yeah. know. But that's uh, that, that, that was our plan. We're like, yeah. you know, don't go to university. This is our yeah, yeah, this, yeah, don't go to university. Change the ideas of yeah. most people, right? People mm. are going to be like, what? Telling yeah. your kids not to go uni. So, so we, we so, yeah, we just we wanted them to go straight because I mean, at high school, there's enough learning, right? You're you're always mm. worried about exams. Oh, I got to pass my exam. Okay, after high school, go away for a year discover yourself mm. of who you are right on your own mm. because even though you might say oh man they've done a lot of traveling yeah they've done a lot of traveling through a mum and dad's mm. eyes they haven't traveled the world through mm. their own eyes so that's the opportunity we want to give them to really like soul search mm. like f figure out who they are and what they want to be and if they want to come back and study then they can do that mm. because they'll they'll probably know what they want to mm. do yeah. mm. and, that time? They'll, and they'll mm. They actually go do a course which helps them yeah. be what they want wanted exactly. to be. You yeah. know? Exactly. Some people go to the university; they don't know what to do. They just get the paper just to think, give yeah. them opportunities, but they still don't know what no. to do. No. And, and, then, and then you're stuck in the job. Yes. Ten and then years later, you, happy. You, man, because, I hate this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because they, they never did what they wanted. They, they just fell into the system. Yeah, fell into the system. They weren't willing to get the hiding, and that's what I always say. I always say, man, like if you know what you want and things that make you happy, just do it regardless of what everyone else thinks. Or what the outcome on you mm. as long as you're willing to accept that now nah, i'm mm. doing this for a reason mm. the the bigger you know the bigger picture is for you mm. and that's how i yeah that's how i sort of tried to live my life everything's for me this life is for me it's not for anyone else and so that's what i'd like to, for my kids to do i sort of have the same thinking for for my kid mm. i want to go do his OE before university but i tell them you know what go do a bar course 
for six weeks. I didn't go overseas because you can get any job you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Man. We go to UK, get the bar job. Yep, you're sweet. Sort of, come back, yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, you just gotta. Yeah, one thing we need to do is like as parents is let go, let mm. go of our kids, man. Let them be adults. Let them find themselves. You know, that's don't. Oh, yeah, this is one thing. Eh? Like I see it. I see it in my family, especially. You know, just what are you holding on for, mm. man? Let people be. You know. Explore. So I'm very, like, I'm, I'm actually very different to the majority of my family. Mm. Yeah, and the way I think. Even my sisters. My sisters knew this because of the whole hiding. But what, you're going to get hiding here, yeah, but I can stay at the park for, like, mm. another whole hour. <laughs> well, that's breaking the cycle. Mm. Right? Breaking the cycle, yeah. You need yeah. someone to break the cycle. Mm. You know? it's, a, it's that questioning, quish, questioning yeah. status quo, right? And mm. then really asking yourself. Um, and removing, like, I always say, try to, this is what we try to do all the time, is try, mm. we're trying to remove the shoulds of mm. life like all the things that i should stop telling yourself i should do this and i have to do this and replace it with i get to mm. yeah. and then from there you start to truly get you, you know you appreciate what you're doing first off you know you, you you change the way even if you're doing the same thing you change the way you're doing you you look at how you're doing it mm. but then you get to also just experience life like in such a such a way where you're just appreciative of everything because you, you realize oh i get to mm. take my mum to the doctors or you know i get to yes. go to work or yeah. i get to, you know all this stuff like mm. it just it's again that positive outlook that changing mm. your looking for the good and everything if you look here you'll find it's simple it's simple analogies and sometimes mm. we think ah oh, you make it sound so simple yeah a lot of people oh, it's like, like but it is, mm. right? But it like is, it like, is, it is. If you just... If you listen to the words that we're saying, just, it's uh, actually really simple. Mm. Know, and even if you just ask yourself, if, like, yeah, you, yeah, fuck, they sound so simple. Mm. But it's so effective, like, yeah. if you do it, right? Yeah. Like, that whole, again, chasing, like, doing what you love, mm. um, putting your passion first. Um, Boys, yeah. That's it. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just, it's so simple. Just, it, do it. just do it. <laughs> just, just Nike. Just Nike. Yeah, just, do it. Nike just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> no, yeah, because that's all we have to do, eh? And mm. if... Because what, like, what else is going to happen if you don't do it? Mm. The unknown, eh? And then the, the oh, what ifs? <laughs> when Lily told me about your guys' story and he said he got you guys to come on the podcast, mm. the first thing I thought about was, um, man, what an inspiration, you guys, what you guys, because he told me your, your grandmother passed away, then, mm. then that was the spark to get you overseas yeah, yeah. for five, for. I think you said five years, but was it three years? Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half years? Well, the plan was... was don't so, we, so we didn't... We didn't we, go with the We didn't have intention to come back. Mm. Oh, okay. So it was just like continuous travel. Yeah. And we were making... Because there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah. And so we only came back as because of COVID. We had to come back from Morocco. So mm. we were stuck in Morocco. So, yeah. Mm. When, when you told me that you guys sold up everything and took off, mm. I was thinking, what the hell? That is... So I've heard some cool stuff, but that is so cool, man! Mm. Like crazy, mm. but mm. unheard of. Mm. Yeah. Actually, you people have heard of that. They've done before, but not yes. close closely. Because you, when when Lily told me the story about you guys, how you guys sold up and just took off, you know, I was thinking, man, and you, and they they're back now. They've had the oldest experience, and they're back in New Zealand, like living here again. So, what have I been doing the last five years? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys did this for three and a half years, and now you're back, mm. still living, still, still living. carrying on. And it's like, okay, um, last my last five years, I was still doing the same sh- same yeah, shit, yeah. you know, yeah. same stuff. And yeah. 
why didn't I do that? Yeah. Like, why didn't anyone else do that? Yeah. You guys proven that you can go and come back and and just have these memories and yeah. this experience continue and come back and come continue back. on. Yeah. Because continue on with cont- the rat race, race, but even don't even live in the rat race. Yeah. Like, you the, know? the idea of what you have now is always gonna be here. Mm. Right. You always. This is like if you fly away to Samoa tomorrow, and come back in a week, New Zealand and the place you're in is always gonna be yeah. here. So like. When people were asking me, man, so you're going to leave everything? Um, what do you mean, leave everything? Um, I'm, I can come back here. This is my home. Yeah. I'm going to see things. Because <laughs> New Zealand's always like, uh, well, if I come back, you mean everything's going to be gone? <laughs> <laughs> what am yeah. I? I'm not leaving it. I'm just going. I'm coming back to the same thing. And it was like, when we came back, like, that's what we noticed. Mm. Hey, like, like, wow. Nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. Nothing's oh, really? People are still the same. Mm. Um, yeah, everything's, yeah, everything's the same. There might be new roads. Yeah, there was, new, there was a tunnel. There was mm. a tunnel. Yeah, Supermarkets yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. But apart from that, right? Like, like everything yeah. is yeah. the same. Mm. Because, I don't know if you remember that movie, um, Total Recall. Oh, yes. How yes. Arnold <laughs> got the memories yeah, of his trip yeah, to Mars yeah, and... Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. But see, it was just those memories. Mm. But you guys actually did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he's he got the memories and he's back in the world. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Back in the spoke. He's yeah. a spoken wheel. Yeah. Wheel's still turning. You know, yeah. but that, yeah. it's like people people can't do it. It can't be done. Man. Absolutely. You know? Like, yeah. there's like so many if, more if, families out there that, that that are doing it as well. Mm. Like I think there's once we I I ne- we never knew actually anything about this when we decided to travel. travel. Was that there actually is a community of families traveling, traveling all the time doing and, and oh, doing this. So. Yeah. We only discovered this halfway into our travels that actually oh, there's wow, a community, there's... and that's where we started learning and and, and and getting to know that community and stuff as well. And we're like, wow, there's actually so many other families doing this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we, we didn't gener- you know we didn't come up with the idea. Mm. We just we just well, wanted to do it. We just wanted to do mm. it, and then yeah. realizing, oh my god, yeah, there there is. A, the, we're not the only yeah, we're crazy the ones. Like, you know, yeah. kind of thing. like we're, we're not, not the only <laughs> ones, man. That's it's amazing. Like and and it was so desire, yeah. it was so happy to hear that there were other parents or other families out there doing mm. this mm. i was like man like because they're only experiencing what we're experiencing like it's 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 easy it's easy to say that oh, okay i've been to new york city and someone else has been to but when you talk about like a whole family traveling and experiencing places and then you hear another family it's different because you have like these are connections like man they those parents are going through the same things that we're mm. doing we're carrying young humans and educating them about the world and how everything it's a it's mm. like it's a little bit different it's a bit it's nice because while we were traveling we met backpackers and they would tell us oh they did this and did this and i was like it's amazing you've seen it but like to hear of we never got the opportunity to come across another family but it was it's just nice that amy was like oh this family's here because mm. it, it was more it was more relatable to us because we knew that there was another family doing exactly what we were doing it's, like, it's mm. just nice mm. it's just a really nice feeling <laughs> and I and I and men like, if I was in charge of the government, I would make like a specific fund for mm. families to go out and travel, mm. and yeah, just have a criteria of what how needed. Much, how much it and, would actually and grow? Because then they'll come, they'll come back, and they'll mm. probably like do yeah. more for the country. Mm. Yeah, you know they'll I mean? be better. Probably, probably stop buying stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, speaking of that, you know, Japan, Japan. Um, I just found this out, but Japan actually has a criteria for all their students mm. that they have to leave. Do an and do an experience. overseas experience oh. during it's primary a, school. It's a requirement. Or they have to. Yeah. So it's like, oh, um, some requirement. You know, like yeah. imagine mm. we did that for all our kids to mm. get them to step outside their comfort zones. That's, that's another cool thing about traveling to different countries, getting, getting to know their systems and the mm. way they live. Because then you think about back home and go, man, I wish we had that. that yeah. You know, mm. you come across it all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Man, I wish, man. Why do we have this? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got one Costco's, what? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, 
we I have yes. never been to Costco's. Have you been to the Costco's? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I've, it hasn't been like a drive to want to go to Costco's. Mm. Like everyone's like, oh, have you guys been to the new Costco's? I'm like, no, not really. Pack and save's good, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. I recommend pack and save in Westgate though. Oh, I know. It's, it's cheaper than yes. the other pack and save. I heard. Because yeah. of Costco. Because of Costco. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, but yeah, going going back to me. So, will you travel to? Have you traveled like long distance traveling with your family? Like, not with my family. Um, by myself. Uh, I've been to the farthest I've been is is Indonesia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's the farthest. Mm. Mm. You know, you know, you know how you brought up that question. Um, yeah, well, what, why? You, you know, you guys proved that you could do traveling with as a family. Why? Why, why don't? Like it, it shows us all that you know shows people that you can do it. Mm. So the question I always try to um, question people is why not? Mm. Yeah. Like, well, what, why don't you? What is it that? What, what is I it that you wouldn't take the time out to spend like quality time with your family? Yeah, I think it is that rat race thingy. Because mm. yeah. mm. when I look at my family in Samoa, when I went over, I stayed with my cousin there, and he's got a family, and it's like they're not even working. Mm. You know, they're they're working but not working. Yeah. And family's all around 24 yeah. 7. Yeah. yeah. And you live in, like, you know, and all the family's there. Yeah. And when you work, you know, because when I was in the office, I was in the architecture firm over there in, in Apia, it was a night work. It was just relax. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. The, work will, the work will get done. You know? It gets done. Yeah. The, the there was deadlines, but no deadlines, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's deadlines, but then when the deadline came, it didn't matter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, no one does any. Man. Like I said, it took me two weeks to get all my um, admin done, yeah. bank accounts and yeah. Yeah. IRD and all that kind of stuff over there because, you know, no one, it's like that wasn't a priority. Nothing is a priority, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, there is no priority. There's yeah. no priority, you know, yeah. and just relax there's and, you know, it's just different, eh? Mm. Yeah. And I think that's all we probably need. We can learn from the Pacific, you know? Bringing, bring a balance, bringing yeah, a balance. Bringing a balance so yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. a balance is definitely yeah. key. But I think if everyone finds some sort of balance in their lives, it's cause balance is different for everyone, right? Mm. But I get the whole um, thing about capitalism, you know, yeah. it's to make as much money as you can, yeah. and to do that, you gotta mm. you gotta control people, yep. you know, and to control people, you gotta get their privileges out the window yeah. because yeah, if yeah. you don't, they're not gonna yeah. make you that money. Yeah, yeah. And when people talk about the one percent, you know, well, there's rich people up there that don't have to worry, mm. like even like. Uh, even the guy that owns um, Amazon, mm. like he's he's a billionaire, more than a billionaire, you know. What does he need to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, this, how yeah. much money do you need? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the you know the, <laughs> that's their passion. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. their purpose. Like yeah. they're just like yeah. and just like Steve Jobs, right? Like he talked about his, his, his the reason why he was doing what he was doing was because of the purpose. Like mm. he truly felt that he had meaning to his ideas and mm. truly making the most of that. Um, and, and I think that's why like so then it doesn't become about money it just mm. becomes about mm. the, you know so they've got it they've got it sorted they've, they've followed their passions and then they're just everything else is followed yeah, excel mm. from that mm. yeah because mm. I mean because yeah like if you if you think of most billionaires I don't th- the intention was always to be wealthy but mm. to what extent they were just wanting to be successful mm. right and the, so the money the money grab is the bonus behind being this Mm. You know, creating something it's not the goal anymore eh? no it's just and yeah and even like when when you think of a successful business you want to have be successful in the business before the cash flow because mm. the cash flow will eventually come after 
after the successful business, right? Because mm. that's how it works. Mm. And so if people had that mindset of being successful, obviously, if you're a successful person, you're going to be successful in life. Mm. And so and that's how I measure my success. It's not so much money. It's just what I've been able to do with my life. And if, if, now if I'm living the life I want to live, then that's success. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. With, to travel the world, you need money because it ain't free. But yeah, but we had a goal and a desire for something and mm. and again you just chip away at it and you'll you achieve it like any goal mm. like any of these billionaires and stuff now that you guys are back do you feel like starting from scratch at all or no or there is, is it there's no starting because we're, we're already living so there's no like mm. from for me um so we we didn't sell our homes or anything we, like yeah. that so i suppose so, we weren't we didn't start from scratch completely so coming back we had our homes still yeah. and so we just had to fill up our house yeah right so when i say start from when when i think of starting from scratch for me it's just about realigning myself with my purpose of right. what i want to do yeah. now mm, yeah. so mm. that's one that, that's where i was like i'm not getting into corporate so i refuse to go back to work mm. Mm. Even though that's where I know the the it's money a is. Woman of leisure. But, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm writing a book at the moment, right. and, I, and I'm doing coaching, mm. and cool. that's and, you know passion, and, and right? That's passion. my passion. Yeah. Like I truly love inspiring people to just follow their dreams, and yeah. and, and I love un- helping them uncover, you know, yeah. their limiting beliefs and why they're not doing it, and then and so that's my passion, yeah. and so, and, and and the book, the book writing, right? So um, right now, so I suppose I'm not um I'm just starting up my business, but that's just um. That's that, that's me pursuing then that aspect of my my purpose because mm. I feel like doing that is more meaningful than chasing going mm. into back into corporate and, and, and getting you know because I was in the finance industry and just getting back into chasing the money so I'm not no longer doing that so mm. that's that, that's for me starting from yeah. scratch so that's yes, my blank canvas cool. yeah. so in 2017 like we we stopped chasing the money so we've stopped chasing the money now it's all about just uh, enjoying life and just helping where we can as we mm. go yeah more than anything that's like that's our sort of service as when we traveled right was we traveled with a purpose to sort of serve not just ourselves but the environment around us mm. and so amy's like taking that on as that's what she wants to do now she just wants to serve do, do stuff more meaningful meaningful yeah. right mm. yeah that stop chasing the money thing that's sort of like the key to mm. probably one of the keys to happiness eh? yep yeah like pure happiness yep. like what really means what happiness means to yeah. someone there like, yeah like yeah of course everyone wants to be rich and win lotto and yeah. and not work anymore but <laughs> you know yeah. but you know but real happiness when you don't have that mm. you know yeah. when you don't have that luxury of when winning you, lotto and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. when you have nothing yeah. and yeah. you know because be still happy mm. that's yeah. true happiness because yeah. you guys witnessed it around the world yeah you witnessed firsthand it was firsthand yeah firsthand like when like me, I always thought about, you know, I got to make myself happy, look after myself, I'm number one. And it was always about being happy, right? That was the idea of me, like growing, going through life, making sure that I was happy. And then obviously when you, when you get older and you get, and you work and stuff, you're still living this happy life, but then you start to travel. And then when you travel and you see all these other people that are happy and they have nothing, they don't have the material things that you have, but they're happy and like, oh, well, I was very fortunate. I was like extra happy because I had these things, but not really, because mm. the happiness was always it was always inner, right? It always came from inside of mm. me, and that's and that's why my outlook on life has has always sort of been like this: that choice of happiness. Like we mm. just you choose what you want and you go get it, and that's it. Mm. And that's to me is happiness. 
that's me just fulfilling what I choose to do. Mm. So, what, what advice would you have for families that wanna travel. wanna have a goal the same as you guys? Like, say a family that saw your journey on social media and thought, "Man, we should do the same thing." Like, what's advice? Yeah, like I would, I would think like, Nike, just do <laughs> it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it. First of all, first of all, if yeah. if the idea is in their mind, right? So they've already committed with the idea because mm. everything starts with an idea. Mm. Like pursue the idea. If the idea is already, if you've, if you've wasted, like, cause I'm gonna use the waste. If you've wasted time on an idea, then follow through with it, cause mm. it's time that you've wasted on it. Mm. Mm. Don't That's, just say it. Don't just say like, it. Follow, like, keep focusing on it. Yeah. And again, where focus goes, energy flows. Mm. So then, the more you focus on it, the more ideas will come of how to make it happen, and then mm. you just keep building on it. Like, oh, I want, I want to travel. So, for example, you start with. I want to do that. Well, what do you need? What's the next step? What's the next step? Okay. Mm. It will come, right? So then you, you, you keep, you, if you continue to talk about it with each other mm. and with, with your, you know, within yourself. Align that dream. You will then come up with ideas. So for us, it was like, oh, we um, naturally just started a savings account. Mm. And then you and then you, you, or you look at your finances and you, you're like looking at, okay, well, where can I cut down? Mm. Where can I put my money? Where can I, you know, so then all the practical stuff comes into play of what you actually can do. Mm. And then from there, it just then will build. And, and then I think, so I think, yeah, again, the idea, the dream, focus on the dream, the whole, oh man, like make it real. Like think of yeah. where you want to go. Think of what you want to experience. Picture yourself walking through those places. Um, mm. Yeah, think of those things and be like, oh, how cool would it be? Because then that then drives you to then want it. Like truly mm. like, oh man, I do really want this. <laughs> and when you make that decision that, yeah, you know what? I'm going to make this happen because I really want this. Yeah. Then the next step's naturally unfold. Natu- yeah because mm. it'll come because once you've got an idea and then you get the first plan out of the way like okay this is okay well, i need this and then oh then i'm gonna need this because whether the next year whether yeah. the next step means you're talking to your partner and then re- readjusting mm. your family's budget mm. um or setting up a budget plan or whether you're setting you know you, you then decide to talk to like people who might have done it so they might be like oh, i'm gonna talk to amy and bill and yeah. find out exactly, exactly what they did or, yeah. you know what i mean so all those next steps will unravel itself naturally unravel. Yeah. naturally because if you're constantly thinking about the idea and you're like now the idea is like okay i'm gonna follow through with it mm. when following through of it it's gonna organically happen naturally mm. without you even putting too much thought on it because you're just all in the hype and the enjoyment mm. of this of this plan that you've got mm. yeah so would it be natural that the planning the, the process planning like say you've already decided okay we're gonna do this then the next step is the process of planning before you go on the trip mm. that process how long would that be or would it be just a natural thing where you know how much you need to save you know how much you need to make to get there yeah, it's not an overnight thing, eh? You don't say, no, "Oh, quit my job and just go." go. No. And it's not an overnight <laughs> thing of, "Oh, yeah, we need, we, we know, we need exactly so just as much." Yeah. Or anything like that. It was just a. It's just an. It's just an. It's just an ongoing process. Mm. And yeah. when the time is right, and because and so that when the time is right, that's when you leave. Mm. If you haven't, if you're not leaving, then the time's not right, right. in the process. When, yeah, because remember, our idea was ten years ago was when what, the boys were oh, one oh, years old. That yeah. was when our idea our idea started. of traveling with our of kids. traveling. That was mm. when our. So it was a long process between that time and yeah. when we left. Yeah, but because oh. we we did and so we said when the boys turned 10, ten, I want to we want to drive a camper van from this, east coast right? to west coast, right? So 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 when you have that idea and then you you look at you look at your position or whatever it might be and you might be like, oh, you know what? Let's do it when they are. Uh, or in five years time or in four mm. years time whatever because it's so then you that's that that's that natural next step of you of that idea because the idea is the first idea comes of i want to travel the next thing you're going to question is okay when 
when is, is mm. a time that will probably True. idealistically travel. Mm. The next step after that will then be, hey, how? Mm. What might be like, oh, um, yeah, like I said, the, the re-looking at your budget, setting up a savings plan, mm. um, all those, you know, talking to someone who's had experience doing it, mm. finding out other ways of how you can travel, um, you know travel deals travel tips you know all those sorts of stuff they naturally come after that yeah and and because and so we started traveling overseas with our kids when they were four so amy and i we love traveling so we wanted to introduce our lifestyle to our kids so that's why okay when they're four we'll start taking them so from the age of four till nine we took them overseas every year maybe once or even twice a year just because we were hooked on the travel buzz but we were only going on holidays but the idea of just traveling mm. was was amazing, and mm. then it, like yeah, it evolved from it evolved this, from, from that, that too. idea to mm. something that you know so as far as you go, greater than just travel. I uh, didn't just being a tourist, yeah, yeah. being an actual traveler. Because we actually forgot about the dream. We forgot when we said when when we talked about the idea, yeah. right? Like of oh yeah, it'll be so cool, cool to travel for the tenth cool birthday, be, right? you know, East Coast, <laughs> and, and, West Coast. And I was like, yeah, that would be so cool. And then all I did was set up a savings account. And right. then start savings mm, yeah. and putting away like money that I knew was I was just gonna I was just spending anyway if I didn't mm-hmm. save it. So then I just set up a savings account, and then that savings account became built up to the point. So when they were four, we we're like, oh, we got all this money, money should we go traveling? Go travel? mm-hmm. So we just started to tra- travel on holidays every single year from when they were four, and so to us because I think that fill that filled our desire to travel we forgot about that dream of oh that three months that big oe of traveling mm. for three months we forgot about that until that when his nana passed when away nana passed that's when we were like, reminded Ooh. about that dream like hey right. remember we said we're going to take our kids yeah. traveling yeah. when they were 10 i was like far well the boys are 10 this year mm. and then we're kind of like oh so my god it, this so is it, it. it's meant to be everything everything aligned itself with mm. yeah. nana passed like it was so like three three years leading up to my nana pass Every time I'd go away on holiday for a month, man, I used to go to my nan's place and hug and kiss her and say goodbye. Like, if I came back, she won't be here. And so that was like, it was a real sad process knowing that, man, like, and she, and Amy, Amy knows, like, we didn't, we didn't travel long distance for a long period of time. It was because I didn't want to miss bearing my nana. So, like, the idea of traveling was always there. Mm. But then when, when nana passed away, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, this is the blessing behind mm. her passing was for us to actually go out and do what we truly wanted to do. Mm. Mm. But yeah, the process will happen naturally. Mm. Like the trust, I, you just have to trust, yeah, trust in the process. Always, trust in the know? process. Everything happens for a reason, yeah. especially if you've got the right intentions behind it. Mm. Yeah, things will all happen. Mm. Just like your podcast, man. I'll, yeah, because I didn't know it took ten years. Mm. For it to, to for yeah, the to, plan to get in fruition, to, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah. but that's awesome because. Because one of the things you said was to prepare, like mm. sort of prepare yourself, like like savings as well as pre- professionally. Because <coughs> I think what you guys learned and what I've learned and what I've probably always known, but never yeah, always but needed it, people to like yeah. say the same same yeah. thing again to remind me mm. what it is is like the idea of time and and trying to mold your your life so you're in control of that time. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have family. And we need to be with our families, you know. Mm. We need to work also, but in a way where we get the best of yeah, both yeah, worlds. Both, you yeah, know, yeah. the current system doesn't allow us to have that, mm. you know. And we can get caught up in the rat race. Yeah. Knowing your worth yeah. is a big part of how to control that time. Yeah. Because that preparation you guys had, that 10 years to prepare for your trip, whether it be savings, but also professionally. Like mm. someone, 
using five years to get absolutely good at your job mm. to the point where your job your business will fail if you leave mm. you know you get mm. to that point of your job with your profession like you're a builder mm. if you're like the best builder out of everybody <laughs> you know th- no one wants you to leave mm. but if you get to the point you got control mm. of you know of your workplace now yeah because of your skills you can offer mm. you know you're in the financial exactly. place mm. you get to the point where you're so good at your job that no one will survive without you. Mm. Yeah. You get to that point, you got control. Yeah. And and, and then it's using that. Yeah. Using your skills, using, using it that as leverage, leverage to getting, Yeah, exactly. To getting, yeah. I mean like to control. Right, control yeah, that control. that part of your life. Yeah, the yeah. working life. If if you're if you're creating the best version of yourself or being the best and like when I say best, like happiness is like man, like I, I can't get I I always talk about making sure you look after yourself first mm. because if you look after yourself first you can do whatever the fuck you want to do man and that comes back to our conversation before about yeah. looking after yourself mm. you know looking <clears throat> you want to be the best version of yourself professionally mm. you know cuz you're going to help your family yeah mm. and that's exactly what you guys did and i think that's a secret into like trying to control your time in this world mm. you know with what we have to deal with mm. with with life you know and yeah, man, I think you guys found it the way of traveling. Mm. You know, you found the way of living yeah. on your travels and come yeah. back and they're implementing yeah. it, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. from what you experience, what you learn and mm. what you're going to give to your kids and what you give to yourselves living back in New Zealand mm. and all the, all your friends and family that see you, mm. yeah. see you guys how you live and now they can see you guys know what's really important in life, yeah. what you value the most, what yeah. what is not really Mm. What doesn't matter? Yeah, the what, does, yeah. yeah, those things that don't matter no. that everyone else thinks that matters. It matters, yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. it's just awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome that you guys they have done it and telling me about it and yeah. me learning from you guys. The whole man, so so inspiring, man. I'm like, okay, I want to quit my job. Yeah, just man, you know, like like honestly, if you if you were really serious, you'd you'd approach your work and say, hey, man, can I like is there a way of doing a role like part-time role or something or you know like because you'll figure it out man if you truly mm. want to do something you'll figure it out but yeah i always just it always goes back to like your worth self-worth mm. like i always put myself first before anything before money before everything my happiness is more important mm. so like i've had that my whole life that idea that i'm number one mm. and so there's no one before me so if if i don't like something then i'm not gonna do it mm. and so like yeah, if you get into that mindset of not being arrogant but just doing things that to please yourself then you're you're on the way to like living the life that you want to live because mm. it's on your terms right mm. and you're not reliant like i might not have a job or anything but uh, as long as i'm living life to my terms then life's good Things fall into place. I mm. think. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. Things fall sure. into place. And that, happens, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. We mean yeah. by trust the process. Trust. Like, yep. Have, have, and um, I'm big on goals of like a, a holistic kind of goals. So, you know, you have your, obviously, you have your financial goal, you have your, um, you might have your career goal, you might have then, you know, what your goal you want for your business, what do you want for, you know, so you look at life of like taking the time to actually look at, um, what do I, what, what would I actually want my life to be like? So yeah, you know, rather than just focusing on one aspect of say just business, actually, you know, what do I want with my family? What do I want with my relationship with my partner? What are all the things that make me happy? Um, that, that, that are the makeups of a happy life for me. Um, then, then you put your time on, you know, you, then you will put your time and effort in the, in, in the right places. Once you know where you're going with each area of your life, Again, it's it's that whole once you know what you want, 
all the other answers, all the all the all the things will drip feed of what you need to do to each area of your mm. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's um that, that that's I think a big thing of how we live, and and mm. it's just remembering that at all that we've really learnt now after travelling yeah. is that whole. <laughs> remembering about you know the, the in front was that spirituality yeah the soul mm. the, the soul goodness the remembering like yeah. oh well what is it that feeds our soul that makes our soul happy mm. and and asking ourselves asking yourself this because if you don't ask you won't you know right know. Mm. um and asking yourself you know like sometimes if you if you feel like you want to do something but you're not doing it asking yourself like what what is my fear here because there's a fear if, if you know you should be doing something because you want it but you're doing something else there's always a fear that's stopping mm. you and asking mm. yourself what is the fear here that i'm mm. avoiding or <laughs> that i'm not not tackling or mm. that i'm not not um facing you know mm. and then when you question what that is you then learn how to overcome that fear mm. Mm. yeah it's just it's just <laughs> I, like yeah man it, it, it's, it's very it's it's we, I try to make it sound real simple because in my head it is very simple. Mm. It's just people just have to have the, the idea of doing it. Because mm. it's different. And keeping to it. Maybe it's different. Mm. It's different to maybe what we're, a lot of people are used to. And yeah. that's probably why, like, to us, we think it's simple because that's just how we've, that's how we've, le- we've done yeah, it. Yeah, and that's how we've, we've that's what we've chosen, right? Because, mm. like, I go back to, like, I always believe that happiness is a choice and life is a choice, right? We get to all choose what we want to do mm. with our time and our efforts and everything, right? So that's all it is, man. It's left up to the individual. If there's something you want to do, then just do it. Mm. Uh, that's that, It's as simple as that, man. You don't have to complicate it with anything else. If you want to do something, do it. It's very simple. It's like we, we don't need rocket science to explain us to what, what it is, what the, what, what, because there is no right or wrong, right? It's just making up your mind and just doing mm. things that you want to do and do things that make you happy and choosing to be happy. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's great, guys. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, what we just did in three and a half hours. Hey. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> what the? Almost to who? Oh my gosh. Bro. You're a sucker. Missed the footy game. That's why my brother was ringing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, time flies when you have fun, eh? Yeah, no, no. That's, no, that's what happens on this podcast. Good. People, you know, we oh, just. Leslie did want us. He was like, uh, oh. yeah, tell Bill to bring his football Take his gear boots. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So I was like, oh, yeah, Bill's got football at two. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's average. That's average. Oh, three yeah. hours, uh, two yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Three, oh. three and a half. So, half. do you have a timer that you try to keep him under? Like, I usually. I, I usually oh if it's important then they usually say oh I got only got an hour oh, you know? yeah, yeah. But, um. that's why I need to go to the toilet now oh. <laughs> like I'm feeling it I'm feeling it <laughs> no. oh, so so um so what is it have you have you met other like on your podcast have you like met, met other families that have gone out traveling or like done something similar like um, even like a family that's gone back to the islands to live and work and stuff have you? I think the one family that comes to mind uh their musical family so. A uh, husband and wife, I think four boys and one girl. I can't remember, but they've put them in. They love R and B music, so they've got them. They started the business and got them uh, funding New Zealand Air to do music videos and oh, cool. oh, that nice. kind of stuff. You know, oh. so they're pursuing that yeah. avenue. But I get all sorts of people on, like mm. that I'm interested to talk to. Like I, I love, I just love talking to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, in general, with cool yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, general stuff. Yeah, yeah, like. Then they have to align with what I like. I like sports. I like movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, so have you had well, like, have you had um, athletes and stuff coming, like ex All Blacks or ex? Uh... I've had um, 
Do you, do you, do you follow President President Rockers? Yeah. yeah. I had uh, Salwan Kobo. He oh, came. What? Yeah. He was on Kobe holiday. Came. Yeah, he was on holiday in like Ghana. Nice. Um, Ray, Ray New Year. He plays for Manasamo. Yeah. Plays for Moana. True. He was here. Um, not many athletes. Some music people had King Kapi. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Day Hamul came on. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Brown. Yeah, yeah. So what is um like? So what's the future plan? Like, what's the expansion for the podcast? Like, where would you like to to head? And which, like, yeah, you know, like when we're talking on like growing your podcast and like you know doing it full time is your passion. Like, where is it? Yeah, like, like I I love I love the medium itself because mm. nowhere else in media they give you three hours to talk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's so nowhere else. You know, and I love the whole. The, the the audio version of this because you know there's video podcasts and mm. there's audio but I love to be pure yeah. like, to me podcasts is always audio yeah mm-hmm. we're on we do video because that's the trend trend yeah, 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 yeah. people on look on YouTube so yeah, yeah. for me it's, it's like just a marketing thing but my heart is in audio yeah, yeah. like because you know when you when, when you when you listen to a podcast you can do stuff yeah you can run you yeah. can wash dishes yeah, you yeah, can yeah. drive the car yeah. when you're watching YouTube you have to sit down and watch so it's a better a better medium and yeah, you know yeah. you learn so much and I think because it's unique in that way and because you know there's there's mainstream media and there's celebrities and all that but there's no voice for the community yeah. you know and I'm all about Ranui West yeah. Auckland yeah. I'm all about my community and and the, and the stories I have on, you know, of people in our community, that amazing, man. Yeah, man. You know? Absolutely. Just yeah. So many people probably doing some amazing things that you exactly. don't hear about. Mm. Exactly. So this is a really cool platform to share. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. And yeah, we have other podcasts that deal with opinions because I'm all about opinions. Mm. Yeah. But in the safe, because there's a thing they call a safe space, right? Mm. Yeah. Where you can share your opinions. But I don't think that's correct. Mm. I think... What exactly is a safe space? Is it a place where everything has to be um, yeah. one? Like, yeah. w- w- what makes it unsafe? unsafe yeah. Someone that has a different opinion? Yeah. Like, then what happens there? Yeah, because all these, like, yeah. All, all of these, a sudden, is unsafe? Yeah, yeah, because, like, <laughs> like, what I don't, like, yeah, like, the, the thing I struggle the most with is, you know, when I hear, like, safe space, like, so what? Safe what does it, what safe. What does safe it look like and who is it for, right? <laughs> what does it look like and who is it for? Like, man, it's like the. It, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit crazy the, yeah. the 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 direction that the world is heading with all this sort of nonsense. Yeah, I, I don't think ideas are safe. Yeah, because you got to have an opposite idea, or because you're trying to find out a better idea. Yeah, mm. and sometimes someone's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah, but you need to go through that process yeah. to find what the to, to, right idea is or the better idea. Is yeah, yeah. Like, it's not about the right or wrong. It's nah, what's better. Yeah, to think that we all have one mind. Is yeah, nuts. That's crazy to think. That. So, yeah. yeah, like, like you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't even have to explain that people are different, mm. right? So, what, what are we trying to sort out here? Because we're all different, yeah, and everyone's opinions different. So, what are we, what are we trying to filter to? And what does, and who are we safe for? Yeah, for the same ideas. Yeah, or we're trying to, because. Well, yeah. So we can't have a different idea yeah. in this space. Yeah. So it doesn't mean we're not safe anymore. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand yeah, our safe space. That's what, right? Well, that that's it's starting to sound like communism almost, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what it is. Eh? The ultimate mm. goal is to control, right? And communist people do it the best, you know. Now you have to cut your hair like this. You can't think like this. Our superior leader is this. Well, I heard. I heard one thing. I heard that was interesting was 
Polynesians already figured out the the socialist stance because we are socialists in a way. Yep. Because in the village mentality, village, yep. everyone's the same, mm. but we're all happy. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yep. No one's above each other. There's a hierarchy, of course. Yeah. You know, but but everyone's okay. Yeah. No one's killing anyone. And everybody's happy. It's yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because yeah, when because when we went to the islands, so there was tension between one of the families we were staying with and another boy, bro. And it was easy to solve the conflict because it was there was a bit of tension on the island for like two or three days. And my uncle, like call him my uncle, he's like, oh yeah, come let's some sort this out. They got the other young guy went down to the beach, and just had like a wrestling match. And then they were like, yeah, are you are you okay? But they apologized first, and then they wrestled. Then we made a fire, they got a guitar, and then we started, <laughs> and then they just started drinking like homemade brute. And I was like, wow, because that's how you get rid of conflict. You just deal right, with it yeah. their own. Like, yeah, it might sound savage in a way that how they do it, but they figured it out mm. how to get, like, to if release. You, yeah, mm. if you're like in a remote place, you figure out yeah, yeah. how to sort things out, man, because yeah. there's no escape from that. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. yeah, the islands, islands, yeah, people, any anybody who lives on an island, has figured out how to live in harmony with each other in a community <laughs> sense, right? With different people. Mm. But then in saying that, you know, that was one interesting thing, eh? Like, we had to go to church in the morning and in the evening. I was like, what? We have to go. Cause yeah, yeah, that's the island rule. Oh, okay. Ring the bell. What is that? Oh, now we have to be inside getting ready to pray before we eat. I was like, oh, wow, okay. It was real, like, it was a real eye-opener for us when yeah. we went to the island. Oh, what? Yeah, you're <laughs> ringing the bell. Everyone has to be home. <laughs> But yeah, no, islanders, the Polynesians have figured out how to live in harmony on small remote islands mm. yeah, in the community sense. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, man, thank you for coming on the podcast there. I've, sure, I've enjoyed man. this, man. Yeah, it was, thanks. Thank it was you. really good. Yeah, yeah good yeah, questions, likewise. man. Good questioning, eh? Like, I've, we've never really spoken to anyone, like to say, in depth mm. of our travels. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, true. I love, I love how it's just flown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't even so talk about, things. we don't really yeah. talk about the traveling, traveling. As, no, like, no, in detail, but, yeah, but, for me, what was interesting is your experience, the, the like experience and the, what you learned from yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and, yeah. And how we are as people now, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, and because to me, my my questions to you, or what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to get out of you guys, was mostly not of the traveling itself, but, you know, what, because the, 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 the lesson I learned is to just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> but, you know, everybody should pursue gaining time back, mm. you know? Get, get, getting control of your life mm. doing what you really wanted to do yeah. really want to do with your life mm. you know and a lot of people don't do that mm. and I think it's time to question people should do do that and mm. and you guys turn you can do that mm. yeah. you know it doesn't have to be travel it can be anything what you want really wanted to yeah. do you any know? goal man you any, can you can yeah. achieve it if you truly want it mm. yeah mm. yeah so thank, thank you guys oh, for coming man thank you for having us. thanks for having thanks us, having us. Yeah. <laughs> comes out I think you're on my other podcast, the sports one. Talk about, oh, talk yeah. about Barcelona, Barcelona. Oh how they're God. going. You guys Bro, the let season. me. You guys yeah. will be here six hours. <laughs> Get ready. I'll like, I'll, you know, if you wanted to set up a podcast, if you want to do a podcast with like other, like, uh, like footballing guys with yeah. different, with passion about, and there'll be like. There'll almost be like tension in the room. In hey. the, yeah, bro. Because that's what football is. Like you can't go through my football club about like saying something horrible about another team. Like especially if they've lost, you'll like take the piss for like the whole time you're in the club rooms. Because you know, like like local football, there's like a hundred other 
people in your team that support other clubs and the tension they like you just give each other <laughs> shit yeah the banter in football clubs is awesome yeah. oh, we should talk we should do it yeah, we yeah. should do it <laughs> thanks guys thank you thank you <laughs>